Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lion's den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, April 1st. April Fool's Day. 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. Big show tonight. Big show. In-studio guests everywhere we turn. Lots to talk about when it comes to Houston. Oh, my God. Cooper Webb, Marvin Muscan. It is now officially on between those two. So things are going to get spicy. So we are going to talk a lot about that and more coming up later on in the show. Don't forget, you can listen live on the app. You can listen live on TuneIn app. You can also do it on publicmechshow.com. If you're listening to this on an archive, thank you, everybody. Of course, I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports. We are giving away an OGO slash fly racing uh, layover bag and backpack today on the show. 702-586-7857 to a lucky caller. So uh, you are going to get a OGO fly racing uh, layover and backpack. Uh, thanks to Get Data, Guts Racing. Guts Racing made Chris Kiefer's top five uh, modifications to the uh, YZ450, everybody. So please check it out on pulpmex.com. Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, and Intense Bicycles. All on board with us, as are you people. And uh, we have lots to talk about tonight. Don't forget, Friday night before New Jersey supercross before denver supercross before vegas supercross we are doing a live show it is tickets start at 20 dollars. denver is getting really close to sold out uh tons of tickets available for jersey you bastards in jersey go buy tickets uh 20 you have meet and greet uh we'll be up front we have ryan villapoto scheduled for for them denny stevenson will hahn uh, i think aaron plessinger is going to stop by for one of them so uh please check it out uh online tickets are available on pulpamex.com you can uh, go there and uh, easy to buy tickets uh, for for that, and we, they're a lot of fun, man. And we we really enjoy them. So hopefully, you people will will pump them up and uh, go out and get some tickets and everything else. Uh, Amazon banner. Uh, there's an Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. We get a small slice of that, and we are able to keep on going and uh, bringing in in studio guests like we have tonight, and uh, being able to have these great sponsors to uh, give stuff away to you people. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about the Yamaha raffle later on as well. That thing is approaching $23,000, and there's going to be big changes in that, I predict, soon too, with uh, the couple of racers hurt and the seven-deuce-deuce with his points lead. He might start making mains the way he's been riding lately. So uh, let's get into the uh, show tonight. Like I said, lots of talk about Houston Supercross coming up in the show. But first, I want to focus on uh, something that we did earlier today, something that you guys who follow me on social media know that it's been a big part of what I've been up to lately, and that's mountain biking. And the folks at Intense have hooked me up with a taser. I've been absolutely loving it. And to talk about that and more are the, all the gentlemen in studio here. First up, uh, from Geico Honda. 
He is currently on the injured list, should be back soon for Supercross and Motocross, and uh, the sport will be better for it. Christian Craig, what's up, man? How are you? Not much. Just hanging out here. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. We uh, had a, a good day earlier. Um, we, we did. We're, we're teammates, actually. We kind of are. kind of teammates. And the way I got a custom shock today and everything, like <laughs> I felt mo- kind of like you at the test track. You're, you're a big deal. You've you. got bars, grips. You got hooked oh, up today. I did. It was fantastic. <laughs> so uh, thank you for coming in. It's been a while since you've been in yeah. studio. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, but uh, you drove up here, and uh, we went for a mountain bike ride. And uh, so... I really want to talk to you about Houston and Webb and Marvin and get your opinion on that yeah. because that's spicy. It was. Um, and so and, and find out what you're doing and 450 outdoors, we hope. We'll get yep. right we'll get right into that. Uh, also also here, uh, he's a longtime co-host, of course. Uh, Chris Kiefer, what's up, buddy? How are you? You know, I think it's cool. I was worried that you were gonna introduce me first. Okay. And then him, and I was like, that's disrespectful. So I'm no, glad no, Christian no, no. is out of the way. It goes by speed right yes, now. So of course. number one Christian <laughs> yes. Craig. Right. So hi Steve. Big announcement today. Huge news. Huge announcement later on in the 8 o'clock hour. And it doesn't matter the date. People, see, that's the problem. We're right. idiots. We, we said we're making a big announcement, right. and it's April Fool's. It, this is not. No. April, you know what the announcement is, Christian. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited about this. Right. So we're going to. There's, there's actually two two things. I'm on board with this, too. Right. I think it's going to be a success. So later on in the show, we're going to have a big announcement. It has to do with myself, Chris Kiefer, and our future. Yes. And we're not getting married, but, but just in, in the future. Yes. Um, uh, so looking forward to that. Yes. That'll, be so fun. stay tuned for that, everybody. Uh, big things for that. And we're going to talk a little bit about what you've been up to. Yes. And uh, testing and things like that. Always. A lot of that. A lot of that. It's always that. Uh, we have some uh, Keef After Dark for later on. Uh, we have a lot. Yeah. And, and you, you were worried that we weren't going to get any, and we got flooded. And you're excited. I'm sorry. I'm, and, and you are I wish it was 10 o'clock right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, okay? Uh, Chris Kiefer brought to you by RoostMX, RoostMX.net, the official graphics of Brandon Hartraff, Jacob Hayes, and uh, and Ryan Brees out there. They have quick uh, 20, 48-hour turnaround. Uh, Pulp Nation section on their website. You can go there, go under Pulp Nation, and uh, get a 20% discount. Uh, RoostMX.net. Uh, if your little one has a Cobra, they are the official Cobra merch out there. So, Chris Kiefer, you're brought to you by RoostMX.net. Good right. people down there. Yes, they are. Good people. So, uh, thanks for uh, coming out. Also in studio tonight... Uh, a couple of really interesting guys that I'm really looking forward into talking to them about. First up, he is the CEO and owner of Intense Cycles. He's a legend in the mountain bike world, and I was pumped to be able to go mountain biking with you, have you in studio, talk about the Taser, talk about the brand Intense. We know Ryan Dungey's involved. We got a lot of people going on. Jeff Steber. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Hey, Steve. Thanks um, so much, and um, really excited to be here. Um, cool arrangement you got here. I'm yeah. really stoked. Um, and riding today, uh, for me, it was... a actually a real thrill to um, ride with moto guys i always enjoy yeah and you know being on their tail and watching the lines they take mm-hmm. um really interesting they're always like the best line choices but dude you oh right, you brought go. your yeah no here seriously so if anyone knows steve he's you know he's a bigger of, a bigger gentleman he's unassuming yeah he's <laughs> big in stature yeah. yeah yeah and uh, many words but at the same time it's like Man, the guy, like, he brought his A-game uh, today. Here we go. Here we no, go. No, seriously. It's, 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 it's. It was flat out from the beginning. This is a mountain bike legend telling me I'm flat. You should yeah. take it, then. I, 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 maybe sure. I should. Maybe Granted, I should. we were on e-bikes, yes. but the pace was furious. We were Thank hitting you. the limiter the whole time. Well, I live my life like Vin yeah. Diesel, like quarter mile at a time. So, um, <laughs> But thanks for coming in. You're you're also a big moto guy. Your roots are in moto. Uh, you've got, you were involved in motocross in the mid to late 80s, mid 90s, huge in the world of motocross. Across and 
And that's why we're having you in there, simply to talk about mountain bike and the correlation between motocross and everything else. You've been there for a long time. Yeah, I think it was um, the proximity of being in SoCal mm-hmm. and specifically in the 909, you know, yeah. in, back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that was and still is like the pulse of motocross in a lot right. of ways, SoCal. Right. Uh, Temecula, Murrieta Valley area, and so um, you know, and being uh, you know having the intense cycles um, mountain bike connection, and a lot of the moto guys doing a lot of cross training on mm-hmm. mountain bikes and kind of seeking me out a little bit. Yeah. And so early on, that was like you know the best influencers were the the, the moto right, guys. Right. You know? Yeah. You Jeff Emig for a while. Yeah. I think Steve oh. Lampson ran it. Uh, did Jeremy you, run it? Randy Lawrence. You yeah. name it. Um, and a lot of these guys. Um, you know, really p- helped put intense on mm-hmm. on the map in the early days. Right, so, right. Um, you know, thanks out to all of those guys. There's a bunch of them. You know, and and they a lot of them still live in the area. Yep. Um, you know, we don't have you guys in studio for the whole show, but I, I got an hour of Sean Palmer questions. <laughs> um, I, I have a lot of questions about Sean Palmer. You, you probably could fill up an hour, <laughs> and I could probably. Um, um, are we allowed to drop the F-bomb? Yeah, on the, yeah, okay, I'm oh, just, yeah. just kind of right, um, yeah, you sussing can. it out here yeah. to see um, what the boundaries are for <laughs> when, I like you this in, guy. When, yeah. when you go into the Sean Palmer. Um, <laughs> you have era. to drop an F-bomb here and there. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, also in studio, you know this gentleman, he uh, was the big boss at KTM and uh, for a long time and uh, stepped away from that. He's involved in, heavily involved with the uh, Intense brand as well as a few other projects out there that we're going to talk to him. John Eric Burleson, what's up, Jeb? How are you, man? Dude, great day. Thank you Loved for coming it. in. Thanks, Steve. Stoked to be here. And uh, I'm with Jeff on this one, man. You were like pinning it today. Kind of blew us all, <laughs> blew us all away. We were thinking like stopping, well, you know, kind of cruising. I stopped, seeing... I stopped a couple times. I mean. Only yeah. when we had lost half the pack. <laughs> hey, you know. I, mean, I thought he might have a little flask, you know, he'd yeah. pull out every now and then Listen, and fuel bro, up. I'm, I'm, we were planning on taking I think like, it was that factory yeah. shot. do it. You the were too factory busy shock to... was definitely yeah. you took and ran oh, with that. I just I felt you like you had game mind on. I felt like Christian Craig at uh, at Glendale in uh, <laughs> 2016, yeah. 17, yeah, so something like that. You were too busy checking your heart rate, though. You're like, oh, I'm at 140. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, so. no, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, great to have both of you guys in the studio. Thank you for coming up here today and going out riding with us. Uh, of course, the Taser is a new e-bike from Intense. Uh, I've I've been loving it. It's been absolutely a blast. Uh, it's it's really. When you look at it compared to other e-bikes, uh, it's it's a racing heritage that uh, Intense is so proud of. Uh, 29 front, 27 and a half rear, all carbon frame. The brakes are fantastic. Big forks on the front. What's the goal when you were designing the Taser and thinking about an e-bike? Is that the, what you wanted to do is make it basically a race bike? Well, I'll tell you, um, it was probably more of a personal journey um, early on, um, just investigating e-bikes in general, because it was something kind of new. Uh-huh. And um, even to the point of, does it really fit with the Intense brand? Oh, just, yeah, watch the remote cord there. There you go. So, um, you know, early on, I did a lot of uh, benchmarking with okay. trying the product that was out there yep. and what was available. And, um, you know, a little bit of everything. And I was kind of, um, you know, one one point, it was a lot of fun, but I was a little underwhelmed from the performance areas okay. of it. So right away I figured, you know, I'm going to put a little bit of intense DNA into it and put my spin on it and yep. we could improve this thing a lot. Yep. In the end, I feel like we really did that because, um, you know, if you ride some of the other e-bikes out there and then you hop on a Taser, there's a pretty big difference in the feel of the ride, the mm-hmm. quality of the ride, how the suspension works. Um, the bike is very lively still. And yeah. if, if you didn't know you had the assist, you'd, feel like you're riding one of our better enduro bikes yep um 
you as a core mountain biker that's almost been there from the beginning what did mountain bikes come around like early 80s i think something like that like yeah um i started like playing around with um in you know in the like 1981 okay so yeah. you were there yeah. what do you Heart how tail. do you feel about guys like me that like the assist and the e-bike how do you feel about you know a hardcore mountain bike guy putting a battery in one of these mountain bikes to help you out where do you stand on that well, I don't know, but today I had one of the funnest rides I've had in a long time. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's just something new. And, you know, for me, I'm always, you know, whatever inspires me to ride my bike, yep. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Whether it's designing something with more travel or suspension that works better, mm -hmm. lighter, whatever. But right now, that's the e-bike. And I'm yep. having a super, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. And it's really interesting not only from the the uh, pedal assist point of it, but just the electrification of two wheels in general that's yep. kind of happening right yep. now. Yep. Um, and, you know, the pedal assist part of it, e-bikes like the Taser, um, you know, it's something that makes sense for Intense as a brand, too, mm -hmm. and as a racing brand. Yeah. Uh, John Eric, why did you want to get involved with Intense? How did that situation come about? And, and maybe let us know a little bit on that. Well, I absolutely fell in love with the brand a couple of years ago. Um, I got introduced, I th you know, somebody I think you know, Rookie Sorensen, mm -hmm. he was a, a mechanic and he worked for KTM and he's like, you got to meet this really cool guy in Temecula named Jeff Steber. You just got to meet him and the brand's so amazing. So um, he introduced me and that, gosh, that was six or seven, maybe even okay. eight years ago. Yep. So you're at and KTM then? You're at that yeah, time. Yep. And, and I just got to meet Jeff and we, actually there was a group of us that visited and we were like, God, I want to get my hands on that business. Like what an amazing <laughs> brand, but it was really a kind of a small, you know, hobby shop kind of yep. looking thing. And, uh, you know, for my own reasons, I decided I needed to, to take on some different challenges in my life. In 17, I left KTM. And um, actually, one of the first calls uh, was to Jeff. And I just said, hey, I don't know what you got going on. Don't know what I got going on. Yeah. But I'd uh, love to talk. And right. we kind of hung out a little bit. And then um, I was actually doing some stuff with Ziggy out in New England. Uh -huh. And a buddy of ours said, why don't you go on a bike ride? And I hopped on a specialized Levo and went out and rode some Enduro Trail. And I mean, it we'll never i will never forget that day it changed my life about how i see mountain bikes yeah. moto e-bikes the whole thing right and from that point it was like I, I need to figure out how to do business with jeff i need to figure out how to get on with intense yeah. like yeah I gotta, uh, I gotta do something cool there because it's amazing amazingly fun and such a cool brand so did you bring ryan dungy we had dungy on the show maybe like a month ago uh did you bring ryan into this into actually that was jeff my okay jeff my yeah yep. brought, um, brought ryan in he brought ryan in and of course he he called us up and mm -hmm. ryan had a bunch of questions and we brought him to the office and did some different stuff and yep. of course i know ryan from the ktm course, days right. and uh it was just cool to be able to talk to him and for me the cool part was to see you know such an established champion in his own right to be motivated to learn to grow to take on something different and to think outside of just his his world right and think about the mountain bike space was just super cool yeah so it's been pretty fun having the chance to to work with him on some different projects there and he was out in temecula last week got I to ride with I Aaron saw that. Yeah. yeah yeah cool i think he had a good time and got a chance to just kind of feel mountain bikes you know i think when you're a, a professional motocross racer it's the world around it is pretty limited what you can enjoy mm -hmm. right yep. so now i think he can have a good time and it's cool. And uh, if we can do anything to help him on the business side and in the, you know, learning how business works, right. that's that's my side. Danny Stu from uh, the Red Bull uh, Spies era is in, and uh, he rode one today, and he just he told us afterwards that he wants to maybe never ride his regular mountain bike ever again and now look <laughs> into an e-bike. So so we made a convert of Danny Stu. Kiefer, now you got on one today. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? So I don't have much time on an e-bike. Right. A uh, little time on a Levo, but no trail riding. Mm -hmm. And first time today, and 
if you're a moto guy, you're going to love it right away because it's almost yeah. like you're riding a dirt bike. And you still get a workout in. I checked my heart rate. I was at my heart rate. It's good baseline heart rate. Um, it's just, for me, I like having fun no matter what I do. And if it's training on top of that, yeah. I'm all in. And to me, it's easy to ride. feels like a dirt bike. And they, these guys are right. You do pennant on these trails, by the way. <laughs> and, a couple of cactus I thought we were going to get you know, right. laid off into. I, 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 I'm, I'm with Christian Craig. You know, a world-class supercross motocross rider, and you that ride your balls off every. I have to. Perform, I have to step it up. Right. I mean, I, I got a le- mountain bike legend here. I mean, I. You know. You, you did pin it. Did, okay. Did but, you download your Strava info yet? Yeah. Yeah. Any I have PRs a, or something oh, today? A ton of PRs. <laughs> oh, all well, right. Because, well, we were pushing you. See. Well, because there's three modes on the Taser. Uh, there's eco, there's trail, and there's boost. Right. I ride in eco almost all the time because I want a really good workout. And, and so, but today we were having more fun. It was four of us, five of us. Um, we put it in trail mode, which is the middle mode, and so that obviously helped my my PRs. But I was thinking when I was out there, like, and it's something you said, Jeb, where you were like, "Yeah, like you can cover so many miles," and I'm good for about two hours on eco mode before I'm like, oh, "I'm kind of done." Now I'm thinking like I could put it in trail, and I wonder how far I because I got another whole section of loop that I could loop in right. that would make me That's probably it. two and a half, two forty if I looped it all in. Maybe on trail mode that might be my move. You know, so, I think, dude, it's all about can you ride more, more amazing right. trail with your friends yeah. Yeah. and get more time out yeah. of it. You know, I, training, not training, whatever. I mean, it's, of course, yeah. it's good that you're out there being athletic and, and doing something. Yeah, your heart rate's your heart still rate. up. Right, right. But the reality is, is I, I ride a mountain bike because it's fun. Right. And the more that I can get trails yep. under my, you know, I'm, underneath two hours, it's just a, it's just awesome. What I want to do, too, is like I think it's really good for my wife. I like doing stuff with Heather and she's active and she's not ready to go on these long rides that I do with a lot of climbing. Yep. That is the perfect bike. She can go with me on these two, two and a half hour rides. She's not blown out. And if she does, she can just hit boost, hit, hit boost and, and ride yeah. along with me. So yep. she's not back there getting yep. ate by a cat or something up in the mountains. So. <laughs> no, you got it. One more thing with that. You got to be careful with getting your wife an electric bike because I got Paige one. Yeah. It was electric road bike. And she absolutely dropped me. Smoked and I actually, like, got mad. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm at 190 heart rate. She's laughing. And, like, yeah. way ahead of me, I'm, like, I can't do this. Like, yeah. calm down. And yeah. so be careful. Uh, like, they'll just drop you, and all of a sudden you get mad. Right. You're, like, what's right, going right. on? Oh, jeez. So. Uh, oh, by the way, oh, uh, over in the corner, taking your calls, uh, holding things down over there. The Chavis Marks. What's up, Marks? Yo. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for having are, me every week. Are we on Facebook? Appreciate that. We yeah, working? we're on Facebook. Okay. Racer yep. X Facebook. What's up, everybody? Thanks for watching. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Marks, we're going to talk about Pulp Max Fantasy later. I don't want to. Oh, I know. I don't Why are to. you so bad at the game you invented? Bro. <laughs> really? Are you going to come at me like that? Well, I'm just saying. I, I, I just, it was rough weekend for you. I mean, I still got like 260 something. That's not bad. Okay. I don't All know right. what that means. I picked Grant even though I texted you guys earlier in the day and was like, I don't know about Grant, and then I still did it like a dummy right, right. or whatever. Are you playing? Oh, yeah. You are? Yeah. And how are you doing? Except for when I'm racing. Okay. Um, I have to turn that off, and I have someone else do my pick, so I'm still getting the point. <laughs> Jordan Smith does that, too. Jordan Smith does that <laughs> It's also. not like I'm fully turning it off, right, so right. Um, I'm into it, though. Yeah. I mean, I had a good weekend in Seattle, and then last weekend was terrible. Oh, jeez. So. Um, well, uh, yeah, we're going to talk some Houston. Uh, 
obviously Webb and Marvin coming together is going to be a lot to talk about. Uh, Jeb, you're probably glad that you're not in that shoes anymore <laughs> right now. Like you'd be getting oh, phone man. calls. I, your you your Monday I, morning at KTM would have been full of phone calls. Nobody wants to be in that position, <laughs> and everybody wants to be in that position, depending on how you look at Good it. Good point, right? right? I yeah. mean, for sure, I'm a business guy, right? So, yep. yep. I'm going to want to see two KTMs just smashing on each other up front for sure, 100% of the time, all day long. Yeah. And you'll deal with the carnage after. Yeah, yeah just you'll make the phone calls and, and smooth over the feelings and everything no else. No worries. No harm. Oh, that's funny. I'm stoked, too, people, by the way. Pulpamex10 is the code at in10cycles.com. People have been buying them. That's cool. Our listeners have been, have been supporting it. That's awesome, man. Uh, I'm stoked to hear that. So. We're stoked to have people on two wheels, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if you're on a motorcycle, love it. If you're on a mountain bike, love it. And if you're on an Intense, we love it even more. Yep. Yeah, it's a good promo. It's um, working for us pretty well. So yeah, check no, it out it, for sure. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's really good. So I, I mentioned earlier the Taser's got the 29 front, 27 and a half rear. And I was kind of told because, you know, it is a moto thing, 21 on the motocross, 19 on the back. Was that what you were thinking? Or is there a mountain bike-specific design that you were going after because i like it it's, it's great but why why well um in in hindsight it happened um well almost by accident um we started out prototyping that bike because in that segment most of the e-bikes out there were plus front plus rear so okay. 27 yep. by plus front plus and rear yep. the big balloony tires you know yep. and so um when i started riding you know the bike more um this is early prototypes alloy prototypes test mules um you know i just didn't like the vague feel of it you know it was pinballing around that mm-hmm. and we are going faster okay even uphill yeah um and so there wasn't that steering precision you wanted um you get a lot of uncontrolled um damping from the tires you know it's kind mm-hmm. of bouncy feel and really sensitive air pressure so um, right away, we figured, well, you need pretty, like, hardcore tires, so with good casing, so almost like a downhill casing tire okay. with good compound. Yeah, because everything kind of has to be beefed up a little bit, right, so, with these. So yeah. one day, in the same time, we were developing our M29, which is our um, premier downhill race rig, which is a 29, one of the basic first production 29-inch um, mm-hmm. downhill bikes that we kind of were pioneering at the same time. And so just out of kind of uh, frustration, I grabbed one of the front wheels thinking, oh, you know what? I just got to try this. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, from one of those bikes and stuck it on the bike and rode it. And it was like then never looking back after that, you know, and everyone I had try it yep. do the comparison test. It was like, you know, hands down. Um, the way to go um, because when for, I've been talking to people about my taser and they're like, "Hey, does that, that's the two different wheel sizes," and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, that's the so, bike." <laughs> so we call it staggered yep. or two seven nine. So we're actually okay. kind of coining that, <laughs> right, you right, know. Right. <laughs> um, so you know, it's um, you're probably going to see that a little bit more in bikes because as we played around with it more, even on pedal bikes, yep. it works pretty well, you know. And so on the e-bike specifically, well, you got the big meaty 2.8 tire in the back that gets tons of traction yep. and um the 24 up or the excuse me the 29 up front that has that you know roll over you know um mo- yep. momentum you know maintains momentum really well yeah. and really hooks up in the corners you can put a little more weight in the front of the bike right. get the front end to hook up when carving turns and things and so i i think um everyone who rides it feels that almost immediately you know and yeah. anyone that's got like performance minded right um and by the way the pulp code works for not just a taser it works for any any bicycle in the under the intense umbrella everybody but if you're interested in a taser uh, there's financing as well one year zero percent financing on the taser with the code you can team it up with the code as well that's the thing that i when i post the taser on social media 
that's the the thing that people get at. Well, besides the haters of e-bikes, which I feel like in five years we're not going to get that. But the price. They are pricey. There's a lot of work. There's a full carbon bike. I mean, it's got great suspension, great, great brakes. That's one thing that's kind of holding these back a little bit, right? Well, actually, um, you know, a lot of our our top of the line pedal bikes are in the same price range or more. Yep. When you look at an e-bike, you're actually getting all those same bike components, the carbon frame mm-hmm. and a battery and a motor drive system yep. along with that also. Yep. So, you know, I think maybe if you look at it from that angle, it's because it's going to be a, someone's second or their third bike, yeah, yeah. you know, yep. w- which, um, you know, and you're, so, yeah. I, I uh, can't, I can't disagree with the people on my, on my Instagram, but I'm like, yeah, you know, it is, it's really cool. It's super trick. And if you look at other e-bikes for what you get on the taser, it's a better deal as far as, you know, all carbon frame. And, and yeah, the suspension with, and everything. With but. our Rider Direct program, um, our pricing actually is really competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so if you kind of do your shopping, you'll see that immediately. Yeah. Um, the spec on the bike is pretty spot on, yep. as you mentioned with the, you know, the brakes. And yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a downhill caliber build, which yep. it needs to be for that yeah. aggressive of a... The Levo, you know, the Levo that I was on, and those guys make great bikes. There's no doubt about it. They do a good job. The Levo I was on was slightly cheaper, and it's got way less. Uh, it's got worse components on it, and it's heavier. So when you look at something like that, you're like, "Well, I see what the you know the tasers uh, compared to model to model." So there is that. But uh, Jeb, these things will. I mean, eventually, I think they'll they'll you know they'll reach a, reach a medium level here of pricing. Well, I think you know it's especially for for your listeners that are motoheads, right? I mean, you walk into a dealership and you see a YZF 450 or a KTM 450, yeah. and you see what you can get for that price, and then you look at a mountain bike and an e mountain bike, and you go, well, "Wait a second, like, I I can't rationalize yeah. the difference." And in a dirt bike, you know, imagine if it came out with a carbon fiber frame, just as an example, yeah. it yep. would kind of blow your mind. Yeah, and you know, if you put the 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 comparison of the side by side bikes, in a way, you're paying for less Mm -hmm. we don't care about things on dirt bikes that we care about a lot on mountain bikes so just you know generally when you look at the spec of them and also like like yamaha is making parts on that bike you're buying them from other third-party companies you know i mean to bolt onto the bikes brakes and things like that 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 you know for sure i'll tell you what me is again i'm a business guy i'm a boring business guy but like (laughs) when you look at motorcycles like i thought i knew the business yeah it, which I feel like I had a pretty good handle yeah, on the motorcycle business. Yeah, I would business. say so. It's been your whole life. Plus, yeah, pretty plus, much since I was, like, born. Well, yeah, and for people who know your dad, he's an eight-time right. enduro yep. champion. Yep. Gnarly, dude. And he'll tell yeah. you in a row right. he has right. two mountain bike downhill world so, championships, so by the mad, way. I was so mad at your dad in 2006. So mad at your dad. I probably was, too. Yep. You know, young kid. <laughs> we went, um, we went, <laughs> that's a good one. We went to a Parts, parts Unlimited uh, UP <laughs> trail ride, Yep. and your dad laid out the trails. And there was a, actually that sounds fun. Okay, there was an easy one, a medium one, a hard one, and I'm, I mean I used to race pro motocross, so I went on the hard one, and I get it. Like it should be hard. These deal, I mean, people were dying. I was okay. These the, old school mentality, man. Like, My old man, Dick. Is. What are you doing? They can't go up a cliff like a four foot cliff. These guys are parts <laughs> guys. Like well, he'll tell you. In everybody chooses their name. Or their parents choose their name, but when your name is Richard, you choose to be called Dick, right? <laughs> and he'll tell you he chose that on purpose, and okay. it's kind of how he takes you on a trail ride. Anyways, man. back to back to what you were saying. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, it comes back around to like you go look at your Yamaha, Yamaha here. I mean, you got a 250, you got a 450. Pretty simple choices, uh-huh. right? In the mountain bike space, we've got small, medium, large. That requires tooling for everything. You yep. got specs, you got inventory from different sizes to different specs. The, the mm-hmm. business model is a lot yep. more complicated. 
And I would also tell you that, um, you know, in the motocross side, when you walk into a dealership right now, I think there's a lot of pressure at the retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of dealers yep. are struggling. Yep. And I think sometimes what we look at the, of the real price versus what you can buy at a dealership when they've been pumping too many bikes into the yeah. dealer environment, that changes yep. pricing pressure too. So, you know, hopefully with Intense, we can produce something at a good level that we're able to make good product and continually improve our pricing. But at the same token, right. not overproducing stuff channels yeah. and have to just discount the thing, well, which for is me, not good for again, anybody. Like I was saying, this thing's pretty much got, it's got 36 Fox forks on it, which are almost the best you can get. It's got a great uh, external reservoir shock on it. It's got all carbon fiber. Brakes are XTs. Like it's, discs are big. Like it's a factory mountain bike, I would put it at, compared to the, you know, the other one what, I have in the garage. What's so. MSRP? Because I don't know. 7,500 bucks. 7,500. Yeah, yeah. 7,500. Mountain bikes in general are kind of like that. You know, Aaron Gwynn. Less the pop code. Less, less the, the 10. Okay, yeah, yeah, Pulp 10. <laughs> Pulp MX 10. You know, Aaron Gwynn recently signed him to be yeah. our premier downhill. Yeah, people. Who, who is guy. this guy? Because people are telling me I need to go ride him and see what I got against Aaron Gwynn. Do I, do I need to do this? Dude, the guy can moto hard, too. Yeah. So should we do like I go, he, he comes to a moto track, I race him on moto, and then we go downhill, you, and then I take my taser? That. You could do that. That sounds like a... Like a, like a wild world sports thing or something. Yeah, yeah. that sounds he'd, awesome. He'd probably be up for that. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a he loves two wheels. I, well, I, so actually, we went to a desert race. Um, oh gosh, two years ago, and I raced one. It was my first and his first. The dude was running top ten in the pro really? class. Yeah, yeah. Never had raced a desert race. Oh before. no way, really? That guy's yeah, full yeah, on, and he motos super right. good too. So, um, anyway, his bike. When you run it, and yep. when you look at it, one of his big things is the consumer has to be able to buy what it is he races. Okay. That's kind of That's a big thing for what, us yeah, and for yeah. him. What, what you guys want to do? Yeah. And so when you look at our pricing and our builds and all, the whole way we bring it, it's yep. literally a. The full factory race level. Right. So, okay, again, not something that I get on social media when I post photos of this. Uh, it ruins the trails. I don't, where are these people coming from? Uh, wh- I don't understand. It's not, doesn't have a throttle. You're not you're riding the dirt bike thing. I, the, the e bike, the hate for the e bikes are a little mystifying for me. I don't quite get it. There's some misconceptions for sure. Yeah. You're not throwing down massive amounts of torque and uh, yeah. roosting the trail. and yeah. I mean, if I, anybody would not like it, it would be you, uh, the, the godfather, one of the godfathers <laughs> of mountain biking, right? I mean, well, for me, again, it's something new, um, and it's about the adventure, you know, yeah. and it inspires me to go ride, and then I'm having fun, you know, I'm yeah. at a point in my life where I'm not so, I'm not a Strava racer, you know, I'll admit that, um, I like to go and have a good riding experience, right. and the e-bike is just, I can hop on it and go places that I probably would never go yeah. on my pedal bike. Yeah. Um, and I love the kind of dual sport mentality, mm-hmm. go out and on adventure rides. And, you know, if I come to a fence or a gate, I can kind of lift the bike up over and keep yeah, going, Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, instead of turning around. Um, but um, that's a big part of it for yeah. me, yeah, um, the adventure. Well, and I think where a lot of people are, are pushing back, and I'm, I'm going to say this is more North America probably than mm-hmm. Europe. Europe's been on, on this yeah. swing for a while, and they've kind of got it figured out. Um, it's kind of a new thing here. So it's kind of wide open spaces a little bit. But right. it's probably more people worried about trial advocacy and things like mm-hmm. that um, and not understanding, you know, um, what what it is. It's, yep. you know, we're not throttle twisting here. Yeah, it's a pedal I, assist. And, explain what yeah. we talked about today on the trail about the BLM. The This is not a... Yeah, the Bureau of Land Management, the, the federal land, um, apparently... Some of them, the BLMs, don't allow an e-bike on them. And I think because the government is confused. It's a motor. They just see motor. They don't know. There's no throttle or anything because I just, 
I don't understand how these things would tear up the trails or anything. We're not doing anything outside of, you know, well, the, normal mountain the, bike. Well, the Taser is a class one. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that part. Yeah. E-bike. He's smarter yeah. than I am. So, meaning that to make it go, you got to basically turn the pedals. And so there's no throttle. It's not going to go on its own. Yeah. You have to put some, there has to be some input, even in the boost mode. Um, and there's, you know, there's many different classifications. Um, I, I, like I said, in Europe, they've got it settled down a lot more um, to where it's more defined. Here, it's still kind of... Um, gray area. It's very yeah. gray, you know, and some even state parks will allow them. Some regions will and won't. Um, you know, you can ride them over here, but they're not allowing you on this particular trail yeah. network. It's kind of all over the place a right. little bit. It's still a lot of access, though. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty yeah. incredible we where you can ride them. I mean, dude, we come from a motorcycle background. Like, this yeah. thing is, for yeah. me, from a motorcycle background, dude, it just opened up yeah. m- just thousands and thousands of miles of trails that I yeah. could go ride, and we can do stuff like today, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Versus how hard would it have been to put a trail ride together on a dirt bike? I right, mean, right. still super fun to yep. love to ride dirt bikes, yep. but it's a lot more work. Right. You know, you, you, I just think, think I just think in five years, these things are going to be everywhere. I really do. I just Kind of how it is in Europe already, yeah. actually. Yeah, and for, like, commuters, and, I mean, you can, wa- you can talk to the most hardcore pedal you know retro grouch yeah. mountain biker guy <laughs> out there and you know for commuting it's like yeah they're awesome you know it's great it's yep. just the trail access thing i think has got some people a little bit yep. worried but that i tell you that's changing every day every time you take someone mm-hmm. on a ride yep. on an e-bike and they have that experience yep. like today yep. it changes their mind and they've completely flip the switch um the the other great thing is you can hop on them and like ride into town or go to lunch you know and like pedal around town just like a bicycle you know so it's that's pretty awesome too now christian you don't have a taser which one do you have which intense do you have i have a sniper sniper no motor right it's gonna be hard to get back on that thing well i was gonna say like (laughs) okay look you're in great shape you want to pound out and suffer because you want it helps your motocross but is there a place for the the taser? You think for for a guy like you? Yeah, for sure. Um, say like Sundays when you're tired, but you got to do a little spin just to get like the plane legs off. Which is something or, I think Baker's yeah. guys do. They have yeah, they have e bikes. Yeah, go enjoy it and not wear yourself out. When what I like today is like. We had six guys, and we all stayed together almost the whole time. And we well, were Danny just Steele following. was. Danny yeah, Steele he struggled was a little bit, but we followed Danny. each other. And where if we were on normal bikes, some of us would either drop off in the climbs or yeah. something like that. You fatter, have to wait. fatter guys like myself would struggle, right? You got to yeah. wait at the top of the hill where this one, you're just literally single-tracking the whole time, so yeah. that was so much fun. Yeah, I've, I've heard from a lot of people like uh, Mike Allridge at Yamaha, a buddy of mine. Uh, Yamaha has an e-bike. It's not anywhere near the Taser level, but it's an e-bike. His dad, bad knees, older guy, you know, hasn't been on a bicycle forever. Got him an e-bike. He's riding with his son. They're loving it. He's losing weight. He's enjoying it. Uh, that perfect guy right there. You know, the, the, where an e-bike's going to open a world up into somebody for somebody like that. And I get that. That's, a, that's an awesome thing. Why would anybody be against that? Right? Why, are you, why are you not using yourself as this example? Well, because, I mean, I can ride a real bike, uh, a regular bike, you know. But what I'm saying is it bump-started you, right? Yeah, it did, absolutely. People have seen you and yes. commented, man, you've lost a lot of weight. A lot of people have, and it's actually getting really irritating at the races. Well, <laughs> I'm wish, just I saying. People, I wish people would stop. To my point, it motivates you to ride more. Absolutely. Right? It, yeah. it totally does. It makes it funner, and, and yeah, I don't know funner is a word, but. Um, you can say more, more fun. fun. More fun. Uh, <laughs> we got a call for Jeff on the line from Derek. Uh, Derek, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's your question to uh, Jeff Steber? Uh, I actually got a comment first about the e-bike, uh, just what you guys were talking about. I know in my local area, most trails are good with e-bikes, but there's a few that are kind of government-funded, and the reason they don't allow them or what they're, it's kind of, they're trying to get it worked in, 
but they're saying because guys will put in more miles, you'll the same tire will hit the same set of dirt twice as many times per ride. Wow. So you're you're wearing the tw- trails out twice as fast. No oh boy. So all the clubs are working together trying to get this pushed through. It'll happen. Right. I'm excited. I'm going to get one here probably in the next year or so because as a third bike. Sweet. But, uh, my you, question for use, him use the pulp was, code. Uh, use the pulp code, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. Definitely, definitely will. All right. But uh, my question was, did they ever try um, a triple crown, like a downhill fork, on one? Has there ever been testing of that or any idea if that might happen someday? Well, um, hey, first off, thanks for calling in. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's no reason why not to. Um, it's just, you know, the segment we were designing the Taser for is more of an enduro-class bike. So it's running a 160 fork up front, 160-millimeter travel. Um but, you know, already it's like the bike is very capable. You know, in the future there might be a variant model that uses a, a 7 or 8-inch travel triple clamp with a coil shock and a little more moto. Yeah. Maybe we'll even call it something like the Taser MX or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, Actually, yeah, the, but, it could open up. Yeah. But, you know, with the pedal assist, it kind of opens up to that sort of thing. The guy that just wants to climb, you know, motor the climb up and then mm-hmm. bomb the downhills kind of thing like we we have this tagline we use no shuttles required <laughs> you know and and then that's true like um at our local ride spots you know or even our um the ifr uh team riders they'll do what uh, kind of like what christian was saying like a spin day but they're doing laps you know and they're climbing back up just spinning back up and then they're getting some downhilling in and they're doing like five six laps where normally they might do one or two right I'm definitely into that Taser yeah, MX idea. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I think you I might have helped us. Yeah. Derek deserves credit for being the guy that came up with Taser MX, I think. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Derek. Yeah, yeah. I'll take one at a discount. How about that, then? There we go. <laughs> well, we got that 10% code. Yeah, there you go. go Thank, right thanks, Derek. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank thanks. you. Uh, Jeff, going back to Intermoto, and of course, this is the Pulp MX show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. How did your moto connection come along? So you're in the 909, you're building mountain bikes, you got Sean Palmer at this point. Does he introduce you to moto guys, and and now that's your breakthrough into this? Or do you meet these guys at local tracks? Or how do you get to know Fro and Randy Lawrence and these dudes? Well, actually, um, I've got to back it up a little further. Okay. It was actually Mike Metzger. Mike Metzger. Yeah. The Mike. godfather of freestyle. <laughs> that's right. And honestly, this was before he even did like the first backflip okay. or any of that. Yeah, but yeah. he was already, you know, he was actually racing supercrosses and stuff and going big on the jumps yep. and think, you know, he was right. more about having fun out there on the track probably than winning. Right. And he was already forging his name as kind of like the freestyle guy there. Um, but he was also really into BMX bikes and, tri- you know, doing flatland mm-hmm. tricks and yep. whatever, but also mountain biking. And so he came on, came to me early and actually he was one of my first team members on kind of a local level. Oh, okay. level. So we're talking like circa 1993, 94. Yeah, yeah. And um, he went to some national races um, on the original Intense Factory team, did a lot of the local Fontana series, that sort of stuff mm-hmm. that's still going on to this day, Southridge series of downhill races on the Inland Empire there. And he actually was good friends with Sean, obviously, and and RL, Randy Lawrence. And so one day, Mike brings Sean in, and Sean's like, yeah, I'm thinking of racing mountain. And I didn't really know Sean that well. I'd heard of him through snowboarding and whatever. And so the first meeting, it was like he checked the bike out, and he's going, oh, Oh, yeah, we got to get one of these built up. And so (laughs) literally, I... 
had to kind of look them up a little bit. Okay. And I go, wow, okay, this is an interesting opportunity. Yeah. And and Randy too. So really when they came on board and started racing i mean the intense factory racing team went mm-hmm. to a whole new level yeah. right there yep. and so um mike kind of went off or, and did his own thing but um rl and sean um they went out on the circuit um doing all the norbas and sean did all the world cups um it was pretty pretty bare bones like yeah, working yeah. out of a rental van in the parking lot uh-huh. and i got to really hand it to sean like he went out there and he was gonna make his mark and he did yeah like he's just a rock star of mountain bike racing huh yeah so his first uh, one of his first world cups in europe he shows up on his own i wasn't able to make it there with him working out of the parking lot and everything and at that particular i believe it was nevagal italy which isn't on the circuit anymore but it was a classic world cup track of that era um, he was like the top placing American, okay. and all of a sudden, everyone, uh, this guy's for real. Yeah, yeah. And so he's out there, kind of self-assisted with this crazy-looking bike, right. the Intense M1 at the time, yep. very different. Oh, it's very different from yeah. anything else. Coil shock, you know, linkage, uh, monocoque construction, sealed bearings, you know, at all the pivot points and stuff. So a lot of uh, motorcycle construction influence yep. and stuff in that bike. But um, and also he's wearing Moto Gear. You know, yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. and at that era, you have to look back, the downhill mountain bikers, they look like downhill skiers. Yeah, you lycra know, and everything. Skin yeah. suits, right. you know, lycra, the whole thing. And here's Sean, you know, in, in moto gear and flat pedals, you know, <laughs> BMX pedals, basically, and Vans tennis shoes, yeah. you know. So, Just flipping everybody off, too, probably, <laughs> on the starting line. <laughs> but he, he really made an impression, and, you know, Sean, like, right away, you know, all this competition were his best friends yep. and everything, and it was just a really good mix. So, you know, we get back in the States, and it's like, um, at the time, um, we were sponsored, well, Sean was sponsored by Fox. Okay. And so, um, you know, the mountain biking gear as we know it now really wasn't a thing so we were like cutting leathers off and making shorts out of them and cutting holes in the jerseys and things to you know to ventilate them a little better and so our guy at the time todd hicks who was working for fox in our and was our rep and in sean's connection he's going well hey you know i can have the girls back at the shop do some of these modifications for you and so you know a year later i would say pretty much 80 percent of the world cup scene they were all on yeah, moto gear yeah, yeah. <laughs> or modified yeah moto yeah gears. getting yeah. into that and troy yeah. lee stepped in shortly after that and everything yeah. right and then eventually uci made it a ruling right. um because it really i think it made the sport really cool you know um, added a good did, look to it did so. palmer sell a lot of bikes did he move bikes did, was he well his success was that it wouldn't have mattered then because i was making them all by hand myself <laughs> anyway so really even back then yeah yeah, yeah okay. it was a small small operation wow. um i would say what sean and randy and even mike did was they put a small innovative innovative brand on the map yeah and sean really put it in the limelight you know here you have this gregarious like uh-huh. Bigger than life, um, rock star guy on a really unique bike that was kind of blowing away the competition at yep. the time. And his style was different, right? As well, like really unique yep, style, yep. and um, it just made a big splash. Mm-hmm. And you know, so I'd call it timing, whatever it was, but it was a really magical time in downhill mountain biking. Yep. Um, not only for intense, but for the sport, I think. How many late night phone calls? Like Jeff, <laughs> Sean needs to go to bed, or, or uh, Sean is uh, in he, jail. Sean is in jail. 
jail. Sean Hello, just, Jeff. I'm in jail. <laughs> Sean no. just broke into a grocery store and he's eating all the uh, all the spam. Like, how many calls did you? There was some crazy times for sure, um, <laughs> and a lot of that I think um, back in that day, um, I would say downhill mountain biking was a little different. There was a lot of personalities yeah i would say yep. and bigger than life not that there isn't now it was just very different yeah, that missy girl missy <laughs> Miss uh, jovi yeah. yeah there was, was a lot uh, of them and yeah. um and mohawk and everything yeah it was um pretty it was wild west yeah. a little bit yeah but I think it's kind of like moto actually like yeah. back in the fro days yeah you know yeah. like yep. there was some wild times oh, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. it was kind of the same in downhill yeah you huh? think about back in mcgrath and MA days of havasu and all that like those guys they didn't train a lot like the, there was some training it, going it was on, living a lot it was it was living a lot right living a lot yeah and um you know sean was always the people like well i think the guy never trains or anything but yet he shows up at a world cup you know and yeah can, you can't can get on a podium or win yeah. a national right and um i have to say that yeah he wasn't probably the biggest at training at those days he just had a lot of natural talent but the yeah. guy was in shape yeah. you know he'd been yeah. doing board sports and everything right. for years i so. mean he made a supercross main event People forget that. He made a Super yeah, Bowl. I, I watched that. I remember because he had a deal. I want to say he had a deal with Pro Circuit that if he made that something, main event, yeah. he got like a factory ride for a year or something like but that. If it you, was if you could ever epic. say, yeah, he's the guy is strong. Like right. I, I don't know many people as strong as him, but more than anything, the guy had heart. Right. You know, right. like and like and and I mean that in a couple ways. That, like he could be the the most uh, genuine, like giving person yep. at times, but also when he crossed the finish line, there was not. I mean, he couldn't talk. There was nothing left. He, he gave it. He if yeah. there was a possibility to right. give one hundred and ten percent, he yeah. did. Yeah. You know, um, it was ten tenths all the way down the track. And you know, and there are a lot of other. He was great for the brand, huh? He was. Great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was as authentic as you could get right. from from every aspect yep. for sure and you know i always tell this part of the story because it's important there is this other side to sean that he's very technical um he's he knows his equipment he knows how to make his equipment work better for him mm -hmm. so there was a a lot of um you know i gained a lot of knowledge in you know the m1 that was developed initially with those guys Do you remember that thing Kiefer? no the m1 it was it was red it had like a yeah well he starts talking about coil shock how do you that. say it? mono monocoque construction monocoque frame yeah. it was had like a Oh, it was really cool. It, like it wasn't was, conventional looking no. um, in any way, but it worked really well. Google, and, Google and it. So Sean, you know, getting putting his spin on it, too, yeah. and me yeah. listening and right. making the modifications. We yep. were constantly evolving. Yep. And, I mean, that's still a big part of what, um, you know, we do at Intense. Yep. And the, the racing program, and even today, IFR, we use that racing program to right. develop our products at the highest level and that technology and even as we're developing the m29 the downhill rig it mm -hmm. trickles down through the line right. to the rest of the bikes um things we learn there and ideas and, and everything and yeah. jeb it seems like intense also you know with the sponsorship of the geico team uh helping us us, us out on the show getting back to moto a little bit like like the taser you know we talked about the construction of the taser and everything else something that intense wants to do is kind of Reach out to that moto guy and be like, hey, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a moto guy, yeah. right? Born and raised in a moto family. Yeah. And to be alienated to that crowd would be like a no-go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so we had to reach out to it too. But, you know, going back to all the stories that Jeff's had, I mean, that's one of my favorite things about listening to those stories is just seeing the overlap of the culture, yeah. the two-wheel kind of yeah. aggressive lifestyle. It's just awesome. And, I mean, 
you know, just from a pure business perspective, it's a big crossover. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like ha- half of the motorcycle community, their number one hobby behind fishing, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's fishing Mookie, one, Mookie, and it's mountain biking, Mookie too. weighed in on that. Mookie. Yeah. She might have gave, like, you know, that's the Vital MX uh, survey that they do okay. every year. So she must be given that survey yeah, results yeah, there yeah, to yeah. get it to yeah, the fishing so. side. I don't fiish, so I have no idea, but. So, Mountain biking's freaking yeah. rad, man, and, and it's it's a cool place to be able, from my point I, of view, coming from KTM, I'm such a race-minded person, right. to be able to work with Jeff and, and see the racing heritage kind of coming through, and then to connect the moto crowd yeah. to the mountain bike crowd. I feel epic. like, Christian, I feel, um, I got a buddy who was going to come out today and ride, but we didn't have an e-bike for him, and, and we would have dropped him, but he's more of a roadie. And he's like, you got to get on the road. You got to. I don't want anything to do with the road. I'm a moto guy. I, I don't even ride off road like races. I did two GNC GNCCs in my life. They were they sucked. I like motocross. <laughs> uh, you know that, Kiefer. I like motocross. He hates off road riders. Yeah, I don't hate off road riders, but most of them. Um, Gary, I, I like Gary Sutherland. Oh, Gary Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, I like Gary. Um, but um, no, but why don't? And I feel like okay, I feel like it was all mountain bike in 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 the intense era in the '90s. There, it went to road. And I think mountain biking is coming back a little bit more than it did. But why the road stuff? I think you can control your heart rate a little bit more. Okay. Um, you can sit Training there. Wise, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to focus on what trail you're on. You can look down and see your heart rate and stay there for yeah. however long you need to for training. It's so boring. It is. And then in, you have to worry about cars too. Yes. So, um, and then you get made fun of by people driving by yelling like, oh, look at this butt dart. Lance, they call what's up, Lance? It's a butt dart. They call them butt darts. So. Lance. <laughs> that's what everybody yeah. says to me. Lance. I'm like, that's old. Dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, so, but like yeah. I don't – the motocross thing is such a – tie into mo- to, to mountain bike thing is such a tie into motocross i'm just like yeah. why don't more guys do it uh, i know I th- but i do feel like it's coming back a little bit yeah and um obviously Maybe because w- chase sexton went over the bars <laughs> broke the yeah those, those things that. we don't yeah. want to bring up yeah with, with i don't know Dan what you're talking Jeff. about yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. about that <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will. hey i took um we went up to snow summit to the downhill park with uh-huh. emig and dude it was like he was a absolutely like everybody around is like fro look at this guy like right. the whole mountain bike park was going crazy for him so yeah. there's a lot of mountain bike guys that are into moto yeah. pretty heavily yeah. and for sure jeff loved all that attention i'm 100 percent sure he loved, sure loved that, that too right, right. so but it was really cool yeah. it's cool to see that crossover especially I, at the bike park i just for me as a, if i was a moto guy i'd be into mountain biking because it's it's especially an e-bike too it's a lot more fun it's a lot like like a motorcycle and it's you know it's kind of like a well, and, you, it's e- and you, it's easier to go anywhere you know you so. gotta think and your heart rate's yep. up. You have to learn line choices. Body position. All the is same huge. things yeah. cross over. Right. What I like, too, is uh, mountain biking, I would say, fits supercross good. Mm-hmm. Road biking fits outdoor. Okay. Yeah. So yep. it kind of goes like you can think of it like spike your heart rate, supercross. Yep. Right. You got to get ready for the next turn or sharp turn, climb this hill. So yep. it kind of fits into those categories. I know we got people on hold right now to talk about Houston. We're getting into that. Uh, right now, uh, Jeb and Jeff uh, are only here for a little bit. So I want to talk about. Mountain biking, the crossovers, and everything else. And actually, uh, Jeff, we have another call for you from Jim. Jim, welcome to the show. What's your question for Jeff Steber? Oh, just that I think he should take you to Otter Fest in a couple weeks, and it'll just blow your mind. I like otters. They're bike. cute to watch. <laughs> He's talking about the Sea Otter Festival. I like Sea Otters. In uh, Monterey. Yeah, that's uh, probably <laughs> probably the biggest um, I've heard of it. Yeah. mountain bike. Well, I should say cycling festival in um, yeah. the United States, for sure. Is it a yeah. race? No. Is it a race? Well, do I need to race? It's everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got they do it. have e-bike Party. racing. Mm. 
Yeah. And uh, after today, I'm definitely signing you up in the pro class. Jesus. <laughs> the guy was pinning it. Said, Only at my trails. Take me anywhere else, I'd be garbage. But... <laughs> I thought you were trying to like steer us into cactus along got, the way and just, just destroy us. I got us. the godfather no. of mountain biking with me. I got a professional supercross racer. This guy rides his balls off all the time. You're in great shape. I got I got Look at Danny Stu. There's nothing to Danny. I got I got to perform. I was like I got to step up there. That's that's what I was saying. But um Jim, uh where they, that's up in got a class for you. <laughs> do they have like a bigger gentleman's class or do you have to uh, Clydesdale. Absolutely. Oh. I, you, you can ride on the racetrack, you can ride on the, you know, in take an enduro, take a pleasure ride or right. okay. you know, all the way around, but it's just an absolute it's everything bicycle there there ever is or or will be. At, I think know, Steve would be sandbagging time. the Clydesdale class myself yeah. after today. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, th- thank you. Thank but, you, Jim. Yeah, Anything else? No. Originally from uh, Northern California, grew up with Paul Thomasburg and some of the original mountain bikers. And, uh, PTB. You know, yeah. It just, you know, with, uh, you know Tom Ritchie and Gary Fisher. And yeah. we just had a good time when everything started back in... I'd say 80, 79, 80. Jeez, long time, um, yeah. Mar- Marin County, yeah. Yeah, riding our, our twin typhoons with motorcycle wheels put on them. I worked at the bike at a motorcycle shop, and all the bike kids would come over to me to to toughen up their frames and Jeez. stuff, and they'd go out and break stuff remember, every week. And Remember when John Tomac had mountain bike or road bike bars on his mountain bike? Like what was going on with that? Do you ever Is see that, that a gravel bike? I don't know. Do you ever <laughs> yeah. see that photo? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was cross country or not. I'm just like, what are you doing? I'm sure he looked like and he I... was working really hard. No matter what <laughs> yeah, picture yeah. he was, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he picks up yeah, a really but... good point though about this Marine County thing. Like one thing I always was kind of bummed about in in Supercross and Motocross is all the the manufacturers are all outside of the U.S. Right. I mean, we all got family outside of the U.S. and all that kind of cool stuff. But you know, in your heart, you're an American. And one thing I truly love about mountain biking and truly love about Intense is it's American. It's an American company. Right, right. And well, California is the heart of and the beginning of mountain, mountain biking. biking. It's, yeah, the, the, it's the start of mountain yep. biking, and I think that's something to be really proud of. And, you know, I'm, I'm pumped yep. on it to be able to work with an American brand. Cool. Thanks, Jim. I still have an original uh, uh, Richie Ascent, and I still have a few Cannon, original Cannondale. Uh-huh. It just, just, uh, we're, it just, Sweet. just amazing. Thanks, thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. We Thank really you, made it. Hey, enjoy. See you guys at the races. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Sea otter, huh? Yeah, the you got a classic. Yeah, it's a it's a classic. It's a big one. Yeah. You and Don can be up. homies. Dude. Oh, oh yeah. nobody That's loves Don's mountain place. biking more than Don. You and Don just would... his adopted father, by the way, <laughs> yeah. Christian Craig's adopted dad. <laughs> yeah. uh, he loves mountain biking. Good God. Well, and actually, at Don was up here a month and a half ago, and he's the one who got me in touch with Sean at Specialized and got me going on this thing so i really owe don a lot to uh for getting me into it and saying like because honestly one of my misconceptions about e-bike was that you just sit there and you spin and your heart rate is not like i that I, I couldn't be further from the truth i don't know why i thought that right. i just thought oh like what, what do I, I need exercise i don't need to just sit on an e-bike and good god i was so wrong <laughs> it wasn't even funny like i, I look back look at that how addicted you are to it yeah i know it's affecting my marriage you're like that's where it day. gets good when your marriage is shaky, <laughs> then you know you're really in love with the sport. Man, yeah. 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 Wife, wife, wife was off yesterday. Back, I came back from Houston. I had a delayed flight. Wife was off. I landed at 12. And I'm like, hey, honey, what are you doing today? She's like, oh, nothing or whatever. She's, and I'm like, hey, can I, can I get out for a ride for a couple hours? You know, she's like, yeah, that's fine. That's where I'm at. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yep. I, I got to go around my mountain bike. It's kind of a life law. Oh, I, any, yeah. <laughs> anything I can do, <laughs> it keeps me right on right. the edge of pissing my wife off. Usually that's... 
yeah. pretty just good. Just a teeter totter. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah, you yeah, just kind of want to stay on that edge. Yeah. Never go too far over to yeah. your side. You just kind of <laughs> ride that edge, man. Uh, before we let you guys go, again, thank you for coming up. We we had a limited time with you, but uh, Jeb, I want to talk a little bit about you. A couple things for you. Uh, one is how's the coaching clinics going and all that. How's that association happening? Oh, it's awesome, man. Yep. I'll tell you what. Um, I probably spent a little too much of my own money on getting it started um, we're up yeah. over a little over 100 co- we have about 112 coaches okay. that have gone through our program now and we got about six i want to say about 620 something like that in the pipeline okay. um one of my or my business partner christy lacroix who's helped me on intense and and the coaching association you know mm-hmm. we're we're stoked and we see a pretty good pipeline for this yep. going forward um i love mountain biking but i'll at my heart i love yeah. the sport of motocross and motorcycles and just seeing the challenges that our sport has really, yeah. you know. I like it because, I mean, the way it's explained to me, I think Trey Kennard explained it to me. He's just like, hey, you go to a ski hill, there's instructors. Yeah. You go here, there's instructors. Yep. You go mountain biking, there's instructors. Like at the shop today in Blue Diamond, they'll take you out. You know, there's all these motocross. Good luck, kid. Like, and if you crash, we laugh at you. You know right? what I mean? Like, and it's kind of like, hey, dude, rub some dirt on it. As I, a lifelong kid who knows how to ride and lives and breathes it, I never looked at it like that. But it's totally true. Like, have an expert there to teach you how to ride a motorcycle. I hear so many people say, man, I want to grow the sport. I want to do my part to help grow the sport. And I kind of look at it like, dude, we need to put a drain in the bathtub because freaking there's more people leaving our sport than are, yeah. than are really necessary because they have a bad experience at the motocross track, at, you know, mm-hmm. on, on the, the street road, or on, yeah. on, a, on a track day. Yeah, yeah. And we're primarily focused on close course. But I just believe in all my life, I've always been, my dad told me, if you want to soar like an eagle, hang out with eagles. And I've always believed you surround yourself with people that can help you be successful. And in our coaching association, there are great motocross coaches out there. There's great sport bike coaches Mm -hmm. out there. And if we can help connect them to riders to engage their life and make their life better through a life on two wheels, we're pumped. And I should know this, uh, but I didn't do my research. What's the website for that? USMCA.org. Thank you. And you can also go to MotorcycleCoaching.org. Okay. All right. And that'll be something that uh, people can check up. Uh, a couple things too for you. Um, I was pretty shocked when you left KTM. I'll be honest. I really, you'd worked there a long time. You've done a good job. Brand has got so much momentum. How's that been? Well, it's amazing. I mean, we're all on we're all on our life journey, right? Yeah. And one of the things that was important to me, through, well, I mean, actually, we were talking a little earlier. I worked at KTM from '96 to yeah. 2017. Had a lot of ups and downs. Which, by the way, I was there. You were there when I took KTM to its first ever win. With Kelly Smith. And Kelly Smith was my regional support right, rider right. as a sales guy, so I'm also right. claiming first, that one. First ever win right here, yeah. mechanic and KTM, everybody. Yep. So all done. First factory support Marvin rider. Marvin and my Webb, they all owe me. They all owe me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I set the path. Yeah, Anyways. no, I mean, those are good days. And yeah, there was we, a lot we of met back then. You were at, uh, in Ohio. I was we, we spent the summer back there working as a mechanic, so that's when I first met you, like, a long time ago. So. I was, like, 55, 60 pounds heavier, too. You know, going to school really? and not okay, riding yeah. bikes yeah, and not riding dirt bikes and just, yeah. But I was 55, 60 pounds lighter, so that's fine. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I mean, as, so, as you go through that journey, yeah. you know, I sunk absolutely everything I had into that job. I, I became president of the company in uh, just the North American company in 2005 when Rod passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, I gave it everything I had, literally everything. And when you do that, you know, um, there comes a point in your day when you start wondering who the, who you're doing that for. Yeah. And actually, my my first point where I actually even realized that question was when Rod was inducted. It was about 10 years later. Um, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I remember being with my wife afterward, just going like, holy shit, I've been doing this my whole life for yeah. somebody else. And, yeah, yeah. and I, I think I did a good enough job that I can start looking after myself a little bit. Okay. And I wanted to do something where when you sink your heart and soul into everything you do, like you guys do, you know, you yeah. put everything into it. 
Um, this guy loves little... riding his dirt bike more than anybody in the world. Well, he does a pretty good job of it, yep. right? Yep. And, and I know there's a big announcement coming up later, too. Yo, so big excited about that. Yes. Big, big, huge. Gorilla. That's right. Not gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> right. The kind that are in the jungle with guns. The big ones. So, you know, I, I felt like when I got to a certain place, I needed to have ownership in a company that I could work with. Mm-hmm. That became very important to me. Yep. And you heard my earlier comment. I wanted to work with American companies. Yep. You know, I've had the opportunity to work with um, Zig at Factory Connection. That's actually how I got it int- introduced to Jeff Myshack. Right. You know, Christy and I, uh, uh, about a year ago, almost exactly, um, Christy joined the little company I formed called Tuwu Group. You know, I've been able to work on our coaching association. We were from the beginning with a little company called Stasic um, that just sold to Harley. So that yep. was a big event for us. Um, about eight months ago, I actually joined the board of Fox. And oh, okay. that was pretty cool. I got to get to know Pete quite a bit, Pete Fox, yep. and be able to learn about that business and see what I can do to help there. So I'm all about trying to do the things that are going to help the sport and mm-hmm. try and be connected with yep. all that energy you put in, you know. And well, I will say the one thing we talked about on the ride, you know, as an athlete, I believe it doesn't matter if you're an athlete or a business person. When you do something, you do it to 100%. And if yeah. you've got a backup plan, you're not in 100%. <laughs> this was what you were saying, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when I decided to leave, I did not have a plan. That's ballsy. <laughs> I, I, I had a great job, and everybody thinks right. I'm an idiot, right? But yeah. you know what? If When I was in, I was 100% in. Yeah. I had no backup plan. That was my plan, was right. to be successful. And when I left, I decided I was going to go look after working with... You know, American companies yeah, in the yeah. two-wheel space and wow. ones I wanted to have the chance to, to well, be more on the own ownership side. It seems like it's working out. Congrats on that. And, yeah, ballsy to leave that position. <laughs> I mean, you were – you know, the, the the brand is rolling and, and things are – I mean, you go to an off-road race, they're all KTMs and more and more motocross bikes. So this is all, you know – especially for you who was there when no one wanted to ride KTMs. No one wanted to buy no motocross buy KTMs. KTMs. As a sales guy, yeah. nobody wanted to buy a motocross <laughs> You're like, we don't have a linkage. Yeah. But it, even before that, it was yeah, like, yeah. Don't talk nobody. Shit on that. Yeah. I was there the first year they turned orange, and yeah. it was not a good color orange. Right. It was like a butterscotch, yeah, pukey-looking thing. Right. And, um, I mean, but it, it, yeah. I will say, again, that amazing company, amazing group of yeah. people, they gave me so much, so much opportunity um, they are eating the Japanese for lunch right well, now. Well, I think they there's really a lot of are. good people there. Yeah. And, and there's, yep. there's a lot of good people, and I think they get our sport. I think that's something that, um, you know, I hope working with Jeff on the intense side that we can yep. work with and other companies. Like, when you truly embrace yourself in the sport that it is you do, like, you see your business through yep. the eyes of your customer. When you really understand what it's like to be them, it's not just numbers on a spreadsheet and income statements and all this shit, but it's what really they yeah. do and how they experience your brand. I think that's how you can get it. And the KTM guys did a the, crushingly good job they, of that. They have, sure. really. So I feel like we're in a halftime locker room right now. Why is that? <laughs> and you're just I'm so fucking up. inspirational right now. Like, <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you. Like, I like that. I yeah, like yeah, the passion. Yeah, yeah, hey, you're into it. There, there are more people that have told me I'm a complete moron. A but complete the, I, idiot I respect for leaving, that. That's awesome. But you know what? Like, I'm gonna. I, you know what? Like, I'm gonna go, dude. I'm. I want to be the master of my own domain. Yeah. Like, I want to control yeah. my destiny, and right. I want to be able to do it with people around me that I feel good about, and I wanted to be able to work with a new set of people. And there right. is a point in your life when you become successful. You know, we were successful, and we just kept hitting successes and successes, yeah, yeah. and it gets a little comfortable, and you kind of sit around and you go, you know what? Like, I got to shake it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like that Rocky movie, man. Remember <laughs> when we went off, he's running in the snow and yeah. doing all that kind Drago. of shit. And Drago's, yeah. you yeah. know, in the gym. It's like sometimes you got to go back and recognize, you know, hey, sitting in economy class sucks. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when you cl- travel business class to Europe all the time. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? There's a fire that you have to have to be successful. And I want to have that fire. And I'm yeah. going to do whatever it takes to keep that fire alive. Yeah. it's uh, It sounds like it's going well. I mean, 
I was in a similar situation where I was, I was let go at Racer X, and I'm like, I got to start my own thing because I don't want to get let go by somebody else, and I'm going to yeah. start this thing called Pulp MX because I, I want to have – I don't want somebody else to dictate whether I'm working or not because I was pretty shocked that the first time Racer X let me go, and I was like, all right, well – I'm going to do my own thing and screw everybody else, you know, and it's worked out, thankfully. Dude, and awesome. I'm back at Razor X. So. I'm, so I'm that, stoked that, to be here that, to see you doing what it is you're doing yeah, and being the master. That, you never of that. say that to me, Kiefer. You, Dude, you're, it's you're master of the own domain, man. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> hey, Kiefer, I'm out. he runs your world. Yeah. You got to take care of this now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't um, let him run your world. <laughs> so, Jeb, uh, what do you do with the Marvin and the web situation if it's you? What, what do you do? What do you tell those two guys? Um, actually, I tell them to talk to probably Ian and Roger <laughs> and Alden, and I'd tell the sales guys like, if you're not selling a whole bunch of motorcycles off of this absolute dominance, then I want to know what's okay, going on right. in your brains. Yeah. Like, I like that, dude. I see I like this that. as a freaking monumental opportunity. It's, you know, I remember when Andrew Short was on first had come to KTM and yeah. Roger first joined it, and mm-hmm. we were so pumped. Actually, Christy and I were working together at that time, and we had to actually produce the video for them to show at opening ceremonies. We had never had an opening <laughs> ceremonies rider. Yeah. So we had never had a video. Right. It was like, that was a big deal to us. Like, dude, we made opening ceremonies. This is amazing. Yeah. Top 10. Right. You, know? right. You, you look at that place and where the brand started and where it is today yeah. that the biggest discussion is, you know, a beef between the two guys that are going one, two on orange. Yeah. And, and I mean, what have we had two rounds this year that everybody's been on orange when Blake's doing yep. good? Yep. I mean, it's just incredible to watch that. That's dominance. Yeah. And as a business guy, dude, you, you grab that and you run with it. And, and you go with it, yeah. You go. Um, and you go aggressive. You do not back it, down it, at it, that. I, you know, I, people were pretty pissed about the, the Husqvarna thing and the KTM thing and the pits. And, you know, they got the Rocky Mountain guys. And I'm like, okay. I got these, these are Japanese people that are telling me this. And I'm like, okay, go spend some money. Hire three more riders. Uh, to put them under another color, your color, whatever that is. Because that's what they're doing. Right. Oh, we're only going to hire two guys. You know what I mean? Like. Like, hey, guys, you're pissed about KTM and their aggressiveness and their domination and buying Husqvarna and all of that. I get it. What are you guys doing? You're just sitting back. So, I mean, what, yeah. do you, what do you do when you're not winning and you can't find the way to win? You get pissed at other people that are winning. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I'm very, not trying to be a no, jerk no, about yeah, those yeah. guys, yeah, but that's yeah. what you do. Yep. Like, when you yep. can't win <laughs> right. and you, you can't figure out how to win. Yep. You just get pissed at everybody that is winning. That's, and, a, that's a good point. That's I mean, a good point. I, so true. I just a lot of good shit that's coming so out. That's so true. I told you it's <laughs> halftime, and we're getting pumped. He's right Al Pacino now. and on any right. Sunday. This is right. I have to tell you that it's all about opportunity with Jeb. And I've learned if I've learned one thing, uh-huh. it's opportunity. You know, everything. It's an opportunity. You don't yeah. look at the it's negative not, it's side. It's not a. Uh, it's if, not a setback. It's if, an opportunity. If you're in yeah. a freaking foss, a foxhole, and the mortars are coming in hot and heavy, he's going to come up with, oh, "This is an opportunity." <laughs> you know, I like sure. it. Yeah. yeah, it's the three rules, man. Yeah. 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 Where's my opportunity? How can I be successful? And who do I need to surround myself right. with to make sure that success happens? It's simple. Mm-hmm. And it, I guess partly. You know, we talked about it. My dad um, was an amazing guy. Yeah. And from time to time, he was Dick, really, seriously. <laughs> um, but he was an awesome guy, and he was an awesome mentor. Yeah. And when when you see the coolest thing for me, I actually, I love it intense being able to talk with Aaron Gwynn, who's yeah. one of the most dominant downhill riders kind of ever or of this era, and listen to what they talk about in racing. That's something I really always talk to um, Ryan about as mm-hmm. well. Um, actually, before I left KTM and when Ryan was just winning his first outdoor national, I went to Crawfordsville, Crawfordsville just to ask him, like, how do you perfect your craft and how can I learn from that to be successful in business? Because I think it's the same. Mm-hmm. And it's finding that mentality yeah. that success comes from and being able to apply that. I don't care what you're doing. If you're an yeah. athlete, if you're a business person, you know, a preacher in a church, yeah. man, if you got the mindset of a champion, you got to figure out how to hone yeah. in on that and 
surround yourself with I, other people. I like people. the quote that um, your dad, but Dick said. <laughs> I'm going to put a little different spin on it, but it's like. Um, you want to soar with the eagles, don't hang out with the turkeys. That's usually yeah. what he told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Mr. Positive, so right. I was so like, change so it I'm like, hey, if the... I'm going to be around, <laughs> right. e- surround yourself with eagles if you want right. to soar like one. And uh, I never felt like I ever personally soared as an eagle, but I sure as hell tried to surround I, myself with a freaking amazing people. I never would have left KTM if I were you. I would have just kicked back with a big cigar and been like, yeah, bitches, we're winning. And But, <laughs> but when you do that, yeah. Yeah. when you do that, you're dead. Yeah, huh. you're dead. As soon as you feel like I've made it yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. good and right. life is comfortable, like forget right. it, you're dead, and That's then you won't be successful anymore. From, yeah. Uh, before we let you go, Jeff, uh, is there a favorite bike you've designed? Is there is there one that stands out? Well, if you're if I'm in the moment uh-huh. right now, it's um, it's the taser. Is it really? It is the yeah, taser. Yeah, yeah that's wow. my bike of choice. How long from from your idea to paper to, to from paper from your idea to paper yeah. to it took about production. two two and a half years. Yep. Still, where the, we actually were shipping those, yep. and I'll say the first year and a half was pretty lonely <laughs> because even with we we're a pretty core group, like our employees of of pedal guys. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and. It's kind of started there. It was uh, took a while for them to warm up. In fact, I think Chappie, who you met today, yeah. was like the first shop guy, and he's got obviously a strong moto background. Yep, um, was the first guy to go out with me when I actually had two prototype bikes, yeah, and yeah. and then it was no, you know, then I couldn't keep it away from him. Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. then the word got out internally, and then the next sales hey. guys and all. <laughs> but it took a while, yeah. even internally. Well. So I went through that whole that experience even yep. in the development of it and then right. everyone was on board and it was you know any product we make is really a sum you know it's it, the whole is a sum of the parts yep. there's a lot of people involved in making that bike yeah yep. so i don't want to take i don't like taking all the credit for mm-hmm. it it maybe starts here yep. and it's my baby up to a certain point to right. some degree but then there's a whole development team and marketing yep. team and sales and yeah you know, we got a great group of people right now. It's like a core group. That's right. So you being back as CEO at Intense, how long has that been now? Um, it's been a little over a year. Okay. So what's it like rolling the sleeves up and getting back into, Well, you know? um, I'll tell you, um, over the years, I've been a bit of a reluctant businessman, I would say. Um, <laughs> that's I'm, where Jeb I'm, steps in. Yeah, I'm more. <laughs> my I'm, role. I've always Boring been role. more the designer. I could see that with you. Guy, you Earlier know, today, you know. we were sitting here, and you went over to the 450 and started like looking at it. Dude, the like, way that head tube area is, um, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was checking it out right. for sure. I can see that. Um, and it's a beautiful bike for sure. I can Blue appreciate curve. the engineering Blue curve. Yeah, behind it. But anyways, yeah. The so ID. so, um, so where were we? <laughs> <laughs> you were saying you're a reluctant businessman. You're more of a designer. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, over the years, I was, you know, built a pretty strong brand with intense, very authentic. And, you know, the brand always cast kind of this big shadow, but the the actual size of the business of it was mm-hmm. never kind of matched up to the brand itself. So, yep. so honestly, um, and over the years, and as I got to know Jeb and who he was and what he was doing over at KTM, in my mind, the whole time, I'm going, I got to get that guy involved somehow. Yep. And there was this mutual interest and a friendship that kind of built over time. Mm-hmm. But also... That feels uh, premeditated, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Almost creepy. Well, <laughs> yeah, actually, but, you know, it was kind of happening simultaneously in some ways, because it's like... 
at the same time, he was mentoring me yeah. in so many ways. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, you could do this or that, or I was asking questions. And, right. and so, yeah, I hold that at the highest regard. And there was this respect along the way of, you know, like the business side. Plus, he's, he's an awesome writer. He gets the sport. You know, mm-hmm. there's, yeah. there's so much more. Branding, I mean, he's a little bit of everything in a special yep. blend, I'd have to say. And, Jeb, you're like, hey, Jeff, go make magic. Go make taser bikes. Go do that. And, you know, make this brand. I, you know. I, I would say a little bit different. Okay. I actually, yes, he can do that every yep. day, all day long. Right. He can make amazing b- bikes. Um, one of the things I try and challenge him with is coming out of that shell of being a business guy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I get it. Just, I'm learning. I, I, I want to see the reluctant side of the reluctant businessman. I want to drop the reluctant and be, right. be proud of what he's achieved. Sure, and that's sure. Yeah. my role is to help him get to that place where he's proud of the whole business that he's achieved. Yeah, and actually, I'm not going to say that word again after, after this after Appreciate tonight. That. Okay, the all right. We're putting that thing, away. The last time, okay. it's, it's in the past right. because it's all upside and right. looking at the future. And I'm learning a lot, which yeah. is really exciting to me. Um, in, in the sense that, you know, Jeb might say numbers and business comes easy to him. Yep. He's still always trying to improve himself and learn. But at the same time, I could kind of say that on the building and constructing bikes and stuff. Yep. It's kind. I can do that. I've perfected that craft. Yeah. I'm learning something new yeah, now yeah. that's only going to help right. me and the business grow in the future. So. Well, uh, IntenseCycles.com. Um, Pulpamex 10 is the code to save with those guys. I want to thank both of you guys for coming in. Coming up to Vegas, the mountain bike ride. We had a yeah, really fun ride. Time. Outside thank of Danny Stew's uh, issues falling off the bike. It, it, everything else has been good. That was a loose nut behind the handlebars. Yeah. Actually, Danny is an awesome rider because I was behind him. Uh-huh. And every little jump, he's like brodying <laughs> off and doing yeah, yeah, jumps. Yeah. And yeah. A, lot, um, a lot of style uh, there. Yeah, no, it was fun. Thank you for coming up. I pre- Thank you for being involved with the show and, and, and supporting us and helping me out with this taser. Man, it's been fantastic. I've been really loving it. Like I said, uh, 74 miles this week I put in. So it was one of the higher yeah. weeks that I've done recently. Thank you for bringing Christy, too, so I have something to look at, not just you yes, guys. Yes, thank you for yeah. bringing Christy. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, in support of the show, it's, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we're stoked. Stoked yeah, a thank lot. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right, everybody. We're going to go to commercial break here. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Uh, John Eric Burleson, Jeff Steber, uh, they're going to step out, but please support them if you can. They're moto people through and through, and they've got great mountain bikes, obviously. We're going to come back with Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer, Talk Houston, everything else. Uh, Tony Lessie's coming up. Big announcement. Uh, also, the Chisholms, Brittany and Kyle Chisholm. I don't think I mentioned that off the top of the show. They will be in studio uh, in a little bit, and we'll touch on things for that. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be right back after this break. Dude, I think this chick's into me. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer a three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close 
to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview. 
but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brol. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, 
Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. i 
bottom of the deck of promises. Where the cautious loners and emotional. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Peck Show is done by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Got a couple of uh, real fast racers here in studio. Chris Kiefer, Christian Craig. What's up, boys? What? Nope. Rick. 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 <laughs> nope. Still not there. <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to go louder? Uh, I can't hear. You can't hear myself. Yeah, go loud. Hello? 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 No. It's junk. Junk. Oh, here we go. Rick. 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 You there? Okay, we're good now. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Jeff Steber and uh, John, er- John, John Eric Burleson. We're <laughs> we going to edit that out? No, Rick. We're just going to keep going. We don't edit that out. Um, <laughs> That was good. That was fun. Hey, we had a fun ride today. It was good, right? That Christian? was good. It was a it, lot of fun. It was fun, man. Um, put it on the middle, uh, on the uh, trail mode, on the tasers. I'm pretty sure you had it on boost. Thank you. And you were just messing with Thank us. Thank you. No you can't just drop us like that. Dude, I did not drop Going you. down that little slalom thing. He was gone. Thing, gone. Checked out. And I'm on trail. Hey, I'm like, there's no way. Hey, assholes. I know that trail. I'm wide open. I don't so know how am I. It's not, that's not right. Are you chewing gum? You're really chewing gum on a podcast. No. What's up, Zach Osborne? He put he's, he's going to put it underneath the desk yeah. right there. Oh, I'm rolling it right here. <laughs> I got a garbage here. Maybe I should start something. He just straight up put it underneath the desk. That'd have been awesome. I wish he would have done that. I got, I got a garbage here. Um, okay, so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Lots to talk about when it comes to uh, the show tonight. Christian Craig brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, please email sales at, at pivotworks.com. Uh, you can save at Vertex Pistons full full range of two stroke and four stroke pistons and replica high compression and GP style configurations. Did you know, Christian, that Vertex Pistons come stock in every Husqvarna and KTM two stroke? No idea. Well, now you do. Now I do. Vertex Pistons, uh, no matter what brand of bike you ride, it's time to rebuild your top end. Vertex will have you uh, ready to go. So thanks to those guys, and they're bringing you Christian Craig from the uh, Villa, from the... Um the villa? Uh, villa Geico Honda. I got it. I'm looking what at team is that. I, no, I'm looking at my at my my DMs <laughs> here. Uh, from the Geico Honda team, um, and also to Firepower. I want to thank the folks at Firepower. Uh, simply go to FirepowerParts.com. Uh, power past your overpriced OEM battery with a Firepower fueling your adrenaline rush. As a leader and innovator with 50 plus years of experience in power sports, Firepower premium lead acid and lithium batteries save you cash and offer superior performance. Uh, they also have a less expensive uh, chain as well, Japanese quality, 50% less expensive than the competition. Kiefer, you, 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 you've reviewed the Firepower products? I have, and I broke a chain over the weekend, but it wasn't a Firepower. Everybody's been asking me that. So it wasn't a Firepower, it was an RK. Okay. So and just- how's the battery? Awesome. Yep. If you have a YZ250, I know you're Blue Crew. I'm Blue Crew. But there's a problem with the battery. I'm telling you. That's guys. bullshit. 450, 250 guys, get a firepower. Don't worry about the battery. I have one. Has it drained yet? In my bike. Does it start? Fine, firepower. Oh, okay. You're yeah. good then. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Uh, Please check them out. And uh, we thank those guys for coming on board. So, lines are full. Uh, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to Houston. We did a Racer X review podcast. Myself, Jason Thomas, Jason, Jason Wygant. Of course, JT and I did not agree on this. So Webb wins the Triple Crown, uh, puts three more points on Marv, and uh, we're going down. we got four races left. I don't have a problem with anything Marv did that pissed Coop off, and I don't have a problem with anything Coop did to you know knock Marv off and make room for himself to grab the lead and all of that. Like, or to get second, I should say. Christian, any issues with any of those moves that are going on? I mean, obviously, it's going to be high drama. And they're all pissed at each other. Webb kind of apologized after the press conference in Houston. Marv's going to be pissed. And I think Marv, now the gloves are off and Marv can be aggressive with him. But that's a, if, you, if that's you versus uh, Joey Savacci last year, big deal. None of those moves are a big deal. 
No, and I don't have a problem with it, but Marvin was pretty aggressive on the opening lap. Yep. Okay, and okay. I feel like he went out of his way to make a, like a point when he would stuff Cooper. Like he went a little extra, and there's nothing okay. wrong with that. Yep. It's just being aggressive. Yeah, there's, that's fine. Yep. But when you do that to a rider like Cooper, and I've wrote, I've raced with Cooper, and he's like, he doesn't take that. Like he's gonna be like, no, I'm gonna give it back to you, and maybe a okay. little extra. I don't even feel like he did a little extra. I feel like he no, that was yeah. aggressive. Also, aggressive moves. It's super cross. You've passed yep. guys like that and been, been passed by that. Exactly. And so, and I saw as soon as I saw that first lap by Marv, I knew Cooper was going to do something. I knew it. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like so. you could just tell the way he was riding. He got really aggressive, got, really quick. Yep. And you could tell he's looking for a line. He was trying to push where he shouldn't have. And then obviously that that opened up before the sand, and we all saw what happened. Uh, so Kiefer. Yeah. Same. Any, any issues? Uh, no issues. I do feel like, like what he said, Cooper um, bumped up the toughness a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he was looking. I mean, he slammed the rear he, wheel a couple times. The only move that was a little borderline for me was Coop's attempt at with the front end ramming his back end. Yeah. That was a little like. I think it was just like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Like, watch out. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And I think it's a mental game. Yeah, it was. They were both flexing. Yeah. Full flexing. Like. Mar was like, uh-uh, like, I'm going to be aggressive and pass you. And then Coop was like, no, I'm going to win this one. So so what happens now? Marv does – okay, so does Ian Harrison and Alden say, look, guys, no, that's not acceptable. Don't do that again. Or Marv can now – I think Marv can rightly say, hey, gloves are off. I'm not going to – if I Eli Tomac you, like in Boston, that's not cool. But anything short of that, like anything like what we saw on Saturday night, is fine, right? I mean, don't you guys think? I think, I think I don't think they have to say anything. I think both of those guys know what they'll do, no matter if anyone says anything to them. If Ian or Roger come up to them and talk to them, they both know like what's on the line. They know what they can do. They know they got to go back to the truck for whatever they whatever they do. They got to go back to that truck and answer to those two dudes. So when you're racing, you have all that money on the line. You have the prestige. You have mm-hmm. the trophy. You have everything on the line. Yep. That shit's going to happen, no matter if in the same truck or not. Well, let's face it. Webb is not a, a shrinking violet. Webb is an aggressive guy. He's always been oh, that way. Always. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I, mean, I when I did on the column I wrote on the daytime program yep. is, like, Marv knows now. Like, if he has a start and a Cooper's behind him, shit's happening. I'm fine with any of that short of Freeze on Pike, Marvin on Tomac, Bowers on Barsha. Those are all out of line to me. But almost anything else... It's fine with me. It's it's supercross racing. I don't see Cooper doing any of that. I see him doing aggressive passes, but not. That's fine. Not out right? of line. Uh, uh, Anderson on Marv, I thought was out of line. You know, fr- yeah. from uh, San Diego, I think, or Oakland. I can't remember. Yeah, that. until until Vegas. Now Vegas, they're close, mm-hmm. and we have a Sabachi yeah. Osborne deal. That's good, dude. That's, that's gone. That's going to happen. Marv's been unbelievable lately. He had a rough night and still got second. He went down off in the con- he went down in the sand there. He got bumped by Cooper. He crashed uh, uh, off the concrete in the whoops by the poor finish. Like he had a rough night and still got second. Yeah, and I mean, I th- he's already fast, but I think he was trying a little too hard. Yeah, like he wanted it so bad, and that's not a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. he wanted that win so bad, and I think it just it he was out of his comfort zone, and those were the mistakes that that happened. Yeah. Um, and obviously, he still got second, which yeah was pretty amazing. Right. So. Um, so what do you think happens? Uh, I was talking to McAdoo earlier in the week before this, and he was like, you know, what what happens? I was like, if Cooper wins one more main event, I think that's the stamp. 
Okay. Where I think yep. he rides it out. Seventeen, and right he now. knows. Yeah. So I mean, I gotta stick to that. Do you think so. Baker says don't touch each other? Do you think anybody says don't touch each other? Don't touch each other. I, I don't think they do. I don't I, think that's brought up. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's just all fair. It's all. It's all good. Right. Yeah. Um. I heard from people that were around there that Marv didn't go back to the KTM truck after that main event. Marv stayed in the stadium. Webb went back to the truck. They were not. They were kind of told like, hey, don't. Don't confront each other. Yeah, but, I mean, as soon as Cooper came off the bike, he walked and looked for Marvin for a good 30 seconds on TV, and the TV camera followed him around while he was searching for Marv, and then he found him, gave him a quick handshake, turned around, and walked off. So I don't know what Cooper's trying to do there. What right. he's What he's – Right. I don't know. I don't – I have, like, a little rule when okay. I ride. Yep. I don't know. Maybe you can talk about this. Give me 10 to 15 minutes – after I'm done riding, if shit goes down, no matter where I'm at, I need 10 to 15. Because in those 10 to 15, I am like, I'm <laughs> fucked up. I might say some shit. I might do some shit. Right. But give me 15. Yeah. So if you want to go to the truck, give me some time. Yeah. Let them separate for 30, 40 minutes. That's probably good. Right. So they can, you know, cooler heads can prevail later. Right. It uh, it adds a lot to the series, man. We've been waiting for this. Yeah. You know, was- Webb was on our show and said I had to go to those guys and say, hey. Sorry for everything that happened in the past. Uh, my bad. I'm here to learn, and I'm here to work with you guys. And it's taken it's taken 13 rounds, and we have something that Alden's going to have to deal with. Or maybe not. But you guys don't think so. But Yeah, and I think it's tough for Marv being the, the number one guy at Baker's Factory for how many years now. And then he has Cooper coming in, and he knows that he was supposed to be the number one guy still. And then yeah. when this happens, yeah. it's tough. It hurts. It hurts deep down. Um, like... I mean, I don't have anything crazy like similar to that, but I see Chase Sexton, my teammate, where like I've been a little bit above and a little yep. bit faster, and now he's starting to shine, and so it does hurt. Like I feel like, you know, Marv's kind of having that similar yeah. feeling. Yeah. So. Do you? I guess you just said that, but you said it kind of hurts. But do you? When you're the number one guy in the rig, do you feel that all the time? Yeah, I think so, and I think the personnel won't say it, but you're almost favorited in a way mm-hmm. um, yeah I, i've been on a team with langston where he was the number one guy and then reed he was the number one guy um i've never i've never been on a team where someone passed the number one guy yeah see that's where it was always like hey gl's the dude no one right. no, none of none of you guys are gonna be able to beat the GL. second guy was a ways down and, and hey yeah. chad reed good luck beating him dv and timmy you know so yeah, I've never had that chance. You can't go back to, I mean, I can't say with Geico Honda because 250 class, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Right. So I think 450s, they know when yeah. the number one and number two guys are. Well, so. Uh, it's exciting and it should it be is. good. And, and I, I, it was a great race in Houston for sure. Uh, and all right, we, we got open stadiums too coming. We do. Yeah. yeah. JT's on the weather already. Is he? Yeah, he's on the weather already. So, um, man, JT here. Yep. Oh yeah. No, no. There's <laughs> nobody like that does weather like he does. Uh, all right, we got a lot of phone calls. Let's take some phone calls and talk about the situation. And everything else. Thanks to John Eric Brosen and uh, Jeff Steber for coming in. And uh, yeah, we were Taser Army out there today. Fun. It was fantastic. Really fun. Way way more fun than last time I yeah. was here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Do we need to get you a new bike? Do we need? To- uh, yeah, it's fun. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. I like it. <laughs> Danny Stu says he's getting rid of his, his regular bike. Dude, we and, talked and about he, on the way home. Yeah, he, he likes he, it. He says he's on. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Jason's on three. Jason, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. What's going on? Um, so I was going to go over one thing here. So um, the trip over the finish line, right? So I thought that was a good idea because I re- regular, regularly 
early. It would be uh, where the sand is, right? Yeah. So that creates a lot of, I mean, usually a triple is just a, we're, it's a follow the leader kind of thing. And this, the sand kind of creates a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of good passing opportunities. Uh, I thought the the sand was cool, right? Sand was a good? No? Oh, uh, Christian's yeah, not agreeing. I just don't like walls in the sand. So I think they all kind of fuddled in, and then they all kind of did the same thing. But coming out, it was it was interesting, like how if you had momentum to come out of that sand, how much it helped, and you would pull the next guy behind mm-hmm. you. So I'm not cool with sand corners in Supercross, but I'm cool yeah. with, like, you know, I guess the You know what's funny in practice is so many guys were trying to hit it at an angle and get set up for the turn, right? Okay, and they would just yeah. land and go left and hang a left and go out through the top, <laughs> like, because they were... They're going ready to too turn. far, and yeah. then as soon yeah. as they landed, they just shot off the track. I thought Fernandez so. had a good line in the heat race where he started going around that bump. Yeah, but then it was going, it was getting pushed too out yeah, far. Yeah. And went, I was like, I, I was thought thinking, that would develop, but it never did. In practice, I'm like, why doesn't somebody just grab a gear and pin it and go right outside that berm? Because yeah. well, yeah, so uh, yeah, all right. Anything else? Uh, one other thing. So on the broadcast, um, Ricky and uh, oh, here we go. Ricky's talking Rick? to Ralph, and they're they got. On the screen, there it's Bogle and, and Sealy, and Bogle has just passed Sealy, and they cut, and then they cut to what's going on the track, and they're saying that Sealy's gaining on Bogle, but that's not what's happening, you know. And they always say they're trying to uh, uh, try to talk to the casual viewer. Right. Um, I, I, if you're a casual viewer, you got to be very uh, like confused if you don't know who these guys are. I think a casual viewer is confused every single Saturday night. I really do. I'm telling you, yeah. people, Marks, do I say to you, Marks, do I say, hey, Marks, get a bunch of calls from people who are, are not happy with the broadcast. Have I ever said that to you? Uh, have you ever said that to me? Yes. Get a bunch of calls <laughs> that are upset about the broadcast. No. People no. are upset about the broadcast. We I think, think everybody's so hypersensitive Every Monday on it, night, yeah. these guys call in. I mean, give these guys too. somewhat of a break. Yeah, Twitter's bad. Twitter's blown up. But that's what everyone does for fun. Let's just talk <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, we yeah. got to throw some positivity i mean it's got to be tough right you know i'm sure it's harder than we think it is yeah probably uh thanks for the call man appreciate it i thought it was a good broadcast but uh thanks guys have a good show thank you appreciate it you know what this guy here i don't even know what this guy who is this guy zane zane you've been on hold for an hour 35 minutes right damn yes sir all right we're gonna give you the fly racing ogo uh layover and backpack is that cool that is awesome. Okay, because I, I really appreciate you being on hold for an hour and thirty-five. Like, good. Oh yeah, it's my first time actually ever to call in. Well, fuck, man. I mean, you gotta get a life. Like, you can't stay on hold for an hour and thirty-five. <laughs> Welcome to the show, oh, man. Well, you gotta get a life. No, I'm just saying, dude. You gotta, you gotta figure it out. But, anyways, what, what's up, man? So, well, it's kind of beating a dead horse with the broadcast. Oh, here we go. <laughs> NASCAR. I know, I know. The guy before me just had to steal it. I mean, yeah. But. The, the NASCAR guy was on there. Marv pulls a pass around, I think, Sealy in the second gangbang. Mm-hmm. Around the outside on the high burn. Like, Sealy already went high on the high line. Marv goes around the outside. Beautiful pass. Like, didn't put his foot down, nothing. And the broadcast never, like, Ricky never says a word. Rick. The NASCAR guy makes two comments about it to say something about it. Because it was a good pass. Yeah. Like, the NASCAR guy did a better job than Ricky. Like, yeah, the NASCAR guy was good. Ricky Stanhouse Jr. He was he was good in there. I, I thought. Yeah, like I was like, wait, who is this guy? I thought they were trying to trying somebody out new for the for mm-hmm. the weekend, like because he actually made a lot of good points, and Ricky and them just missed on all of them. I thought but it was. You get that guy though. It was cool that he was there. He he knew a lot about the sport. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I guess he's a mega fan. Yeah, I heard from the people but there. I also know way more about Bristol than I prepared to. I want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I, yes. don't, I don't care about the cushion up on top of the thing. I don't yeah, care about yeah, the cushion. Yeah, yeah. I care about ruts and Dude, bumps and shit that I'm watching. I, honestly, it's been better, but holy fuck, when they were on Fox, how bad did they gargle the NASCAR They were guys? gargling NASCAR hard. Yeah, but normally it was like almost every weekend, Ralph would be like, uh, fucking Jim Bob Cooter watching from his motorhome. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're live in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. Like I'm like, fuck, nobody cares, bro. Ricky yeah. Ricky Bobby hit the fucking, he, he missed the brakes and hit the wall. But did you notice how Ricky, when, when Stenhouse was talking, how he kept asking questions about NASCAR? Like, he really wanted to know, like, these <laughs> questions. Like, screw the race. I want to know yeah, about your life yeah, right maybe. now. Uh, thanks for calling, Zane. Stay on hold, okay? We'll get your information for that. I appreciate it. No Thank problem. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Tony's on. Tony wants to talk about DV. Tony, you want to talk about DV? I, I do want to talk about DV, but I actually called to talk to Jeff from Intense. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I just, yeah, I just got off a flight. I heard he left. But uh, Intense makes the most, well, they used to make the most awesome BMX bike frames, and I wanted to ask him why they stopped doing it. I won a national championship on an Intense bike frame. Oh, sweet, bro. I mean, just the greatest bikes ever made. Rigid, amazing. I mean, super expensive and out of, like, most people's price range, but, yeah, totally had the red number plate on an Intense frame, so I was going to ask him about it, and I'm sorry I missed it. Okay. However, yep. However, on the uh, Cooper Webb front, Everyone kind of soft pedals it now that he's kind of winning, and everyone's kind of like, "Yeah, I'm kind of on the the the, the web wagon." That the, the shit that they put on TV, that stupid graphic that like they put up on on uh, Supercross nights. But you were the original Cooper Web web wagon guy. 2016, you and DV, uh-huh. he was your co-host on one of your podcasts. You said. This is the guy. I think this kid's got it. I think this kid can win a 450 national championship. And uh, DV said, DV said, long shot, not a chance. Really? Fucking happen. Can, can we get, you can, called can, it. Hey, can, get, give me a timestamp of that and Twitter me or tweet me or, or send an email. I want to send that to DV. I will. I was on a road trip back from, I don't know where, like uh, Atlanta last week. And I literally listened to it. And it was funny how quickly dv shit on it and said long shot yeah, and it made me think of grant language because i'm new to moto right, right so right, i'm right. going well I'm just going another example time. of me being ahead of the time you know just you another three, example three three years ahead of the time yeah, everyone that, else that, now christian? is kind of piling on yeah, yeah see that christian see where i was I think uh, well done stevie thank you appreciate it thanks for calling man anybody want to go to the right, live guys. show right. from uh, mec and take that timestamp and i can shove it up your ass <laughs> well my timestamp was from from earlier so um all right let's go to six uh eric what's up man how are you good how are you guys good what's going on nothing i just wanted to thank uh you guys you steve and chris Kiefer for uh i won the palpam x uh wusa wheel deal nice. oh yeah uh Kiefer picked your yeah. entry uh good god where your, bike, your, yeah. your, your wheels were bad and hey. then hey firepower sent yeah. you a chain right yeah, and uh, Randy hooked me up with tires too. Wow! I just mounted the front, and it went on. It went on. It's the easiest tire I've, I've e- ever mounted. Easier mounting. Let Easier me, mounting. Let me just tell you something. Feature. I took a lot of shrapnel for you, you did. dude. You did because people were pissed I, off at yeah, me because fuck that guy. He doesn't take care of his shit. He doesn't give a shit about anything. I'm like, look, dude. The dude must ride his dirt bike. That's what I care about. You yeah. rode your dirt bike. You didn't give a shit, which I kind of liked that a little bit, and you didn't bitch until this 
contest came up and yeah. you won, so I yeah. thought it was cool. No, thanks to WUSA for doing that. John down there, a great guy. You can use a code to save at WUSA.com. People don't understand. They think it's just like talons and, and super expensive wheels, but you can just get your stock ones rebuilt. It's, right. it's, use your stock hubs. John did an awesome job, man. It's These things, I don't even want to ride the bike. It's so nice, but... Well, thanks to Firepower. Yeah. Thanks to Michelin, of course. Thank you, WUSA. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, thank, thank you. you. Called, I called Webb. I called Webb. I knew it. <laughs> you don't even remember. Then you shit on him later. I shit on him. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. All right. Uh, hey, Christian, 250 class, of course, where, where you should be if, um, no, well, not West, but but if everything worked out. Uh, AC's making it interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Adam, for doing this. What did you make of the reach out in the air? I didn't see that until a slow-mo replay like a day later, and I right. was I was pretty impressed with that. <laughs> um, no, but the whole, like, those two guys, I mean... That's going to be interesting all the way down to Vegas, just because you get these two guys that don't play it safe, really. Right. They both send it. <laughs> they do, and yeah. And they don't really care. They just want to win, and they don't care about the points during. So, man, that was that was a good race, and Ferrandis is on a roll now. So Adam, look, I, I th- is it okay, is it help or hurt that there's a week off right now for Adam? I think it helps Adam, and I okay. think it kind Hurts. of stalls Dylan a little yeah, bit, just because he wants to keep going now. Right, so. right. I think it's going to benefit Adam. What's your take on that rivalry? I, do you still like Adam? I think I do. I feel like Adam's got more speed. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah. yeah. I would still say Adam just because Dylan has showed that he can win, but he showed that yeah. he can get a bad start also, and it's tough for him to come through the pack or he'll make a mistake or right. something like I mean, that, Adam so. in the last one ripped through the pack very good. That and was he, and he impressive. Went, yeah. He's got the most speed, I think, but... You're not saying it's because of DV and you broke up and now DV no, is friends. No, and I still, I still like DV quite I know, a bit. I'm kidding. I'm like I, go, I live by that thing he says on here, his drop. What is it? The thing he, Shit. yeah. I literally, like, that's what I tell people too. Like, right. you have to live by that if you want to make it in this sport. So can we play that drop, please? I don't know if he can hear us. The DV drop. Uh-oh, now it's on. Now his head, headphones are on. Just uh, a quick one. Yeah. Wake you, up, Supercross. Eat, Supercross. Shit, Supercross, <laughs> fuck Supercross, <laughs> and sleep Supercross. <laughs> That's me laughing in the background. Is it? Yeah, yeah I'm just well, it, it. it was AC. It was Adam who was here when he was told, telling him that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because I was next to him, and I'm okay. laughing yeah. my balls he off. He was telling Adam Cincerillo that. Like, that's yeah. what you need to do. And maybe that's what Adam started doing, because look <laughs> well, at him. I know, <laughs> I know, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that series, the, 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 the noose is getting tighter on AC, I think, but he, I think he'll pull through. I like his speed and everything else, uh, you know, but... He had an eventful uh, two gangbangs. Uh, first one he ran off with, of course. So I think he has the most raw speed between yep. the two of them. Yep. And they both haven't won a championship, mm-hmm. so that's all new to them. Mm-hmm. And I think for simple fact of Ferrandis has a fast bike. I know how fast that bike is. And AC's bike's not no slouch yeah. either. But You know, it's interesting that Peyton has given, to me twice, he's given Ivan Tedesco a lot of credit for developing that bike. And... I've heard that for years, how good Ivan is with Tess. Even mm-hmm. when he was racing, how yep. good he was. Right. So. Um, uh, okay, so can either one of you, you've raced Supercross and made main events before, and you've raced at the highest level, and you have won a Supercross, and you are still very fast. And I won four Manitoba Tomac championships. Missed a fifth by two points. Does anyone here know why Eli Tomac did that in the first round race at the finish? Okay, I don't even know what he did. What did he do? We got. We got to. Sh- we got to show you the replay. Do, do you know? I didn't see that either. What, what, what are you talking about? The Marvin Moose can when he let Marvin by when Marvin got by him at the finish. I don't think he let him by. 
I think he here's what I think. I think he thought the transponder was lower, like oh, it normally okay, is. Oh, okay, to finish. Now I know what you're talking and about. And I think he lit off thinking, hey, I already I hit the base of the jump. I'm good. Because that's usually where they have the transponder, right? Is it low? I have a theory for this whole Go ahead. Tomac thing. The whole year, you mean? Most of it. Okay. What is okay, it? the ones that where he's up front and he drops back, I think he's pushing really hard at first, and he tightens up, and he gets hard pump. Yeah. In this last one, in the first whenever he went backwards, mm-hmm. and I could tell he was holding onto the bike different. He was riding stiff, mm-hmm. and even when he let Marvin pass him, I think he was so locked up with his arms that he didn't feel safe jumping the triple. So he's like, I'm going to come around that corner, and I'm going to roll it because I'm just yeah. so tight, and then he obviously loosened up throughout the night, uh-huh. but I think that's what he's dealing with right now, and yeah. it's, it's, it's just it's, talk, it's but the, who knows? No, it's, I it's don't Eli Tomac, yeah. so he's... One badass rider, so absolutely, and, to, uh, and you know he's a guy who's won seventeen Supercars the last two years, and he's got three this year. He's not going to win this title, um, and it's been a bizarre year. It has been I, I don't I can't understand it. And then the second or the third gangbang, he kills it, gets yeah. second, rides great, and on practice, I don't know if either and you guys watch practice. He was absolutely flying. He was shredding. Kenny got the best time, but Eli was phenomenal. Like. I can't figure it out, man. Well, that makes sense what Christian said then. If his third gangbang was the best, maybe his he arm pump worked up, it up. Yeah. And he, the, by yeah. the third one, he was comfy. How and are you getting arm pump, forward. though? If you're Everybody gets arm pump. It's how you deal with it. Okay. Are you taking deep enough breaths over the over the triples? Yeah. yeah. Or if he's already going backwards, it's going to make it worse. If you're yeah, getting passed you by someone, then you're it, like, yeah, yeah. oh, no. You know, it's just Marv passed him twice. When's that ever happen? See, Marv yeah, fell and, and passed him. And that's not normal with Eli. No, hell no. Uh... Paul Mechshop presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. We got the uh, BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. X brand goggle tear offs. Uh, Brittany and Kyle Chisholm will be here in, in a little bit. Tony Alessi will be on. Got big news coming. Looking forward to that. <laughs> Crickets. What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, also, too, we got the Race Tech rant of the night. Uh, I, I'm angry. I already said it, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll mention that later. What Can I, we, what yeah, I, I got a rant. I want uh, a rant, too. Okay. Right now or later? Sure. No, let's do it later. Okay. Hold on. I, we got a lot of phone calls. We got to yeah. get into, into phone calls here. Uh, Jim, what's up, man? How are you? Good. Uh, about the Tomac issue. You know, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and I was a big Tomac fan, and he's let me down like the Cleveland Browns. Oh, boy. Stop it's it. really it's sad. Bad, he's won. It's really sad. And you can't, you know, you're talking about arm pump. How does this guy go out there and annihilate everybody at Daytona? He's comfortable. Okay. He's comfortable. You know, yeah. And, 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 no, I, ain't, I just ain't okay. buying it. Uh, Jim, Jim he falls Jim. down, you know. Uh, and another thing, enough with him. Who's pointing out of the two fifties this year? Uh, nobody, nobody, nobody is. is? At all. No, no, nobody will <laughs> ever point out. Nobody will it. ever point out. Marty and Savachi were on the verge of pointing out two years ago. They changed the rules halfway through the season. Okay. Is Marty pointing out? No. He's in again. Because yeah. I thought they talked about it during the uh, broadcast that somebody was pointing. Well, McElrath is supposed to point out, but he's taking a dive, so he doesn't point out. Oh, is that who they're talking about, McElrath? I don't know. I don't remember that part. Are you pissed off at him for doing that, though? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I am, yeah. Why? It's bullshit. Why? Are you a racer or not? Yes. Okay, race. Right. Okay, but race. you have to make a living, correct? Hold on. Let me finish this thought. Do you think McElrath... If he were to point out, do you think McElrath is showing up at A1 in a van with a bike? Do you not think he gets a salary from, from a 450 ride? Yes. Not a good one. What's a good one? I mean, what's he going to take? 
Tell me what's available. What's Baggett's teammate? How's that? Is that is that a spot? That's a factory bike. That's not a guarantee either. How's about how about Honda? Sealy's contract is up. That's not a guarantee because what if AC moves up and Honda takes? Okay, them? so the whole life, just don't go out on that ledge. Just take your guaranteed money. You could make five times the money in 450 class if you're good. Mm. Sure, you can. Mm. First year? I'm not saying first year. I'm saying in, in, if. In, if you keep going. A lot going. of ifs. Do you believe in yourself or not? Of course. Apparently not. No, of course you do. But if you're not going to win the title and a team presents something. He's going to miss four of nine rounds. Hold on. By sitting out. Listen to what I'm saying. If he wins those four races, how much you get for a win? 100 grand? 50 grand? What's 250 there. 50 grand? Okay. If 100 grand all in. Let's say 100 grand all in. 75 grand all in? For 250? Yeah. Yeah, let's just say 75. Why is he being weird like that? <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to talk about what people get money-wise. Can you give me an area, a range? 70, 50, can you you're, you're in the range. Okay. 50. Okay. He's going to give up $200,000 potentially. He could win a races. McElrath can win races. On a 250? Yeah. Okay. He's going to give up $200,000 because he's missing four races. He, but, a shot at $200,000. Okay, he has a back problem. What if he genuinely has a back problem and it's preventing him to get that win? Maybe he's going to be a third, fourth place guy and then he's going to point out and not win the title and fuck him for 450 now hold on a second before you start ranting on me. This is a, my race deck. The rant. team presents something here, Shane. Chill down. I have another contract for you. You're going to make this much money. Yeah. It's guaranteed yeah. money, yep. and you yep. high possibility right. you will win a championship next year. Yep. As a racer, okay. Why not take that? Okay. You're making money. Okay. You're going to race a, let, a, a let, good dirt bike. Let me know when I can talk. And. You win a championship next year, and then maybe you get that big 450 ride and contract that you're talking about. I don't blame the guy. Did you, and be honest here, okay. did you think Joey Savacci would be as good as he has this year? Fastest qualifier, one heat race, fourth places? No. What's the difference between McElrath and Joey Savacci? I see more upside to Joey moving up to 450. And Joey, oh, shocker. Shocker. You hold do. on. No, and Joey was in 250 class longer. Uh, not much. Uh, Christian, what's the difference between McElrath and Savacci? Not a whole lot. No, I would thank say. you. Thank I would you. almost give the upper hand on McElrath on 450. His smooth style, mm-hmm. but what do you I know? seriously don't have a problem the, with what he's doing. Dean, the, of course you don't. No 250 <laughs> rider does. I'm not pointing uh, out. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. Dean Wilson, uh, what's Dean Wilson done? Uh, he was in a van, in a sprinter, and worked his balls off, and he's now on a factory bike, and he's staying there for outdoors, and has had a great season. He's fifth overall right now, or maybe sixth in points. And he's killing himself. But don't, all, don't mean, you it. always talk about these good guys in 450 not even having a ride? All these guys that may not have a Again, ride. Again, McElrath is not going to show up in a pickup truck. He will have a ride. He's good. He's very good rider. He's not going to ha- show up in a pickup truck. Yeah, what about just... Malcolm Stewart when he won his title and he had to go 450? He had nothing. Okay. Everyone was like, what's he going to do outdoors? How can I hire Malcolm Stewart for outdoors? How can I hire him? He has done nothing for outdoors. He doesn't even want to ride he outdoors. He a title and... Just hard saying, not to get anything. I know that part of it, but McElroy—I mean, McElroy's been there long enough. Like, okay, but as, as just Mick Way pointed out, I get it. Just I understand point what out, you're man. saying, but as a guy who likes money, and you like money, right? I like money. Okay, why would you turn it down? Guaranteed money. Why don't you go for the ring? Because it's not guaranteed right now. Okay, well, guess what? Next year, when he takes that two hundred thousand dollars salary, it's probably making about two hundred. What'd you say? Why do you have to look at me? Because <laughs> you, you know more about the you know more about. I don't know anything about his <laughs> contract. He's in the 200 range. What'd you say? I mean, for a title contender, yeah, probably. Okay, thank you. 
So Shane, take your two hundred thousand dollars for next year, and let's see how that goes. Oh, you got hurt again. Oh, what do you know? Like, what? you act like this is like guaranteed. Like the two hundred thousand dollars is just so good. Like, dude, you can make. It's two hundred thousand dollars. He can make ten times that in in the four fifty class. Joey Savacci right now. You think Joey's? You think Joey's sitting there going, "God damn it, I should be back in two fifties." You think Joey says that? Let's say he. Okay, let's say he gets pointed out th- this year. What do you think his four fifty contract for next year would be? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars? I don't think no, so. No, it won't be. Right. But he can get gear money, and a base. If depends what the team does. Maybe not. Justin Brayton, Moto Concepts, says he's made more money last year than he's made in his whole career. Because they have a highly incentivized contract, and if you go there and you put in good results, you get seriously paid, and you get to keep your gear money. But you don't think the man coming up here would hire him, Tony Lesson? Look, uh, Jim, I blame you for all of this contract, all this talk right no! now. Jim's still on. No. Yeah. Hey, how how many? Uh, what's when's Tomac's contract up? I think he's another year. Another year? Yeah, I think he's another year. So who do you think's going to Honda? I think Joey's going to Honda. Savachi? I do. Really? I do. I think AC really? goes to 450. AC goes to 450s, and Joey goes to Honda. What wow. do you think, Chris? Yeah, because Kawasaki doesn't want to lose everything they have in them. I don't think they'll let go of AC. I think they'll ride him. Right. Yeah, but you check. don't think Adam stays down another year and defends I, his title? I don't know. I'm not hey, one that. more thing, Steve. Who's, yep. who's going to do the outdoors? Like in like, I got Marvin. Oh, who's going to win? Uh, I'll go Tomac. Yeah. So. I'll still go Tomac. Mm. Uh, but now, if Tomac doesn't win the outdoors, you think they'll let him go? No. After that. No, they don't, because who no. they're going to get in that caliber? Jason Anderson is signed. Marvin is signed. Kenny Roxon is signed. Wow. Well, here's the problem with him. He's getting worse every year. Like Easy you on that, Jim. Your, Jim, you're, you're your acting, Houston show. Jim, you're acting, like, you're, you're acting like Tomac is like uh, Easy Cleveland Browns. Like, uh, like, uh, you know, like Alex Ray here. Like he, He's still very good. It's not well, Johnny Manziel. I listened to your Houston show this morning. It uh-huh. said he was 50-50. One guy is saying he's 80% losing it. He wasn't that way last year. He wasn't. You're right. It's worse. What's going to happen next year? Well, we don't know. Maybe, it's that may- girl. What about the girl that came into his life? I don't know about his girl, but Kiefer says home life is is the is this fine. So. I don't know his. I don't know about Tomac's home life at all. Okay, all right. Not it's it's reclusive. How's Christian's home it's reclusive. Life? How's That's Christian's solid. Okay, all right. Solid. Uh, thanks, Jim. Appreciate it, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys rock. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it, Jim's. Fired. You know, I, I like that though. I like the passion. That's a Browns fan, right but, there. But I like the passion that Eli Tomac is Jim's favorite rider. Mm-hmm. And 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 he's passionate about his results and he cares. I like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, and this goes to too. Like, look, Shane McElrath, He's a really good dude. Excellent guy. And uh, I'm sure he has fans out there. Like, what if Jim was a Shane McElrath fan and he's sitting back there and his guy is just no showing these races, just no showing. And you know he's Fabi fine to race. He raced Daytona with this back injury. He raced the 450 class in Daytona. So what if you're Jim and you're like a huge McElrath fan and you're just like, oh, hey, look at my guy. You understand if you're a fan. Oh, you do? Yeah. You think Jim understands? Jim's an exception. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hold on. We're going to go to uh, Garrett. What's up, man? How are you? Garrett. Hey, how are you doing, Steve? What's up, buddy? How are you? Good, man. Hey, so something that we're doing lately, people need to understand, is this Yamaha raffle thing, this LCQ challenge. Uh, so we, yeah, thanks to you folks at Yamaha, we're giving away a YZ450. It's twenty bucks uh, to win a raffle t- to, to, for a raffle ticket. You can win a Yamaha 450 that's tuned up by Roost, Guts, Firepower, Race Tech, FXR is going to give some stuff away. Michelin is giving a set of tires away. Vortex is stepping up, so it's all done up. It's twenty bucks. 
Uh, Adam and Thignap is leading the points. I think Tyler is second. I don't know who's third. I forget. Actually, SwissCore didn't add the points up this week. But um, So, Garrett, you are with Privateer Connection? Uh, privateerlife.mx. My bad. Yes, got that. Um, and we, I've donated to you guys before, and it's a really cool deal that you guys are doing. You're helping out privateers in, in, in local races. Uh, it's been a, a great thing for you. And so you are going to buy a ticket for $100? Yes. We're, so, you know, a couple weeks ago I heard our man Darkside call in, and he put up 100 bucks towards the Privateer Challenge Yamaha 450. And, uh, you know, and, and the first caller that calls in to match it, he'll yeah. give them their tickets. And uh, I reached out to, to Darkside and make sure I wasn't stepping on any toes. And, you know, he and I are pretty good friends, so – he said, yeah, no, I have no problem with it. So I, yeah, I wanted awesome. to do the same thing. So uh, I talked to Travis uh, Marks earlier. We've yeah. already put our, our 100 bucks in for the night. So the first caller, I guess, that, that calls in and, and, uh, or, or does the 100 bucks themselves, we'll match it. And we'll awesome. give them our ticket. So, Marks, you can keep track of this, right, the ticket, the, the raffle number. You've already paid, right, uh, Garrett? Yes, so you, you bought the tickets. Um, so, yeah, if you you can have Garrett's tickets if you want to spend $100 in raffle tickets. The first one to come in right now with $100 gets Garrett's tickets. So you double, you double your donations. You get 10 tickets in the raffle as opposed to five. So um, that's awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yep. And so Entignap with Brayton and Readout, Entignap made the main again. He rode very well. He might lose this thing. Uh, it's kind of crazy because it's it's pretty awesome because Addy and, and his brother Tyler have helped us out with with pulling names out of the hat uh, during the nationals over the summer and and getting involved. But I, man, I, I'm I'm pulling for him to pull to get that money. But God, he keeps well, making mains. So. He keeps making mains. The the little bastard. God. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, thanks to Yamaha, thanks to all the companies, thanks to you people for doing it. I think it's over twenty three grand right now. So that's what's what's eighty percent of twenty three grand. Eighteen. Seventeen, seventeen thousand. Yeah. So that's what the winner is going to get right now. It's seventeen grand. Wow, the money. That's awesome. So um, it's really cool. All the money goes to privateers. Thanks to Yamaha for doing this, Bluker. Uh, thanks, Garrett. Appreciate it, man. All right. All right. Good talking to you again, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, that's Garrett from uh, PrivateerLifeMX.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Uh, Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer in studio. Uh, my intense Taser Army members, <laughs> teammates, teammates. It's great. I'm not a teammate. I don't no, got one. I'm a teammate. Yeah, he's 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 an intense guy. Uh, Christian, good luck in four for the outdoors this year. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. You say something like that. You're not doing it. I'm contracted to race two fifty. And will you be? So you're going to race the last two supercrosses? We think that's the we plan. hope. Yeah, your hand is better, but it's better. It's not a hundred percent. We booked the flights to New York, so I think I'm going to okay. try to race. All right, and I'm going to actually finish this time. Yeah. And not dislocate my thumb like last time in Minneapolis. Uh, so. We had Connor Fields in here. He wor- was working with you yeah. and, uh, and came in on studio. And, and I like that thing. That was really cool, uh, working with you on that kind of stuff. And it was a shame it never got started, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, we're still getting started. So, yep. Yep. I mean, it's just taking a lot long, right. longer than we thought. And no Glenn Helen on the schedule. I mean, so you'll be fine. fine with that. I still practice there every week, but the race, <laughs> some something at the race yeah. just doesn't like me. Yep. And... I'm not the only one. Wilson has had some bad luck there. I yeah. think he's tore ACL there. And, and I guess this last week, week, last week, I was at Glen Helen and I see two people down down Mount St. Helen, which oh, is pretty bad. God. And uh, I guess Dean landed on some lady that was really going really slow down the hill, and A I didn't lady, see really. it. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't really want to go down the hill at the time, so she was going really slow, and he just went over, and something happened. But they got together and. 
I mean, luckily Dean was okay. Was and she okay? I think they both got up and were okay, but yeah. man, it's something that that, that track just wants to haunt us, I guess. But I, just, I mean, I don't dude, know. I don't like that place. I don't like how they're just money hungry. Then it doesn't seem like the flaggers know no what they're doing. No flaggers there on Thursdays, which there's. 65s, there's 85s and 450s Quads, riding there. The, the water so. that faces the jumps. I've been there when they're like the guy spraying the face of a hard pack jump with it's water. Tough. You're just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, but, don't they don't they know all this? They, they don't care, I guess. They're just money. When I money's don't know, coming, but in. I mean, we test there, so it's good yeah. to test on. Yeah, yeah. it's a good check to test. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get some more. Uh, uh, Christian, what do you think of the triple crown format? I love it. You love it? I've liked it since uh, this last year when they started. I think yep. I podiumed the first triple crown they did. So. And it wasn't just because of my result. I just I liked. Say, oh, right, right. I liked the idea and the sprint that you have to do every time. So, right. uh, Todd, you want to talk about triple crowns? I do. Yes. Thanks for taking my call. First of all, um, so every time I hear people talking about the triple crowns, it's always insiders, people that go to the races all the time, or yep. people that watch the races. Never have I heard the you know what someone that doesn't really go that often think about it, mm-hmm. and so. Me and a couple of my friends, and you know, we took our wives up to Detroit Supercross, and that was my my wife's first time seeing the Triple Crown. Mm-hmm. And when she was explaining it to her friends, she was like, "Oh, there's going to be the last chance qualifier and all this stuff." And I was explaining to her, "No, there's not going to be that. This is the Triple Crown." And she was kind of bummed on it, and she oh really okay liked watching the LCQ and like watching all the carnage and stuff like that. <laughs> where I'm a you know, I'm a former pro, so I enjoy the Triple Crown because I like watching the top guys out there all the time. Like, for me, the semis and the LCQs were kind of like my time to get up and go grab a drink or something like that and then come back for the mains. So I like all three motos going at it. But she, you know, I don't know. She liked it, but she definitely liked the regular format and watching, like, the LCQ and stuff more than just watching all three mains with all top quality guys you know what i mean uh i get that i get that and also too like the third the third gangbang Ferrandis knew that nichols was out in front and Ferrandis is like i knew i didn't have to win like colt was like so you do have that you you have that where Ferrandis is like hey i'm gonna do laps in second you do laps in first and and we don't worry about it so that is a drawback of, of, of the triple crown format but i mean overall i like it i get the people be you know what i like at the in stadium they have the overalls changing all the time. Oh, they do. Yeah, so you see. Yeah, virtual. Yeah, on the left side of the scoreboard, the jumbotron, yeah. you see the overalls going up and down. So mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, th- you know, this guy needs that guy or whatever. So, um, so that part's good. That's great. You know, um, but I get it. Yeah, for 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 an average fan. You know? I, uh, yeah, I think a fan that doesn't watch it that much, say like his girlfriend or wife. Yep, she likes to see. <laughs> the carnage, right? Which is a lot of people. People yeah. love seeing that, Else, but then yeah. you get fans that watch every week, Dude, and they don't. They don't want to see that. You've heard because you, they've been in there. You've listened to the show. My theory: start the night with the four fifty LCQ. <laughs> start the night saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, four of these animals are going to come out of here alive and go to the main event." Force four because you, we've all seen these races; they're phenomenal yeah. for the most part. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started. Four of these animals are going to be let loose into the main event. Please cheer. Watch this guy in fifth on the last lap just torpedo the shit out of the dude in fourth. And, and that, folks, is entertainment. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's what I would do. I would 100% do that. So, hey, uh, uh, Todd, is this Todd? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Todd. All right, Todd. So um, you want a firepower chain or a firepower battery? Oh, I wish, man. I was paralyzed in a motocross accident, so I don't mm. ride anymore. Well, that's, have, um, that's a shame. 
Do you need a battery for the I wheelchair know. at all? Is the wheelchair powered? Anything like that? It is not okay, powered. Okay, damn it. it is all right. Do you guys have anything that's not like, yeah. goes on a third bike? Yeah, bro. What do you What do you want? What What can we get you? Like clothes? Uh, yeah, clothes are great. I'd, I'd rock something, definitely. Uh, anything else that you can think of? I just threw clothes out there, but like. How about a, how about a, a CC shirt? Or a Pulp Max shirt, too. I would definitely. My wife's sitting right here, and she's a huge. I don't know if she likes Christian or Paige more. <laughs> I like Paige better. Usually it's Paige. Yeah, so I like Paige okay. better myself. All right, listen. Uh, we're going to give you some clothes, okay? So uh, yeah. stay on hold. Uh, you'll get a Kiefer shirt, a Christian Craig shirt. You'll get a. Uh, can you get a Christian Craig shirt? Yeah. Okay. And a Pulp Max shirt. Uh, we'll send you all of that stuff. Uh, thanks for waiting on hold for a while, man, and thanks for calling. Awesome. Thank you guys so uh, much. See you guys at Nashville this weekend. Sounds good, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, Nashville coming up this weekend. Honky Tonkville. That'd be fun. Should be good. Um, Kylie, what's up, man? How are you? Kylie. Hey, good. Thanks. How are you guys doing? Good. What's happening? Good. Um, so I was just wondering if uh, you had had an opinion on uh, Courtney Lloyd resigning from I saw that. The manager. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's, uh, Marilyn, Bastido, uh, Marilyn Bastido from the CMA is garbage. CMA is garbage. She's garbage. She needs to leave the sport. Uh, she's super old, so hopefully that happens soon. Uh, until then, the the, the, the the whole Disney Nations Canadian team is a fucking clown, so, clown show. So, Oh, yeah, we're, you know, we're like, fucked. Yeah, like, we're fucked. No, no team's going to go now. Yeah, yeah like, great, great work, Marilyn. Courtney kind of – sorry sorry to interrupt there. Uh, like, Courtney kind of is – Team Canada in a in a way like in the last few years you know what I mean and and dude Maryland a, a lot of people yeah yeah a lot, a lot of people are bummed about it and uh, uh, yeah. yeah I was just wondering if you if you saw it if, yeah, if uh, I, I saw that Courtney did a great job for sure and uh, and Maryland's garbage and the CMA is garbage and now Canada motocross fans are fucked once again they've been fucked for a long time <laughs> until kind of Galdi started it and then Galdi got fired and now Courtney took that took that mantle and did a great job with it and now we're fucked again because of Maryland because of CMA. We're screwed. Yeah, it's, it's just a bummer. Like, I, how, like, is there anything anybody like? How do we, how do we how do we change it? Like, you you, you saw the you the release dude, made, dude. You can't because Marilyn uh. Marilyn Marilyn is embedded with all the old fucks over in Switzerland, and she's embedded with the FIM, and she was the vice president, I think, for a while. So they're all just in bed with each other, and, and it's encounters with the FIM and, and jerking tickle around and jerking. Cade Clayson around and all of that shit, and Maryland's right in with those fucking idiots, and it'll never change because I've talked to people from FIM and been like, hey, look, she is holding down our country. She is hurting the country's this nation's effort. They do not care, bro. They don't care. Hmm. They don't care about Canada. They don't, all they care about is Maryland, and Maryland doesn't care about motocross in Canada at all. So, yeah, we're all fuckered. No, oh, you're crushing me. Yep. Sorry, bud. Uh, <laughs> Th- thank you. All right, no problem. Appreciate um, it. Thank you. Yeah, th- uh, thank you. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> He's thinking about another question. I, I mean, I don't know how much I, no, plainer I, I could have yeah, been. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because the... the Didn't jet, she stepped down or she got jacked? Mar- uh, Courtney? Courtney? No, she stepped down okay. because of the CMA okay. and because of Maryland. So uh, that's that's awesome, everybody. Uh, great job up in Canada. Uh, Tony Lessie's coming up here right away on the show. I like Tony. Very exciting. Michelin, Michelin Starcross 5. Uh, we've been giving these away for Pulp MX Fantasy for a while, and uh, people have been loving them. Uh, Kiefer, you've tested them. You've liked them. I got them on yeah. my Blue Crew right now. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Uh, we thank those guys as well. And, uh, yeah, great great tires. All, all sizes, vintage sizes as well available. So Michelin Starcross 5. Sticks to the tire, sticks to the track like glue. Easier mounting. Always a better feature. Uh, speaking of, um, oh, hey, can we talk about your teammate, McAdoo? 
Oh, yeah. Dude. McAfee. We call him McAfee. Dude. He sent it in the corner. He, no, Wait, you should see him. Hey, you should have watched practice. Oh, really? This fucking guy. Oh, I sent him that a screenshot of your tweet, and I said, calm down. He <laughs> just fucking rams it, dude, everywhere. Like, he does not care. I, the kid has a lot of heart, and I love the fact that he does not. He like, what sends do you mean he it, rammed dude. it? What do he do? He makes he's sketchy and okay. he crashes or he almost crashes and he just keeps pinning it. Crashed twice in the first turn on the concrete. Got up, had a nice third race. Both of those races that he went down the first turn, he charged hard and had some big ones, almost big ones, and just kept going. Like, um, dude, I've actually been helping him a little bit. Okay, because of I everybody sees his. Sketchiness, yeah, and how he just sends it. He is needs he, to like. Is he the Alex Ray at the two fifty class? He was, but I think he's getting better. Okay. Um, I told him like, dude, you got to fix your technique first. And so I actually went out one day uh-huh. and helped him with with that and starts. And uh, I mean, I would like to take a lot of the credit for his starts, yeah. just to the white the yep. line. And then yeah, after and that, it, yeah, it's up to him. Because <laughs> I was like, dude, he got the whole shot, and then it was out. I, I like so. I like McAdoo. Good dude. Really uh, good. Dude. Yeah, really nice guy. Is he gonna ride outdoors for you guys or no? What's happening? I think it's just Supercross only, yeah. but um, I hope he can get something because yeah. I mean he works so hard. Yeah. And he and I like how he just he sends. He's it, getting better though. Like, yeah. Yeah, his sketchiness getting uh-huh. coming down a little so, yeah. bit. What, what did he lack in technique that you, he needed help with that you saw? Um, he liked to control the bike with his arms when you sh- you can't. Mm-hmm. And so like literally, he would control the bike with his arms and his feet would be flying everywhere. I'm like, yeah. why is your you're going over a triple? Why is one leg hanging off? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess so. And so I worked with him. I'm like, stand up more. Use your legs to control the bike. Yeah. And I helped him with jumping I've, through whoops and instead of just trying to blitz. Mm-hmm. And so he's gotten better with that. Starts was another thing. He didn't he didn't know how to start. He would just dump the clutch and hope for the best. And yeah. I'm like, you don't have like a technique you do yeah. or what What yeah. do you do? And he's like, oh, just go. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's try to do this. Yeah. And so, I mean, this might turn around to kick me in the butt because he can get better. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to be racing right. him. So um, I just like to see people do better. So, I mean, it's he, cool to see him. He improve. rides with heart, man. And your other teammate, Hampshire, got a podium this, this, year, this week. So yeah. good job for RJ. First podium of the year for him. It's been a long time coming. He yeah. got good starts, which has not happened much for him. So Since 2014. 15, yeah. 14 or 15? 15, I thought. Was his I rookie know, year. God dang. Yeah. I didn't know it was that long. I know. Long. I know. Uh, he just he hasn't been able to put it together. He hits the ground a lot. He rides hurt a lot, you know, but um, it's good to see. He was good. He yeah, was, he, he was very really consistent. Solid. All three of them. Yeah. So. Uh, Tony Lessie coming up uh, shortly here on the show. Uh, BTOsports.com Fly Racing. This is the Pulp Mech Show. Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer, the Chisholms are on their way over, so uh, we'll talk to them a little bit and get their take on everything. Um, fuck, you got a feel for Roxon. Like, seriously. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I when, thought that was his night, dude. We've all we've covered everything that's happened to this guy. Uh, he went for tests before Seattle. He, you know, he hadn't had a podium for three or four races. He went for some tests. Everything checked out fine. Um, he, I was told that he did less before Seattle than he'd never done before, and it showed. He rode well in Seattle as well. Got a second, of course. Um, but the the this weekend he won the first one. He fast qualifier, which never happens for Kenny. Wins the first one going away. Hits the ground hard Dude, in the second one. Stepped off gnarly. Yeah, right. and after that first one, I was like, "This is Kenny's night for yep. sure." Yep. Like the way he just he broke away. Dude, he was kept seven pulling, or eight seconds ahead. And yeah. he kept pulling them. Yep. And everything just looked so easy for him. So I'm like, you know, there's nothing that's really going to stop him. And I mean, unfortunately, that start bit him. And I was I was pretty worried from him. Like when he pulled off and the way he was riding his bike back to the truck, he he doesn't usually do that. No. Like he can no. ride pretty yep. hurt and tough it out, but. 
I was hoping there was nothing too crazy, and luckily it was just a, a toe, I think it was. Or a yeah, I think he showed a lot of heart in coming back and Big racing time. that third one. Guys of his caliber, guys at his level, they can pack it in, and no one questions them, you know right. what I mean, because they are who they are. They're champions for yeah. a reason. I like the fact that he came up for the third one and got eighth. You know, he had a shitty start, start gate and everything. Um, fuck, he's got to be frustrated, man. Yeah, but I think he rebounds and, and comes out this weekend and, Nashville? D- and does something. Kiefer's been on amazing. this for a few weeks. What's that? That Roxon's made some improvements from things you hear yeah, in so the universe. Yeah, the universe told me, or I've heard, or I've seen that his bike has improved and he actually likes it. So that is a bonus. And if you guys have been watching all year, that Honda, Sealy too, but Roxon in the whoops, the Honda is so good. It stays straight. It doesn't, it doesn't move side to side in the rear. Mm-hmm. He can skim. He can jump. It's just solid and straight and that's where his strengths are like if you watch the race over again his whoop speed was really really good and where he enters it that bike is really solid so i think we'll see better results and people always doubt his mindset when he has a bad race just like when cooper nipped him at the line like oh he's done that's it i don't think anybody said he was done no dude i heard it so many that's it is it he, he rick he, yeah rick he's done rick you there <laughs> groxon's fucked I'm like, no way. He's going to get fired yeah, up. No, no, no. He, he's a champion, dude. He's, he's a world champion. He's a national champion. None of that. But if he's having a bit of a pity party, I get it. Yeah, but I he's, he's get not. it. He's not. He's not that. He's not built that way. Okay. Yeah. He's absolutely not you, built you that You know way. him better than we do. You yeah, him. and I've I mean, learned a lot from him. His The way he holds himself and the way he acts, it's. Uh, I look up to it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty. Men- mentally, he's. His mentality is. Yeah above anyone else's right like when he is when everyone thinks he's down and out that's uh-huh. when he does his best right. yeah like he loves when i think his back's against the wall and he'll just turn around that's why i think this weekend it's gonna like he's gonna yeah. shine i i want him to, i don't really since tim ferry retired i don't really give a shit who wins these things mm-hmm. i want him to win yeah. i do I mean, i'm in the media i don't care i'm pulling for kenny i want him to win i think he gets one before the end of the year yeah. i hope and so then if not outdoor I think Overall. he's he's kind of like a Brayton. When Brayton won, everyone was stoked. Yeah. I think everyone's kind of be the same yeah. way for Kenny. Yeah, I think so. Um, we asked this question. Uh, did I ask this question earlier about the outdoors? Oh, no, I think Jim asked me. Who do you guys put as a favorite for outdoors? 450s. Okay. Uh, Mine's Craig on 250s. There it is. Mine's yeah. Craig on 450s. <laughs> Sitting right there. He's right, he's right there. I want to be like every other media guy, just below the dude. It's hard not to that, pick uh, Cooper, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, Tomac's got back to back titles. Man. I understand that. Okay. But we also seen what Tomac is up and down, up and down. Yeah. Cooper's solid. He knows how to ride outdoors really well. That bike is really good outdoors. If you guys think it's good in Supercross, wait till outdoors. And uh, I think he just has everything clicking. And him, if he wins this championship, man, th- it's think, hard to bet against him. I think he wins a Supercross championship. I've been saying that for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, what about you, outdoors? I think Tomac. Um, yeah, I think Cooper comes off that Supercross title a little high, and he's yep. going to do good. Yep. But I think Tomac comes in hungrier and wants to prove something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what? He's won two in a row, so I think it's hard to not bet. Yeah, bet on him. I agree. I agree with it. Even with everything that's been going on out there. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's always been better outdoors. New bike though, outdoors. Yeah, we had Mike Williamson on the show. I didn't listen to that. So did he, you get some info from him? No, okay. but what we did get was over and over about how great the bike was. Mm. i.e. him telling me and the audience Thank the you. bike is not the problem. I definitely read between the lines with that. Oh, really? So I look at it the other way. Oh, no. I look at it like 
the bike's great. The bike's great. And I think the bike is the problem a little bit. You do? Yeah. Okay. Because he was, wasn't he kind of in charge of that whole, the bike? I, I think there's many layers. You know, they got a, they got Theo, a data guy. So maybe got... he's a little, you know, I don't know. I just okay. feel like there okay. is some, right. some I, growing pains with that. All right. I disagree. Uh, but. Uh, Vortex Racing emailed Jake at Vortex Racing the same sprockets uh, that Monster Energy Yamaha uses, and they had a rough, mm. a rough Houston. Uh, JG pulled out with a sore neck, I guess, and Barsha went down hard in this in the whoops. Did this, you see uh, it? Because I didn't see it. They yeah, didn't show it. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Oh. Yep. He ended it by the double, so I didn't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it was, in the whoops. It must have been after. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, they use Vortex Racing sprockets, uh, not in the third gangbang. They were not there, but they normally use them. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com for any uh, deal on sprockets, or or they got chains as well. V3 uh, bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Uh, the folks at Vortex have been part of us for a long time, and uh, they won a bunch of Renacross titles with Babbitts back in the day. So, you know their product works. You know it's good. Uh, Monster Yamaha wouldn't use it. So, uh, Vortex is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest on the phone tonight. He is the manager of the Bullfrog Spas MCR Honda team, uh, becoming a show regular almost. Tony Alessi, what's up, TA? How are you? Steve, how are you? Doing I'm good. I'm good. Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer in studio here. Thanks for coming on. Uh, hey, what's going on, guys? Chris? Hey, Christian. What's up, Tony? Um, Christian, are you, Christian, are you back riding again? Yeah, only one weekend, so I'm getting there. <laughs> um, by the way, Tony, uh, no injuries with your team still? We're good? We're, we're, we're okay for the weekend? Yeah, we're good for the weekend. Okay. Good. Ben LeMay uh, qualified like 12th, 13th quickest? Yeah, good job good. for yeah. Ben LeMay. Really good job for Ben LeMay. Uh, how's pretty, Mike? Pretty pumped the guy. And how's Mike? Um, uh, Mike got kind of like caught up in a, like a crash there with another rider there. So he was uh, a little banged up. So. Mm-hmm. He's okay, though, today, so I think he'll be fine. The other rider may or may not rhyme with Schmalich Ray. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Not his fault, though. Not his fault. He no, was, wasn't. No, he just was out of control. He admits it. I, I think he picked the wrong line through the whoops. <laughs> after I was looking at it, he was way inside, and yeah. I don't know how uh, he could have possibly, could have possibly turned the bike. These so. things happen when you're the 62, all right? Um, hey, hey, Tony, do you think Craig should just go full-time 450s? Because we do. One hundred percent. Okay, there, there we it go. Is. There it there is. It is. One, four fifties full time, Christian. Let's do this thing. No answer. I'm contracted to race two fifty. I know, but like <laughs> I know, but let's just do four fifties full time and call it a day. Um, hey, Tony, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, we we teased an announcement. We've been talking about it for a while, and uh, you're a part of it. The whole MCR uh, Bullfrog Spas team is part of it. So, do you want me to do you want me to make the the announcement now, Tony? Are we ready? Are Absolutely. We good? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, everybody, after careful consideration and after much thought from uh, a lot of people and a lot of discussions and everything else, Chris Kiefer will be racing the first two nationals of the year on a Bullfrog Spas Honda CRF 450 with full support from the team. <laughs> And I, Steve Mathis... Here, there's the bet part right here. Here we I, go. I, Steve Mathis, will be managing the effort. Wow. Chris Kiefer wow, racing Moto Concepts uh, semi-truck. TA, has Genova lost his mind? No, I don't think he's lost his mind at all. I think that Chris is, um, you know, he's a staple in the industry. He's been riding for a lot of years. He's, he's you know, had top finishes in Canada when he was a little bit younger. Um, and if you go ride with him at um, Sunrise Cycle Park, 
um, you better bring your A game. You know, <laughs> he's uh, he's good. He's good. So, Kiefer, why do you want to do this? What's the what's the program here? What's what's the deal? So, let me paint this picture. So, yeah. it started out. Um, just, I mean, you're old. I'm old, and me and my wife were talking. I'm just like, look, before I lose it too much, and I yeah, want like I that. want my son to kind of see me race because he wasn't around when I was racing. So. Mm-hmm. I was like, what better way? Let's go race some a couple nationals and just go have fun as a family. Yeah. So we agreed. Yep. Uh, went through the process of getting my license. That all went through good. And then I was driving to a race last weekend, and Tony texted me and said, hey, what do you think about racing for our team the first <laughs> couple rounds? And, yeah. And I was blown away, and I was actually honored, and I know Tony really well, and for him to even think of me like that was pretty yeah. cool. So Full bike, right, Tony? Full deal? Yeah. Yep. 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 Full yep. deal, 100% full. Um smart top honda race bike and you know mechanic and you yep. as the team manager wow i so, am gonna take you to the fucking top here's the pro- okay. here's the thing though when, what? when tony texted me this he he said i said yeah i would love to thank you very much and then you know the iphone bubble comes up he's like but there's a surprise and i'm like oh shit like oh what i go well what is it he's like well, don't say anything but there's gonna be a surprise team manager so i'm thinking yeah i don't know who the hell he's talking about yeah because, Tony, you're busy, right? You were actually running your race series those weekends. Yes, yeah, I, I have um, a series called Summer Cross that runs um, in May and June and July, and it's amateur supercross for um, mostly for kids, you know? It's uh, mini cross. Yeah, yeah. And we have three races at Milestone and two ra- rounds at Glen Helen that'll be actually night races. So, um, yeah, so I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. I'm busy. So he said, uh, well, I was going to ask Steve when he gets to Seattle, see if he wants to be the team manager. And yeah. as soon as he said that, I go, oh, I've got to do it now. Oh. To bring this together. I I will be running the Bullfrog Spas Honda team, the first two nationals. With a headset. With a headset. Watch out to Coster. Watch out, everybody. <laughs> I'm fucking coming in. And I'm going to, and I, and, I, and I run a tight ship. Yeah, we've already kind of experienced this. I, I run a tight ship. Aaron, Nick are the mechanics. Yes, and they better yeah. be. They better be ready. They better be ready. So they're, they're, they'll be ready. Yeah, I'm stoked to, to race. It's going to be fun. I've been uh, kind of already preparing for this for a little while. Yep. So, uh, Christian, how we? What are we thinking about this? I mean, this is the real reason I'm not racing 450 outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all thinking you're oh. running from Kiefer. Oh, Dude, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Um. This is awesome. I can't believe that, uh, Tony, you're doing this. And, and Mike Genova, the owner, yeah. has, has committed to this and sending the truck to the first two rounds. Kiefer. Yeah, a lot of pressure there. <laughs> a lot of pressure, bro. A lot of pressure. But here's the thing. You like, tested the bike? You tested the bike? Yeah. So, obviously, you guys know I do a lot of stuff for Honda. And uh, so I'm familiar with the bike. But I know what Chad at XPR, and I've ridden Brayton's bike last year. So I know what Tony and the guys bring as far as equipment. Yep. And it's really good. Yep. So I have no problems with that, and I'm actually excited to ride that bike. So, yeah, it's just a matter of me putting everything together and doing the best that I can. Now, and okay, I, and if we don't go ten ten, <laughs> oh shit, we, we better go ten ten. Wow, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If I go ten ten, you should get a free spa out of this deal. <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah, how's my hot tub deal coming around, Tony? We got to work on this still. What's going on with that? Well, um, like I said, I, I think that we have the platform there. We just got to like make it happen. You know, it's, it's got to like. Uh, I think that. You know, Genova is in the green to doing something. Okay. And I think All it's right. just a matter of, of getting some, like, level of advertising in there. And I okay. think that you got a green light. All right. Okay. Good to know. Oh, if Kiefer goes 10-10, can I get it for free? Uh, I don't have the liberty to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> 
But no, it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, this is awesome. I have no expectations. I want to do good, obviously. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't want to do good. Yep. But I think it's going to be a good story because I'm going to do story out of this. I'm going to do podcasts. Yeah. I'm going to do updates. Yeah. I wanna, I'm going to I'm going to talk about this for, for months. Yeah, and I want to let everyone know how tough it is. I'm, I'm old, right? And I want to let everyone yep. know. I ride a shit ton, but it's a tough sport, and I want to let people in on that. I want to be transparent on the good times, the bad times, and everything because I don't think we get enough of that. No offense to Christian, but I don't think we get enough of that from our top racers. I just got a text right now from an industry insider. Yeah, that says eighteen twenty four. There you go. Are your moto scores? There you go. I could, why? I, I why could, second moto? I could agree with that. Why do you fade on the second moto? Tony, you're 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 calling. You're saying eighteen twenty four is in the range. I think he's stronger. Yeah, I, I like that. Wow. What? So you're number one sixty five. Yeah. So I got. I tried some other numbers, but one sixty five right. is what I got. Was sixty nine not available? I tried that okay, somewhere. Right. Yep. But uh, someone denied that. Um. This is awesome. This is this is going to be so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun for me, too, and fun yep. for my family. It's fun for my son, and that's what I was going to talk to yeah, about. He's about. not allowed under the tent, though. Oh, he's not? No. No, he's I can't. Out. Honestly, Heather's kind of on the borderline, too. I need oh. I need you to focus. <laughs> I, need you to, I need you to be really, you know, ready to go. And I can't have her boobs distracting you. <laughs> distracting you, not me. <laughs> yeah, or me. I've seen them, so <laughs> right, I'm okay. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be great, man. And uh, thanks to the Bullfrogs boss. Yeah, thank you, MCR guys. And Honda team. This is, this is awesome. This will be a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't so, wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, Tony. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys. Mike Snowden. We, uh, like I said, we all came together on it. And, and uh, honestly, a lot of the input, you know, Brayton was involved with it as well. So it was, uh, yeah, we it was like a no-brainer for all of us. We all said... Yes, great idea. So how do we feel, Kiefer? You went out with the 800. Yeah. And? And 800's fast on a Honda. Oh, yeah, we know this. Um, but, yeah, I think I'll be fine. I think I'll be okay. I'm, I'm strong. I'm, I'm big, fairly fit. Big jumps, these national tracks yeah, nowadays. that's fine for me. I got, a, I got a lot of power, so I'm okay. You uh, know what? I remember when I was coming back from my ACL last year, I was at Glen Helen. I catch Kiefer just a little bit. Uh-huh. I get behind him. Yep. He drops me. <laughs> he dropped me. Yeah, well. It's I was on 250F. I don't. He's that's okay. Yeah, but yeah, this guy's corner right. speed just goes and just takes off. Yeah. I'm like, all right, maybe. He's probably riding 60. What should I do? Hangtown round one, Paula round two. I think. Yeah. yeah I think Chris Kiefer, Steve Math is coming to the top, ramming it up the factory's asses once again. It's going to be fun to be back. I haven't been around at AMA yeah. National in a while, so. Yeah. It'll be so, great. hey Tony, so do you think maybe you should skip Vegas and we should all start prepping for the, for this thing, or maybe just skip the whole thing? Uh no, we don't need to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have you know we gotta have those two bikes on the track at every single race. Wow. So it's like uh, so yeah. So Tony, do you have any tips for Steve? Like anything that you could give him to make to make sure he does his job good? Yeah, make sure every single thing that's involved with the truck or the look of the pit is polished. Because if Genova flies in to. Um, hang out for a little bit. Yep. He'll be very keen on cleansing well, this. In the- that's Cooler's job, and I'll make sure Cooler's on it. And I'll get Nick to do it, too. Nick will get, get down in there, because Aaron's going to be your official race mechanic, I believe. Aaron's a good dude. So, yeah. so Nick, I'll just make Nick do all the crappy jobs. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, we're going to cover this with Racer X Films, I think. We're going to do Racer X Films things from it. We'll probably... You know, it'll be talked about on this show every single week. Yeah. That, yeah, it's going to be so, fun. And it's, this is not an April Fool's announcement. People in the chat room are are saying it's April Fool's. <laughs> oh, it's definitely not April Fool's. It is it's not legit. April Fool's. This is really happening. Right. It just kind of sucked it fell on this day. We were planning this for a little bit, but yeah, just happened to be uh, one. Tony, before we let you go, we got a call here from Skippy for you. <laughs> Skippy, what's up? You want to talk to Tony Lessie? 
Yeah, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Hey, what's Not going on? Hey, so, Tony, I have a question. If uh, Let's say that you were picked to be the manager for the Motocross of Nations team. What are some things that uh, you think need to be addressed on our side uh, to make uh, our team a little bit more competitive against the Europeans? Well, I would say that unity is probably the first and first most important thing. Um, that means that everybody's together, not this uh, one guy is over there, one guy is over there. I mean, it has to be kind of a huddle, you know, all throughout the whole program. So everybody's on the same page, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's got their fingers on the pulse, and they know the objective, and the objective obviously is to get that, to get that, that win and that championship back to the, to the United States. What do you think, oh, Skippy? Man, I think it's good. I think the uh, schedule being where it's at, I think it's kind of hard to come off of not racing for four, six weeks, eight weeks, whatever the case may be, and then to get back into that racing intensity versus the Europeans. They, you know, they're fresh off their uh, MXGP schedule. So I think you know that's just my personal opinion. But uh, I think Tony would be a, a really good uh, you know coach with all his experience and a good manager and all that. Uh, there you go, Tony. You do it right, Tony. I would do it. I would in do a it. second. It'd be an honor. That'd yeah. be awesome. Be an honor. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, Skippy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. Later. Thanks. Appreciate it. So that's the that's the deal, everybody. Uh, I am managing Chris Key for the I think first that's two the nationals. Bigger deal. That's that's the that's the most. And listen, important. I don't want, listen. I I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you fans. Everything else. Don't talk to me at the races. I'm going to be focused. I don't have time to talk. <laughs> I got to get Kiefer. I got to make sure Kiefer's good. I got to make sure he's he's ready to go. I got to make sure those two dick mechanics are doing the things that I need them to do. Like I'm. It's, we're taking this serious. Man, you're so low. We're going. We're going lucky to, it's only two rounds. We're going to the top here. Sound tough. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I want. I want to be tough. I want to be. I want to be all tough. <laughs> and let me tell you guys out there. He's already been. He doesn't call me every night, okay? He's been calling me or my wife to see how the day has been going. Yep. It's already been started, so I already see how this is going. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I only deal with excellence. Ask Tim Ferry or Nick Way or any of these other riders that, yeah. I've, that I've worked with. So between you and my wife, it's going to be a hard yep. couple months. It is going to be. Yeah, it is going to be. Uh, well, Tony, thank you for coming on. Uh, appreciate you dropping the, the, the announcement. Um, ben LeMay, Michael Essie racing this weekend, of course, for you. you you got to worry about that. So don't worry, Tony, about the Kiefer program. I have that now. All right. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I'll be uh, definitely being close to my phone, watching the lap times and the results come in. Okay, fantastic. Uh, thanks, Tony. We'll see you this weekend, man. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. All right. Thank Sounds you. Good. See you guys. See you. Tony Lessie brought to you by Vortex Racing. Tony, smart guy. When I go out and uh, test, he has a lot of knowledge about even bike setup and stuff. Yeah. He knows a lot of things. So, uh, Christian Craig in studio here. We got a call for you, Christian, from uh, from Morgan. Morgan, what uh, what's your question for Chris, uh, Christian uh, Christian Craig? Yeah, there it is. Hey fellas, how's it going? What's up? Hey, so <laughs> like like the question for uh, Christian was uh, if you were Marvin's teammate do you think you could win a championship um i'm trying to i'm basing think. that off of anderson winning one and cooper on the way of winning one so i think uh, that pretty much it's like it's like a thing that if you're marvin's teammate you'll win a championship <laughs> so <laughs> i mean it's like you can't beat riding with those guys every week so that's one thing but i believe marvin can also win a championship too so that's hard to i mean i don't even know how to, to go about that answer that right um, um yeah don't but. worry about it all right thank, thanks morgan thank you <laughs> great 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 stuff see you it's yuck, more yuck. of like a joke i think it I, was. I don't know thanks see you yuck, april yuck. fools <laughs> <laughs>
All right, the Chisholms are upstairs here, so we're going to bring them down shortly. Uh, EVS Sports. You ever use EVS for anything? Probably I did, did when I was at an amateur, point. yeah. Yeah, e- everyone's EVS. I just think EVS. Travis Pastrana mm. every time. Knee pads. You, EVS? Yep. What? Uh, RS9 brace? Oh, okay. Maybe. Sorry. Over the last quarter of a century, EVS Sports has become the leader in innovation technology when it comes to creating protective gear for today's riders. Riders like Chase Sexton, Joey Savacci. And Pastrana, where EVS to keep them safe while they ride, race, or whatever Travis decides to do. Head over to EVSSports.com to gear up like the pros. Pulp19 code at EVSSports.com saves you money. EVS Sports, they are protection. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Use the code to save, of course. And, and as always, and Maxima USA. Love Maxima. I Dogger. Just, Dogger. SC1. Fantastic. What did that guy call SC1 a couple weeks ago on the show? Mathis in a can? Yeah. That's, no, something like oh, that. Okay. Well, something I, so I've tried other silicone sprays. Yeah. It's not as good. SC1 is really good. Yeah, and you can't beat the smell. I mean, right. that smell. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. that smell. <laughs> I don't know what I like more is the uh, the filter oil, which is amazing. FFT? Um, or the grease, which is great. Mm-hmm. Or the oil, which is fantastic. Or the SC1. Or the MPPL. What about 927, bro? I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, we use Maxima at Bullfrog Honda Spas for the first two rounds. Yep. We'll be using Maxima. So uh, Maxima I'm looking forward back. to that. MaximaUSA.com. Uh, please check them out on the web. Pulp35 is the code at save at MaximaUSA.com. Year after year, voted uh, the number one aftermarket oil in American more power sports. So they didn't buy their way to number one. They got there by being the best. Code is PulpMX35 at MaximaUSA.com to save. So thanks to those guys for coming on as well. Uh, we have lots to talk about. Jeff Steber was in earlier. John Eric Burleson was all. Jeb was in as well. And you're ready to put me in, Coach. You're ready. Yeah, you're, you're. I'm all in. You're all in. I will hit a motherfucker because that guy told me to. <laughs> <laughs> he was very motivating. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, uh, I I didn't know him really well back in KTM days when I first worked for him. Worked there, but because uh, he was like he was in a different department and everything. But yeah, yeah it's weird. When I was there, I never saw him either. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, when I was working for Rags, I barely saw him. Yeah, but he was East Coast guy. Oh, he so, was. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was in Amherst, Ohio. So, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines. My rant for the night, Racetech rant of the night. We already talked about it, but I got one. I mean, honestly, I, either between the fucking uh, uh, pussification of Supercross, where everyone freaking out over these passes, or the Shane McElrath thing. Either one, I'm fucking pissed off. And I, I just, I don't understand, like, JT and Wygant are like, like, oh, like, that's it. It's it, Marv can blow him off the track now. Marv can send it. Like just, I'm just like, no. W- 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 I get that Marv's upset, but those are normal Supercross passes. Go watch them. That's my whole thing. And then now Marv can do normal Supercross passes to Webb, and we'll all be fine with that. Or you should be fine with that. You don't need to be a, a jerk off and get all pissed off. Well, we we bitch when there's no racing and it's yeah. boring, but then when we get some, we're like, oh, that's aggressive. We're yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. Are, what are we doing? Right, right. What do we want? Yeah. So, anyways, um, what's your rant? Flaggers. Oh. Your video is pretty good. <laughs> okay. So the flagger, I think it was a lady. I don't know. And I'm sorry if it's not. A guy or girl, don't know. But 10 feet away from the track. Did you get a call about this? Because you sort I, of changed your... Okay. Well, you're I, going to this. I got some information. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm bitching at the TV. I'm, I'm yelling as this is going on. I'm like, help that guy. Help him. Get the fucking flag near the track. That was doing nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> The, I mean, she, I literally was watching the lady. I was like, I'm looking around on my couch, seeing anybody else look. I go, is anybody else seeing this shit? The play, just ka 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 ka, flag flag flag, ten feet of fucking way. What are you doing? You ain't doing nothing. So I'm freaking out. Yeah. I I do my Instagram thing. Yep. I get a DM from one of the riders. He says that flagger was supposed to be that far back, so the guy in front of the over under bridge 
could see if he could stop waving his flag to see if the if the, tr- the, if rider the crash is, the rider was is up. gone. Yeah. Which makes sense, but seems kind of unprofessional to me. I figured there'd be a better way to do that. So if that is the way to do it, I retract a little bit. But still, the the way the way it was going about, it was nonchalant, was no big deal. Mm-hmm. Carnage was going on. Yeah. People are getting run over, run across the track. Yep. Can we do something about flag? If you're flagging, they you have, hold, the you guys hold. have radios on. There's certain guys that have radios. If you're a flagger and you take that job, I know you're going to get a shirt and some free food and, and you get to watch the, the races right there. You're an enthusiast. I get it. But you hold those riders' lives in, in, in that flag. Like, at times, that saves that guy down. Yeah. So let's get busy. Let, let's, let's get to it. Let's flag some shit. I mean, it's your time to shine. Dude, they're... Flagging has at times been and Christianal can horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous flagging at races. You're just like what is going on? Like what are you people doing? What, what I mean, I guess I've never flagged, so I don't really know how what it's like standing in the path of But you're a rider, you know where to go. Like you would know, okay, I need to get here. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how many times you've been at a local track. There's a dude down on the downside of a jump and the guy's flagging in front of the guy oh, yeah. we don't see the dude until mm-hmm. you're landing run the fuck up on the jump and flag yeah i don't know if they're but, educated but the the thing about the guy on the top seeing your flag does make sense but they have radio guys they have guys with radios okay that's and, and what i'm saying yeah. stuff right so if the radio guy's telling the dude in front of the yeah. over under and get yeah. that other flagger yeah so when the guys land they see that right yep. away and yep. they can swerve or something yep, yep. No one's looking 10 feet to the left. I can't wait. That's a race tech rant yes. of the night. Pulp 19 is the code to save at racetech.com. You know who uses race tech? Motors and suspension? Fucking we Chris, do. Fucking Chris Blows. <laughs> and we do, too. We do. Chris Blows. Qualified third, right? Dude. And Seattle? Whoops. Killing it. Thank you. Blows has been good lately. Yes. yes. What about Ferrandis is taking him down, though? How do we feel about that? Go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, are you surprised that Blows didn't go in the pits and beat him down? I was pissed at first at Ferrandis, yep. and I watched the slow mo. Mm-hmm. I think Blows should have. Chris could have backed off go. a little bit. Let yeah, him go. yeah. So yeah, like like you know that you like, hey, he's got it. Yeah. Like he's got me. I think Chris right. was expecting him to give him a little bit more room so yeah. they could both go up together. Right, and he didn't. Yep. So, but uh, race tech suspension and motors, Chris Blows. He's a huge race tech guy. Yeah. Yep. Well, racetech.com. Pulp nineteen is the code to save. That's race tech rant of the night. Either McElrath, Flaggers. Or these these fucking people yelling about these passes between between Marvin and Webb, that's mm-hmm. all. E- either one of those. Uh, Chisms are upstairs. We got to get them in here. Doug, Doug has an uh, has an idea for you, Kiefer, for these nationals. Doug, what's going on? Hey, so I want to set up a GoFundMe page who can come up with some a budget for uh, some parts and whatever and first class tickets for Mathis and uh, Kiefer to get to the races. What do you think? He's factory I, rider now. I would appre- thank you very much, but I'm kind of anti GoFundMe. If I, I'm fine uh, with it. Set it up. Give me the money. I, if I need money, I shouldn't be ra- doing what I'm doing. That's how I look at it. So thank you. Yeah, but we're, 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 we're talking about first-class tickets here, okay? First-class getting you to the races mm-hmm. for, Bull, uh, for Bullfrog Sport Talk team. Come on. Now, I would rather give that to a privateer that's racing all the nationals. I'll take it, Doug. Okay. I got you, Mathis. Thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Doug, Thank though. You. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, everybody. Look for that GoFundMe. I'm going to Do not put GoFundMe. It in, I am going to put it. Before Public Max tries to get a helmet deal, I want to know how much for a CC sticker on the visor. 
before he tries to oh, negotiate no, 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 something. No, 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 his deal is, is I'm a manager. He, yeah, but you're your manager for that team. You can't, you can't take Max. my space on my helmet. That's He's my got space. some space on the visor. I think a CC logo would look really great mm-hmm. on that. No, if that happens, I'm walking. I'm walking. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh, Hal, what's going on? Dean Wilson podium. I know Hal. I got it. Hey, hey may I speak with the uh, Bullfrog Outdoor National team manager? Please? Yeah, speaking. Uh, hey, I've got a got an idea for you. Um, since our buddy Dan, you know, won't be doing too much in the outdoors, uh, why don't you run a VIP program for Kiefer? Um, charge sixty nine dollars as entry. Yep, yep, I like that already. <laughs> I'm with yep, this and, now. And then, and then we can have a uh, you know on on Saturday night we can have an after dark moment. Um, mm. You know, in the trailer, of course. Um, you know, we'll get everything cleaned up. Can we get black light, rate. black lights in the trailer? <laughs> we get black lights, yep. KY, and peanut butter. Okay. Okay. Oh, yep. Peanut butter. All right. What you think? You down with that? Yeah, I'm down with that. That's a good plan. See, I'm into that. All right. All right. Okay. Radio. Um. <laughs> all right. Now, now to the real information. Dean Wilson, six in points, two hundred one, fourteen behind Baggett, twenty eight in front of Savachi. Fucking good race, boys. He did well. He he Pretty rode well. well. He rode really good. And the best thing I'm pumped about Dino is that he is getting uh, a ride for outdoors on that same team, yeah. which is cool. And he's going to be good too, dude. Right. So. Yeah. And, and hey, how about uh, McAdoo? Holy crap. Hey, Christian, do you think they were taking bets that he was going to face plant the same, uh, the same uh, tough block in the same place in the same corner? Dude. If anybody, it was going to be him, but yeah. he wanted that start, and, I mean, he tried hard. He got the first hole shot. I'll give that to him. The best part of the whole thing is he says he cannot get through an autograph session without someone yelling, ram it to oh, him. There's a good uh, autograph session story with him. Oh, yeah? A1. Yeah. He comes in the rig after, and he's like, you know what someone just said to me? I'm like, what? He's like, this guy said, hey. I picked you on fantasy, and I was like, and McAdoo goes, oh, really? Cool. And he's like, yeah, I picked you for 10th. And McAdoo's like, really? 10th? <laughs> yeah. Like, he was yeah. thrown off. I think that was, like, pretty funny. He's like, <laughs> and he actually got 10th that night. Oh, no <laughs> way. That's awesome. But, oh, that's I mean, cool. that's just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Disrespectful. I like McAdoo. I like how he sends it. He is the Alex Ray of the 250 class. Uh, uh, he absolutely rides with a lot of heart. And like you said, Christian, he doesn't think about technique because he's just too worried about gassing it. Yeah, like, but he's working on it. Right, right. I know. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. Well, if anybody better. can teach somebody how to ride, it's you. Although, I don't even know. Do you know, I don't know what you're why. doing? I don't know why. Do you know what you're doing out there? Because you look amazing on a bike, yeah, but I don't but, feel like I you mean, really. I feel like that's just I in you. Be, I should be better. Maybe. I don't know. Who Who gave you your technique? Who Who? Where'd you learn that? Uh, my dad. He said, never sit down, stand up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, and I, so, like, yeah. literally, that's the first thing I'll tell someone. It's like, you sit down too much. Right, mm-hmm. right. And now you see it in so many riders. Like, Tomac stands up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Tomac is... Chase yep. Sexton stands up everywhere. Like, yep. I watch him. I'm like... AC? AC stands up every... Like, you don't need to sit down in the corner before a set of whoops. Yeah. Stand up and just go, yeah. and you're in. You right, don't have to put right. your leg back on. Uh, hey, Hal, thanks for coming on the uh, Pulp MX wrap-up show. We're going to do another one here uh, coming up at Darkside. Darkside's uh, doing a show for us, so it's pretty pretty good. Be, check it yeah, out. Yeah, man. Everybody. Thanks. Yeah. Th- thanks for the invite uh, to be on a plank owner of the very first one. Uh, quite a yeah, quite an honor. No, thank absolutely. you very much. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks, Al. Anything else? Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, for nationals. Hey, guys. Osborne, man. That kid. I think he's going to put it up on the box. He's going to be close. Uh, he, he's going to he's going to ram it. I believe. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. Let's let's hope so, man. Um, Zach Osborne. He had a good third race this weekend. So. He's getting there. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Al. All right, boys. Appreciate it. Hey, we'll Thank see you. you in Denver. Appreciate it. Uh, speaking of Darkside, Darkside, what's up, man? Uh, you are speaking to the team manager of the Bullfox Balls uh, MCR Honda team. Yeah, man. Congratulations on that. But uh, I got a question for your rider. 
So, Kiefer, are you already in training? Oh, yeah. He's been training. I'm always in training. Yep, I'm in. You should see him right now. He's just really toned. <laughs> just like... The taser ride. You should have rode the taser in eco mode. Oh, he's today. flying on the taser today. We were just going for it. Yeah. So are you uh, fully on Hondas for the next couple months then, or are you going to be able to test anything else? So that's the thing. I still got to do work, right? So I can't just stop my business and stop doing stuff for Steve. So, yeah, I got to manage my time. And that's going to be a task. But, yeah, most of my free – all of my free time will be on a Honda. So, Steve, are we allowing this? Uh, no, we'll be on Hondas a lot. Don't worry about it. We just kind of got to kind of give the politically correct thing about to the other OEMs. But we're going to ride, ride sure. Hondas mostly. Yep. So. All right. Ride red. Um, no way. Hey, um, yeah, exactly. There you go. Dark so side. Garrett called in earlier, right? Who? Garrett from PrivateSureLife.mx? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's awesome. Good, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's a, that's a really cool website where um, where people can help out privateers like you do every day. So it's it's a that's cool thing. Goddamn right, I do. Um, how how the wrap up show go? Besides everyone accusing you of gargling my balls. <laughs> well, I'd say it was about ninety ten positive. Okay. The 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 reviews I got. Um, Daniel Blair gave me some really good uh, some good points, and he. Um, I think it went well. I think it's going to get better. Okay. I'm going to take all those negatives and um, listen to them, man, and try to adjust and make it better. Yeah, fantastic. I like that attitude, Dark Side. So you're going to do one tomorrow or Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. I've got, uh, okay. I think, Dune Goon and Skippy. Oh, fantastic. Good to hear. Dune Goon's doing yep. a wrap-up show. Dune Goon, yep. you're doing yep. a wrap-up show. It's going to be the best damn wrap-up show you've ever heard. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Okay, there we go. Fantastic. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks, Dark yep. Side. Thank you. Yep, thanks, man. All right, yep. appreciate it. Uh, we got a lot of calls on the line. Um, we taking commercial. Should we take commercial? Well, before they come down. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to commercial break. We still have the X Brown goggle tear offs. We have the BTO Sports tweet at tweet at Travis segment. I want to talk to Christian Craig more about what he's going on, what he's got going on. Um, we'll talk about his salary and his win bonuses and everything else. We'll get he loves talking about that. that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he loves it absolutely. Yeah. So we'll get into all that. All right, this commercial break here. We'll come back with uh, Kyle and Brittany Chisholm along with Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer. We got more questions about the uh, Houston uh, Supercross as well. Coming up, Nashville. Uh, Doom Goon will be uh, hanging around after this. And uh, let's go to commercial break, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer a three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? 
Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, 
visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with the Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Jeff Steber was in earlier, the owner and CEO of Intense. That was pretty cool. It actually was Intense. Um, and uh, Tony Alessi called in, and right now, uh, really cool uh, deal. It's not April Fool's. Kiefer? Yeah. 
It is not April Fools. No. You are racing the first two nationals on a Bullfrog Spas Honda, MCR Honda. I am. And I am your team manager. You and are. And that is the first. And, and, and listen, Aaron and Nick, I know they listen to the show. They're the team mechanics. Uh-huh. You dicks better fucking bring your A game to those first two rounds because I don't want to. Aaron, Nick, trust me. It's been about a week since he's known about this, and it's been a nightmare every night. Yep. And, and also, too, all my media friends, fuck off. You're not allowed under the tent. Okay? <laughs> we, I, don't allow, I don't want you guys distracting Kiefer. Don't come in and tell me about this. You're, you're, oh, I started a podcast. I started a podcast. <laughs> Nobody cares, bro. We're hey, what's focusing. the best equipment I can get for my podcast? We're focusing on the fucking race, okay? So all you dick media friends of mine, stay out of the tent, all right? Unless there's, unless you tell me, unless you bring some lunch, then then you're fine. What do you want? We gotta figure it out. We're not doing fucking what what these what these guys do at uh, at Geico Honda. What We're not that? doing Buka. Why? What's pasta. He Lay needs off pasta. The Buka, dude. What the hell is program? Buka? What the hell is that? Buka de Pepo. Pasta. Know you don't know what that is. Italian. I don't know what that All right, is. Okay. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Kyle Chisholm, where's X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Star Cross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, uh, pop the MX35 code at MaximaUSA.com, get a Pro Filter, they're sold through Power Sports Dealers Nationwide, pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium oil air filter for your next service. Did you tell Wyman to get some Pro Filters? Because Wyman's got... Yeah, well, blue crew problems. Weimer has about seven questions, but he, he got handled. He got handled? Okay. And I think the air filter was one of the yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get him yeah. a pro filter. Jake yeah. Weimer's on blue crew. Got a lot of questions about Yamaha. So thanks <laughs> to profilter.com. FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, atlasbrace.com. We are going to announce the winner this week of last week was New Foods in Studio. We asked you people to email contest at um for a Atlas Brace. And we got some real cool entries, and we will announce the winner this week from the folks at Atlas Brace. Works Connection. They are also on board with our Eric's awesome with our uh, first two rounds, and what about the first round before uh, nationals? Are we gonna do anything with Eric? Uh, we're working on it. Okay. Yeah, we might do a Friday night show. Okay, are you are you okay with that? Or yeah, do you yeah. need sleep. No, I'm good. You're good. Okay, yeah. works connection. OGO Power Sports. Email the sh- the show using the contact link for OGO Power Sports discount uh, from those guys. We know traveling's a pain in the ass, but if you do it with an OGO, at least it'll it'll be comfortable. Get data. Uh, Monster Energy Yamaha using Get Data as well. Guts Racing, your number three modification for YZ450. Rick? Guts. Okay. Seat foam. Yeah, I said guts. And, yeah. but you got to get the firm. Okay. Firm foam. All right, firm foam. All right. Uh, WUSA, Eagle Grit. Daniel Blair, use the code PulpMX at EagleGrit.com. Talons. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free. Uh, the job of the week this week is from Helmet House Inside Sales Rep. Thanks to the folks at Helmet House. They want an inside sales rep. If you go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, you can upload your resume for free. And one of the uh, Helmet House is one of the power sports industry's leading helmet and apparel distributors. They need an inside sales rep. So MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for that. Ride-Engineering.com. Use the code PaulBMX-20. Kiefer, what have you been enjoying from the folks at Ride Engineering lately? We just did top five KX450 mods. Mm-hmm. Link and triple clamps from in there. from from, uh, from Adrian at Ride right Engineering. Engineering. Yeah, and also he has you know the what pool. offset are you running? Twenty two on the Cowie. That's standard. Or? No, it was twenty four. Twenty four. Because I, f- I feel like they, the new bike and the old bike I get mixed up. Yeah, twenty four. And then when a lot of the guys that don't have good cornering technique, mm-hmm. they like twenty two millimeters, kind of help them lean into the corner. Okay, so ride-engineering.com. Those are your KX four fifty mods. Yes, from those guys, and also too, Ride Engineering will be on board with us at the first two rounds. Rounds. Yes. On the uh, Bullfrog's boss. Link. MCR. Honda team. Yeah. Uh, Honda World Downey. You know who I hooked up with a deal on a, on a Ridgeline? Who? You know who is going? To, I don't know if it's official. Okay. 
but I believe he will join the Ridgeline Owners Club that Christian Craig is no longer a member of. He's sad about it, though. I'm pretty bummed. Yeah, I had dude. to give it back. Why? Me and Cole Seely both had to give our trucks back. Maybe it we wasn't should... Honda World, so... Maybe we should get Honda World on board. Blame. Can we get Honda World on board? No, I mean, how many riders are texting you for free trucks? None. Well... I feel like too many. I don't know if you could get free, though. No, I'm, I'm fine. I got a stock F-150 dad truck. Okay. Mm. Well... Know. You know who I hooked Two up? Kids in the you back. know who I think is going to join Ridgeline Nation? Ernesto Fonseca. No shit. Yeah. Nice. I talked to Ernie this week. That's badass. Steve down there at LA Honda World gave him a hell of a deal. So Ernie's nice. going to be in Ridgeline. Sweet. How's Ernie doing? Ernie's good. Good. Ernie just calls me the core athlete all the time whenever he calls me. <laughs> really? He loved the fact that at one time I said I was an Oakley core athlete. Okay. And he's never forgotten that. So uh, Honda World Downey, uh, LA Honda World now. So uh, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. And I don't give a that's, shit what you people say. That's bullshit. No, it's not. It's it's fine. That's what they tell me to say, and that's what I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Uh, ride engineering, of course. Intense bicycles. Pulpamex 10 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer in studio. Also in studio, joining us. He rides for the Hep Suzuki team. He is number 11 in your heart, number one in your program. A solid veteran having a good season. Kyle Chisholm. What's up, Chiz? What's up? How are you? I'm good. Uh, thanks for coming in. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Here with the the wife working. And and, uh, also, Brittany Chisholm. What's up, Brittany? What's up? How are you? Thanks for coming in. It's also been a while for you. I know. It's been a hot minute. Thanks Um, for having me. Are you looking forward to Kiefer After Dark? You were going to chime in? I'm very excited. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited and nervous. (laughs) (laughs) You should be. You should be. Um, Hey, well, listen, Kyle, pull the mic up a little bit closer to your your mouth if you can. Uh, No. Yeah. Closer. There you go. Um, Am I good? Yeah, that's good. So... Good season for you. Uh, not a great one for you, uh, but you had a little bit less time in the offseason to get ready. You're on a new bike, of course, that you haven't raced before. And uh, solid season. I would put it like it's a deep field. It really is. I think you've been riding well and doing well. Uh, how do you take it? It's been it's been kind of like you said. Okay. Uh, not bad, not great. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of kind of what I expected. Um, I had about four weeks on the bike before Anaheim, so yep. pretty typical for me, uh, unfortunately. But yeah. the team team's been doing a good job and kind of get me what i need to kind of just work on me get better each week and slowly getting better yeah so. uh god he's just like this is good dude dude like lcqs or like doesn't yeah. th- this chiz is gonna chiz like <laughs> when when the time comes he'll be like i got this what i feel I, like about chiz is like you don't see him he's like that mr deeds guy or <laughs> that betty betty sneaky guy like he just pops up <laughs> And then, like, boom, 13th. You're like, shit, where did yeah. I even come from? Cheers, wow, 13th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Um, <laughs> you know, like, like you look at A-Ray. Like, A-Ray may have greater peaks than Chiz, yeah. but his lows are low. <laughs> and Chiz is just, just, just yeah, just yeah. Chiz is along. like, uh, keep on keeping on. Chiz is like, um, like just Coke stock. Yeah. Just, it's Always just going. good. Yeah. yeah, it's just good. Yeah, but I wanted to be great a little bit more often. Yeah. So we're working on it. Hey, but for reals, you've raced this class for 100 years now. Um, <laughs> 99, I no, think. But, but it's, dude, and I I know this is bullshit, and DV is going to freak out if he listens to this. Thankfully, he won't. Yeah, it's a, they don't know shit. It's a deep field, right? Like, it's tough. It, it is. Obviously, we lost a couple guys. Yeah. Thanks okay. to me. Right. Well, yeah. Pardon me. No, no. Two weeks ago. No. Um, but up until then, man, it's been... There's a lot of good guys. And yeah. Even with a few guys being hurt, it's been it's been tough. I mean, there's you're like 18th in practice, 20th in practice, yeah. and you're like, but the dude that got fifth last weekend is 15th. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. and then next week he might be top three. Right. So it is. There's a lot of good guys. It, it's it's hard, but and it's and I, I put you and Ben Lemay are two. Ben's missed one main. You haven't yeah. missed any. I missed. You missed uh, one. 
the the first triple crown. Okay, remember? I, yeah, first turn crash. I was nineteenth in practice. Oh yeah, first turn my crash. Suck, my second practice. But, but like yeah. with all this deep field, you guys just make it happen. You put it in the main event, and that's yeah. something I think to, to be proud of. You know? Yeah, I kind of at the beginning of the season, coming in a little bit slow behind the eight ball, whatever. You know, not having a lot yeah. of time to, to prepare. My goal was kind of one of my goals was just being the main event every week. So mm-hmm. missing the main at at the third ra- at the third round, it's kind of a bummer. But yep. we've been there every round since and getting yep. close to the top ten. So. Do you like the bike? I do like the bike. Yep. Um, do you like the Kickstarter? I I don't mind the Kickstarter. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> Honestly, though, for real, last year was the first year I've gotten the, the electric start. Yeah. Because every year before that, whatever bike I was on, it was always a yeah. a Kickstarter. The the Honda yep. in seventeen with Moto Concepts. The 250 was Kickstarter. The 450 was Kickstarter. Um, and then last year when I went to 5150 on the Yamaha, that 450. So yeah. I only got the yeah, electric yeah. start for like five races. So right, right. I'm pretty used to the Kickstarter. Yeah. So. But how's the bike overall? The bike is good. Um, I think the team, I never rode their bike last year, mm-hmm. but they said they made some improvements um, over the off season coming into this year. And when mm-hmm. I got on it, I honestly haven't ever tested any motor stuff. I think they did a pretty good job. Could it be better? Yeah. Um, I'm sure, you know, you can always make, you know, everything better. So, uh, but they've done a really good job. Clark um, and, and Olin's um, has the bike working really good. Yeah. And um, I honestly haven't really changed anything. I made a little shock, uh, shock change, I think, after Daytona. Mm-hmm. But I haven't changed anything on my bike since Phoenix. So, hmm. that second race. Craig has, Christian hasn't changed anything since Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a chance to. <laughs> so, um, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. It, it was a dick move. Um, uh, do you look at Seven Deuce Deuce and Alex Ray sometimes and just go, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Dude. <laughs> so, I'm like, I go by the truck and like, like Seven Deuce Deuce is like hugging people and going, "What?" And A Ray's like going fucking running around like an idiot and not really focusing. And Chiz is just like sitting down, just talking Observing. to Clark, talking yeah. to Clark quietly, like just, "Hey Clark, I think the rebound and like maybe we can do this and like." And these other two idiots are running around like, ah. And I'm just like, Chisholm yeah. just be like... No, Chisholm's defense, he's used to that at home. That's, that's, what, I was, that's what I was just going to say. Oh. I'm kind of <laughs> used to just sitting back and get, being entertained Watch right. With, yeah. with her, with Brittany. Yeah. So it's it's pretty similar on the yeah. weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, look at these <laughs> two guys. Yeah. I just sit back and laugh. Right, yeah. Funny. Yeah. They, they're uh, When I was in there, they were calling you Gramps or Pops or something? Yeah, they give me a hard time about my age. They right. say I'm old. Right. How old uh, are you now? 31. You're not yeah. old, dude. I know. You're good. Adam's only like two and a half years. I just... Well, he told me this before, but I, I re-asked him this weekend. I'm like, how old are you? And he's like, 28. And I'm like, when are you 29? He's like, May. And I'm like, dude, you're like two years younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I know. Yeah. I just like giving you right, shit. Right, right. So, uh, no, it's fun. We have yeah. a good time. Yeah. I, I enjoy that because I'm probably too, too serious yep. and too yep. whatever. Yep. Um, so it's kind of nice having the right. opposite you know, with them. And maybe if I, I – I try to – this weekend I gave – Seven Deuce Deuce a pep talk for the LCQ. Oh, you did? And that's why, I think that's why he made it in. How, how'd that go? He might not admit it. But right, what right. What did you say? I want to know. I said, honestly, one of the things I said is, we watched the Stu video um, the day before. Yeah. And I said, we watched it together. And I said, would Stu even question if he was going to win this race? He was going to win every time he lined up. <laughs> I said, you got to be Stu out there in this yeah. race. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he made it in. Uh-huh. So. Hey, speaking of that, what'd you make, Christian, of the Stu video? I only watched like half of it. And? I'm sorry, but yeah. I mean it was great. Like, yeah. The half that I did watch, yeah. I should have kept listening. And I mean it was cool because um, he said one of his favorite races was 07 Indy, like his great come behind, uh, yeah, comeback races. And I went and watched that, and I didn't, I don't remember that race until I watched it, and I was blown away. Indy 07. 
Yeah. I, I can't even It was yeah, unreal. I, it, didn't he go down in the first turn? He didn't he crash, really but bad he's start. He's dead like last. last. Yeah. That guy That's, came through the pack like I've yeah. never seen it before. So Toronto. You just forget. Tor- you well, forget about it. Everyone talks about Toronto 14. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that yeah. plenty and of we, times. Yeah, we've had that conversation in our truck on the weekends, and I've told those guys, I'm like, dude, it was either 07 or 08 Indy. I was like, go watch it. And then when he brought that up in the video, I was yeah. like, yeah, 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 I told yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. that, was, um, that to me was probably oh better than the truck. Why... Why didn't they have a tripod? Danny Stu, why didn't they have a tripod? Yeah. Danny doesn't know. He's a video guy. What, the, what, it kept that shaking. Was, that was the first thing Paige, my wife, said. was like, who videoed this? But, I mean, I I, mean, I guess it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. I'm not going to hate yeah, on yeah. him. Right. We got to see him talk. about. He's alive. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> got like, I was going to say something about that, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to yeah, be that guy. Right, I just, right. I'm good. I wish it was a little better that way. Like, Well, it looks like they got it figured out halfway through. Yeah, like they change the angle real quick, and then yeah. You, yeah. you see him pan back. They're like, "Oh, he's, yeah. he's calm." Well, right. then let's wait till part two and see yeah. if it's right. Figured out. For that yeah, I, honestly, like people get on me a little bit about talking about him, but he's phenomenal, fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the things that he did, you know, and everything else. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I for me, he was one of my best friends growing yeah. up. So I spent when he talked about in the video building the compound and yep. living in the motorhome. I was there all those days. I mean, I was out there digging trenches with him, laying. Pipe, land pipe in <laughs> more than one fucking Damn. way. We're not oh, there. We're not, you're, we're not there not yet, Kyle. That was, my, that was my segue. <laughs> Keith Ruffin Dog is not started. Yeah, fourteen-year-olds, right. but keep pipe. going. Yeah, uh, digging trenches. Yeah, land pipe. PVC yeah. pipe. Yeah, yeah. dirty <laughs> mines. Point this um, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I've seen. I've probably seen him ride. Not obviously not as much as Big James or his parents. Yeah, I've probably seen him ride more than anybody. Right, and rode with him obviously. Yep. So. Just stuff he does is, yeah, I don't think there'll be anyone like him maybe ever for a long time. Riding with him, and then you got to ride with Chad, too, a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you learn more from? It was just different. Like, I've rode with Chad since probably 2012, 2011, or maybe 11. And I feel like Chad was like... Crazy after the Salt Lake thing. Yeah. They never rode together, but yeah. I mean, crazy. They became friends. Anyways. Who's that guy? I think it, like, I feel like Chad was maybe a little different back like yeah. years before mm-hmm. and then maybe when I was riding with him like now yeah. since 2011 um, he probably matured a lot and like just whatever so just different I would say I would say I would ch- say even just differently yeah. I learned a lot from James just like being around like seeing that side of the industry because I was an amateur when he turned pro um, just learning, riding, watching him riding and learning. I, I can see Chad helping go. you and James being like, I don't know how I, I do that, bro. I was yeah, that's, say, that's, if you want yeah. me to Hey, me James, it. how did you quad that? I don't know. Dude, <laughs> he's just good. Yeah, he just, he, yeah, he yeah. couldn't tell you. Right. So I think it was just riding with him and, and yeah. whatever. It was good. And then with Chad, it was more like actually helping you with things and kind of yeah. uh, training yeah. with you. Dude, James, when he was back in like 125 days, we would literally get up at 8 o'clock in the morning and start riding at 9, whatever. We would ride all day long. And I'm not kidding. When I say ride, training for Loretta's with Big James. This is when I was on like a super yeah. mini. Four 45-minute motos. Holy shit. <laughs> with They're like 12. Four 45-minute motos. Dang. With 15 minutes between each one. GPs. And when we came off the 15 track. 15 minutes. <laughs> when we came off the track, <laughs> we had to gas our bike up and oil the chain and have it ready before we could have a drink. And before the motos... Full gear, goggles, helmets, everything. Run the fence run line. Run the fence. I was just about to say. You run ran the, the fence line. Before each moto? Around the track. No, before the motos. For, that was our oh. warm-up 
full gear. It's like 110 degrees in the summer. 100 percent humidity. <laughs> it's like running through sugar sand in full gear, like oh helmets, goggles, everything. Before the hey, Chris that's is, why Chris he's the best. I got a few of those stories I, there too. Oof. I remember. I remember that's one time right. we're running the fence line, and Malcolm is like probably nine years old and he cut across the track because he was dying fat and tired like that <laughs> <laughs> and big, big James made everybody run the fence line again oh, it's we like a so football mad. team that's oh, awesome so but anyways we, we would, could do a podcast about stories yes. like this. we would ride but anyways so we would ride all day long and then about four in the afternoon load, our, load the truck up go to Bithlow ride till 10 o'clock at night Stop at Waffle House on the way home. Be at home midnight. Oh my wake God. up at 8 o'clock and do it again the next day. Ugh. Just ride all day. A normal day for him, like 125. Was this James pro? Yes. Your like amateur? 125. Yeah. 125 right, right, right. Days. Just Hit 125 nor- pin for 440s. Yes. <laughs> normal day for him, Supercross, was 520s every day. Yeah. Like, we had to go through five gallons of gas every day. Ugh. Damn, he wrote so much. Yeah. So um, I could never do that now. Yeah. Did you have any interaction with James ever? No. Never? No. I mean, say what's up, but yeah. that was it. Right. Um, always, I always looked up to him. Will Hahn told me that. Like, Will Hahn, like, legit dude, won a championship. Like, you know, Will had a great career. Will was like, yeah, dude, he was, like, talking to me and stuff. Like, Will was like, <laughs> like, love the fact that James would talk to him and call him once in a while. Like, you know, you're thinking about, like, somebody like Will Hahn. You're like, big deal. You're Will Hahn. Like, you know, yeah. he's kind of a big deal. He won a title. Dude, he was blown away that James would talk to him that's what pros I mean, are like right yeah. like that's what these guys are like i just think that's so funny that even you guys who are the best of the best are like i saw him on track walk once. you know <laughs> he, he had not at me in track walk james I mean, is pretty quiet yeah. though like right always he kind of like kept to himself try to keep his mm-hmm. circle kind of small yeah I guess. yeah for sure so i guess for people that aren't yep around him a lot it's probably kind of like because he is one of the, obviously one of the best guys ever in the sport. So yeah. probably for people that, like I said, weren't in that circle kind of. I, I got lucky. I did a few podcasts with him. He reached out to me, texted a few times, you know, told me a few things that I think, I mean, he was using me a little bit to get a, a message out, you know, but, but on the other hand, I got to know him a little bit, like kind of what made him tick and everything. And one thing about I, he was driven, like he hated to fucking lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when someone beat him, he would tell me things about that guy like that are like, I can't speak about. Yeah. Like he I, hated these dudes. He hated Chad. He hated Dungey, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I, I remember yeah. him telling me word for word multiple times, "I'll win or die trying." Yes, literally, yes. he means. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. not kidding. Right. He well, there was that for a long time. If he didn't crash, he won. Right. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, Four or five years into the 450 class, the yeah. only time he'd ever lost was when he crashed. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, if he stayed on his bike. He yeah. won. Yeah. And so. that's pretty much what he said in his video. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, whatever. That, that Do you talk to him at all me. anymore or no? I, I mean, when I see him, but I mean, yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I've ridden out there with Malcolm um, the last couple of years on and off and yeah. I haven't seen him. When the, when the season's over, I, I want to hit him up. So You guys are golf guys? You guys are golf? Go, he, he, he ain't listening. He ain't listening. But if he is, right. I'm, I'm going to hit him up anyway. Uh, I want to go golf. And Malcolm and him couldn't be any different. Could oh, be yeah. more different, you yeah. know, as people. Like, yeah, yeah. Malcolm. But forever, that's been that way. I, lo- I love Malcolm. Like, I love that he's kind of kept his personality, yeah. Um, in James's shadow through, yeah, through everything. I guess yep. you want to say, yep. Um, because I, he's like a little brother to me. I've right. known him since he was, yeah. before he ever really rode. So, at, at Geneva, yeah. he was so funny in Geneva. He was saying, "Hey, was was my brother better than Travis Preston in 125s?" <laughs> I'm like, "Are you high? What about Pastrana? Was he better than Pastrana?" I'm like. Your brother was the best 125 rider ever. <laughs> ever. He's just like, you think? I was like, you're an idiot, dude. He's like, Pastrana was, was cool, man. I'm like, Pastrana was cool. But your brother has Pastrana covered multiple times. It's just, I was like, and he's looking at me like, you think? 
That's for real, Malcolm. That's Malcolm. No, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, Malcolm? Yeah. Uh, so I anyways. was going to chime in for a second on just to give CR22 some love. I've seen, yeah. like, firsthand, 100 degrees. They just rode motos all day. Yeah. Chiz is going to go do a moto because you probably got there late or maybe you just want to do one more after him. He'll literally go out, like, yeah. And help him. Like, I'm yeah. talking about on the side of the track, right. cheering That's, him on, yeah. doing his yeah. lap times, like, helping, yep. pull him over, tell yep. him stuff. That's what I mean, back to that. Like, James was never, like, going to, like, for the most part, not in a – Yeah. Just, right. Not because no, he didn't yeah, want to. Yeah, just different. Like yeah. you said, he just kind of – Yeah. He just – you know, he just right. doesn't know probably right. how he does it, whatever. But, yeah, Chad, he'll be done early sometimes, you know, whatever, get his motors done, and I'm still riding, and he'll be out there – Pit boarding, yeah, like, yeah, like really, like yeah. diving in and being like, like technique right. stuff, you know, right. whatever. Try this and that. So, I'm kind of bummed, you know, that he's not in Florida. But yeah. when you look riding. back when you're older, though, that's the shit you're gonna remember, like that's riding with well, those guys and, ride, and riding with Tim Ferry. You ever ride with Tim Ferry? Uh, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, 2010, one of my best years. I rode at Red hey, Dogs. Thank you. That's where I rode. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Thank Timmy. you. But no, that's riding with the young kids now at Moto Sandbox, like Adam and yeah. Chase and, and a lot of those guys and Kenny. Like, I've told those guys multiple times, like, when I do, when I'm not racing anymore, like, that's what I miss the most is obviously the weekend's fun and um, being in front of everybody in the stadium racing. Yeah. But um, just during the week, like, the beat, you know, the, the camaraderie. The yeah. Yeah. During, you know, you got to yeah. give each other bull crap during yep. the week and just the motos. And for a while, like with Chad and Burner, we would like doing outdoor motos, depending on who was quickest or whatever that day. One would go first, one would go second, one would go third. And we'd literally have motos, and, like, somebody would get the red plate that day. You know, yeah, whatever, like, we'd cool. literally race, and yeah. just yeah. fun. Like, those yeah. are those are more fun to me than the weekend sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, Christian, you, you spent some time in Florida. Now you're, you know, now you're not doing it anymore. Um, you miss that kind of stuff? Yeah, I do, yeah. and I like – I mean, you don't see a lot of it anymore. Is like, Baker's Factory is probably the only group that rides together like that. Like – Everybody has so many riders have their egos, yep. and it's like they want to get better, but you can only get so good by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I like to branch out and try to ride with someone, even if they're a little bit faster. Like I don't care; I just want to be faster. So it's cool, like that they used to, those big name guys used to do that back in the day, you yeah. know. And like you don't see that anymore. And I mean, the guys that are winning are doing it. Yep. But I mean, I, that's you, just you look at a guy like JT, uh, who you know rode a Chad's, rode a Timmy's, rode with Tortelli. Like, dude, that helped him so much. Like, he just yeah. chased those dudes. I mean, he wasn't anywhere in their league, but yeah, he but... never gave up, and he didn't care about getting beat down every single day. Like, I'm yeah. just going to try to learn from these guys. And you know? it helps so much as having yeah. someone either right in front of you or behind yep. you every day yep. instead of doing motos by yourself. Right. So, um, Kyle Chisholm in studio, Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer. Uh, we got the X brand goggle tear-offs. I want to talk to you about Webb and Marvin. So we got, we got Christian, my take, Kiefer's take. Um, Look, there's going to be tension. There's going to be issues now going forward. You know, we all saw what happened. But my take, Kyle, is like that's super cross racing. I get Marv being angry. None of those moves by Marv early on or by Coop after, that's not a problem to me. That's, I mean, some people are like, oh, that's bullshit. And Webb kind of apologized after, said his emotions got to hold him a little bit. And like Christian said, as soon as Marv went to the dive of the inside, Cooper's body language changed. And and you were right about that. It's very smart of you to pick that up. But dude, this is supercross racing. Like none of those stuff was out of line. Yeah, no, I I thought it was all good. I like, yeah, they're teammates, but they both want. They're not. They're not. It's not a team sport. If one of them wins, <laughs> they don't both win the championship. No, so, no. I get it, but at the same time, they're both going for it. So at that point, I feel like yep. KTM or whoever's got to just be like, within 
keep well, it within okay. fit, well, like that's, whatever. That's don't what I was saying. So Marv's move, on, Marv's move on Tomac, don't do that. That's dirty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't do freeze on Pike. Don't do don't do Bowers on Barsha. Yeah. That's all dirty. That's as racers. We, I mean, at least I feel like you kind of know the difference between if somebody does you dirty or they're just being aggressive and racing you. Mm -hmm. Like aggressive racing, that they. Sh that's what we want us. I mean, if they didn't do that, I feel like we'd be kind of let down. Yeah, right, like. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, 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 I love watching that. I mean, you can't. They're going for the championship. I mean, that's there's nothing in our sport that's the pinnacle of the sport. So I mean, they can't give it to each other. I mean, what are they gonna hold hands? Well, that's across, just what I mean. Like cross the finish like, line together. I mean, so, <laughs> but in a way, they've they've been clean. It's been working out. But now Marv. Has to know now. I can be aggressive with with Coop, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I th poor Mark. But, he, by but the I way. feel like they should, anyways. I mean, they I know, just, I know. They should race as if they weren't teammates. You shouldn't take your teammate out, and you shouldn't take somebody else out. But you can ride them purpose, aggressively. Be aggressive. Yeah. Well, Wygan yeah. and JT so. are telling me on the race review podcast that, like, oh, that's a dumb move. He shouldn't have done that. That's out of line. Now Marv can blow him off the track. I'm like, no, you can't. But you yeah. can race someone aggressively. I I didn't put Alex over the wall, the sand, but. When Cooper passed Marvin going up the little wall thing in the sand, yeah, I passed Alex like that. I want to say like the first or second lap of the main event. Yeah. Not he didn't go off the track. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't at. We right. didn't make uh, contact. He was so pissed. By but, the way, yeah, yeah. Oh, I cut inside man. and then you know we went over the wall and fucking cheers. Fucking pal, brick shit house. Fucking cheers. You know what he thinks about right when that happens, right? What? Pulp show listeners. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Poor Alex. <laughs> I feel bad. I Have you ever gotten into with a teammate? Not a teammate. Nope. No, no, nope. never had it. So. In 2010, outdoors, me and Sipes, we were like, this we is were, Mortal Concepts. Yeah, Mortal yep. Concepts. We were at 450. We were, we we're still good. You know, we we're good friends then yeah. and still now. Yeah. And dude, we would, we had races. Where we were just like, not slamming each other, okay. but like, going at it, like Pretty aggressive much. and like, come off the track, like high five and yeah. like, never took each other out, but like, for sure making contact and just going for it, just racing. And then me and uh, Kanairi in Canada, we were teammates, and we had races where it was like we're yeah. going for the same line, and neither Fucking one of us is letting head, off. Dude, he's, we're just he's never letting yeah. off. No, no, yeah. Yeah. Bob will die. Yes, I know. Bob will yeah, die yeah. for yes. that eighth place in Canada. Yes, yes. So we had races like that, and right. we'd come off high five, and it's, it's I just, all good. I don't yeah. understand the outrage on social media, on RaceRx comments, my yeah. comments about this pass. It's yeah. a fucking championship on the line. It's millions yeah. of dollars. Me like and, me and Bob are doing it for eighth place, and yeah, maybe not eighth. I just yeah, top five in Canada. They're winning the championship. So I mean, Christian, you did say that Marv came in. Early aggressive, yeah. like that's a yeah. little much, right? Yeah, I think uh, he tried to make a little like, I don't too remember. aggressive. I don't remember the, it was that the first, one, first lap. One. The first lap, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I remember that. I feel like he kind of went out of his way to make sure it was yeah. a little much of a, a pass. See, but that's, see, that's what I mean as a racer, like what he just said. That's like where it's like, okay, dude, you, you kind of could have made the, the pass. pass without going out of your way yeah. to right, get the person. Right. So that's those are the things that is like that fine line of just yep. like the judgment. Even the, as racers, right. like what it should Even be. the Ferrandis blows thing. I mean, yeah, I took it a little far, but but blows should have let off. If he let off, these guys then said, he wouldn't crash. That's what these guys said. Like you got to know that you yeah, got you like know when. you you got to know. Yeah. Like I got like I got he got me. He yeah, Ferrandis had the spot. It's yeah. like, dude, he's got it. Just let let him go. Pass him back in the next corner yeah. or, or yeah. whatever, or just follow. Um, do you think this escalates? Do you think this gets? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. I'd be surprised. I'd be more surprised if it didn't. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, as a fan of the sport, I kind of. I don't hope anything like bad or yeah. dirty, yeah. whatever. But I hope they keep racing each other aggressive. I yeah, mean, it's it's fun to watch, dude. Both neither guy is a Supercross championship. Neither guy is a yeah. 450 championship. Right. I mean, this yeah. is a huge deal. 
And you know, know Webb obviously he's got the confidence, and he's turned every, yep. turned his not his career around, but whatever. You no, call I it. think he turned his career around. Sure, and he. Won. Yeah. I mean, you can just see like on the podium interviews, and right. Whether you love him or hate him, he's like he means business, and that's why yeah. he's yeah did what he did. And right. I think maybe for Marvin, it was like a little bit of a wake up call. Like I better mean business too. I think, I think I the Marv move on Tomac at, at, at East Rutherford was years of frustration at yep. being the the uh, the bowling pin. Yep. And and then because I don't know if Marv can ride like that. I don't know if Marv could, he did kind of on that first lap, like you said, Christian. But I don't think yeah. Marv could ride like that. But I feel like then Marvin. Like, but he has to. He got kind of crazy, not crazy, yeah. but you know, like he started making yeah. all those mistakes. You could see how frustrated it made him. Yeah. And then the reason he did all that is because you could see, like, in his mind, he was so frustrated and just like trying so hard mm-hmm. and then all those little mistakes came so like yep. where cooper's been able to kind of at least in that race you can see where he like kept his composure but stayed aggressive mm-hmm. where Mar- marvin yeah maybe lost it a little bit so I, maybe I mean, going forward he kind of regained i think that. the stuff with anderson last year marv was rattled mentally at some of those races like he was just not like i'm free like he's freaking out right he's like anderson just hit me he's my training partner i don't know what i'm doing ah you yeah. know what i mean so yeah. i mean i think that i think you can get into marv's head i do because he's just too nice of a guy yeah, he doesn't race like that. He's awesome though. Like I mean, watching the race this weekend, I felt like he was probably the fastest guy most of the time. But yeah. he just all the other little things he didn't he didn't make the win. He didn't. Yeah. Well, when he, he didn't got, make he, it happen, the, the third one he, yeah. he made it happen yeah. because he got a clean start. and He could yeah. take off, you know. So yeah. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if he won the next three races and and closed everything up. He's yeah. riding really good. So. Yeah. He's, I, been, I hope, he's been riding good. I mean, yeah. Eli rode great at Daytona, but Marv was also amazing. He was good. Yeah, I yeah. think. Since then, and maybe yep. just before then, he's been yep. really good. So yep. Cooper's been doing what he needs to do, but Marvin, I feel like, has maybe even been riding a little bit better. Yep. So I kind of hope that gets a little bit tighter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got a text during the commercial break that Marv was in California all week, and and so he's in California. Yeah. Coops in Coops in Florida. Hmm. I wonder su- how that's going to go. Not surprising. I I mean, I've never been in that position, but I w- I would feel like it would be awkward. Kind of tense. To, yeah. yeah. To be. To have, especially that, go on this weekend, yeah, and then have to go ride with each well, other. Well, I got a source that's deeply embedded in the Baker's factory. He's deep in there. He's a good friend of mine, but he's not giving anything up. Yeah, he's may or may not ride with Schmack Schmarsmore. <laughs> so, yeah, but he is not. What do you think he's doing? Just sitting back, dude. Just, yeah, you think he's, he's eating us up? Or <laughs> I, dude, I, I think Zach was like, "Hey, man, I'm just gonna do my thing. Just like, gonna sit back, right? And just laugh it off." But I yeah. mean. Yeah. Well, uh, one other thing I was impressed with Cooper this last weekend is his whoops. Like, yeah. He does not a blitzer all season, and all of a sudden he's blitzing and almost passing, I mean, a lot of people through yep. him. Yep. And he's usually a jumper all season, Dean, so I was really Dean impressed was great with in whoops and didn't really have much form yeah. in there. And then obviously Marvin struggled when, when he tried to blitz. Yep. And then Cooper, yeah, that was a huge surprise, yep. especially after Seattle when he couldn't get through him. He yep. had to jump him. Or so. uh, Detroit was bad for him too. Yeah, and so uh. I thought that was just going to be his thing is just jumping him and mm-hmm. – he blitzed and yep. surprised me. That, uh, that first set of whoops was pretty tough too. The the long yeah, set. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty tough. So yep. for him to do be good in those ones was good. Seattle's still and, tougher though, right? The yeah, Seattle ones, yeah. yeah. I feel like those are pretty close to Seattle, but okay. we had more traction this weekend. Okay. So a little so less made a difference. Yeah. yeah. Um one thing I'll add too to him being good in the whoops, he ate Christian shit. being good in the whoops? No, oh. well, he's good in the whoops. <laughs> he is good in the whoops. <laughs> but Cooper, about him about Coop, about Christian saying that Cooper was good mm-hmm. in the whoops. He ate shit in practice in those whoops. Yeah, he did. Down. Did you see him Yeah, crash? he got burned or something. I heard he got did, I got burned. Did you yeah. see the crash? I did not. I we saw have, him on the ground. We have it on video. Okay. They were videoing. I don't remember who it was. Yep. And you can see it in the corner of the video. 
I, right before you couldn't see, but I think he missed one. Ugh. And he nose-picked like the last like two or three and just over the bars, like no slamming way. pretty good. Oh. See, I would have thought that that would have shut him down for the night. Yeah. Like he just would have been like, I'm 3-3-3 three, right. three, three all night. Mm-hmm. And no, he that's where he yeah. was strong. Yeah. So. When I came around the corner and the medic flags were out, I couldn't see who was down. Mm-hmm. And I'm going on the you side of the You thought it was A-Ray? Uh, <laughs> I would have been surprised. Dude. It's just Poor so Avery. brutal. He's listening, like he, crying. Right he texts me. He said he's listening. He gets so, so mad, dude. Hey, hey I love Aray. <laughs> not changing the subject too much, but yeah, he's Avery, my guy. I, I love him too. I know he's listening because I, I was texting text, text him on the way here. Ah, fuck. Love you, Aray. Really? Turn way to go, show man. Off. Way to go. I've, I told him this. I've, I've told him this to his face. He. Because he, he crashes a lot, but he, dude, he goes for it. Like, I know. Trying. I it's love good. it. I love it. He's got heart, man. And, yeah. when, every time he crashes, I feel like I always see the crashes. <laughs> and every time he asks me, because I've told him this before, because like, as long as he's okay, like, yeah, he yeah, just falls yeah. over. And I'll just be laughing in my helmet. like right. During the race, the practice, I'll just <laughs> be laughing when he's down. I'll make sure he's okay. <laughs> and every time now when he crashes, he's like, you see me crash? Did you laugh? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I just give him shit. But if he's listening, like he has, like everybody says how sketchy he is. Oh, but does he, he work on technique or like trying to calm down a bit? Yeah. To be honest, I think he's really. I mean, he he rides. He really has good. potential. Yeah, like he he is good. He just needs to put it all together. I think, like like riding with him. Yeah, more than I ever have. Like at Suzuki and stuff, he rides really good. It's just the consistently doing it good every time. Yeah. It's kind of like he'll hit the rhythm so good one time and then the next yeah. time he won't hit a landing. And it's kind of <laughs> like what yeah. like what I and I can't answer that. I think he has to. Yeah. Like what happened from the cold call right now saying go fuck yeah. cold call. He's going to block me. <laughs> <laughs> He's blocking fans He's left and right. He is blocking right hard right now. He is he is going to block. Just I don't think he likes me already. So. Why? What's happened? Uh one day at Milestone I kind of made an aggressive you. pass. Oh really? And I did, really didn't mean to, but he went down pretty hard. Ooh. Oh, my. And he actually, I think he, like, hit his head maybe a little bit. And he was leaving, and he gave me a good, dirty look. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really didn't mean to be, like, put you on the yep. ground. Yep. And I hope, like, we're, we're okay. But yeah, we're squashed now. But, yeah. I mean, we've been on a bike ride since, but I don't okay. know if we're, like, yeah. if we're Well, it's fa- it's, it must be tough because both of you have the illegitimate father of Don Maeda. So both of you, you know, are going to be around. Both adopted. Yeah, you're both adopted. So you're going to be around Dawn and each other quite a bit. Um, Do you think when he lay in there, you think he's thinking about J-Bone and his dog? I wouldn't be surprised. I know. He loves his dog. Oh, my God. I can't even. That's your your profile photo right now, Keith. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's your profile photo. He was at Milestone, and he's just looking. You guys starting to look alike <laughs> <laughs> so i took a picture i go i yeah. gotta get this right, right. He, he'll just send me random photos of oh me dogs. too yeah, right. yeah he'll send me random basset His photos his dog too. is like yeah. scared of vibrators or something i saw a video of that too. oh really oh, yeah maybe too much that's after we got another 20 minutes for that um all right hey so uh a little bit more from uh from houston and we'll go into some x brown goggle tear off so you got to pick your questions too marks right are you ready to go don't ask questions from the guy that said Marx is great or something, whatever that guy was. Uh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know. I know He's what like, you're doing. I'm not ready now. Uh, don't forget, people. Friday night live shows: Vegas, Denver, New Jersey, Pulpamex, RacerX live shows. Tickets start at twenty bucks. So uh, please go there, check it out. We're gonna have some cool special guests, so that'll be interesting as well. Uh, so absolutely. So uh, we we're talking about Roxon earlier, Kyle, and, and I know this is for our listeners. We they heard us talking about Roxon, but I want to talk to you about that. Um. Won the first gangbang. Real great. F- f- tremendous. 
That's what she's, I call. That's what I call. She's laughing because she doesn't know why you said oh, that. Oh, I, I, we don't have a name for these things. Okay, yeah, we don't have a name. Actually, the greatest name. Ever a listener came suggested up with. it. A listener suggested I it. it. So um, right, I was in a gangbang. So <laughs> he he won the first one. We all know what happened in, in Dallas, and we know that you know he had a little bit of a rough time. Seattle, he rode great. Got second though. Won the first gangbang in this weekend. Crashing the first. Like, dude, he's got to be frustrated i mean christian was knows him better and was like no he, you know head up you know all of that but boy yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he was frustrated for a little bit because i mean obviously he wants to win and he's capable of winning so um yeah i mean look yeah i think he showed what he can do this weekend in the first race he was good he just yeah i mean he was good he put 10 seconds on everybody in a 12 minute race so right. um who who's more mystifying for you tomac or roxon uh tomac for sure yeah yeah, yeah. 100 everybody tomac. right yeah. tomac yeah, right absolutely. yeah yeah do you have any right. idea what's, what's going on with you, like, Tomac? Do you know anything? That, Dude, anything? it's got to just be, like, a comfort level thing with him with his bike or something. I don't know, on the weekends. Yeah. Because he's so good sometimes, and you can see it in his riding. Yeah. And then, like, this weekend, you can see that he just he doesn't look aggressive. And to me, I can kind of relate to that because if I'm not super comfortable with the track or my yep. bike, I will kind of just – I'll watch video and be like, right. I just look like I'm just riding around. But, yeah. like – and then you can see when you're really comfortable and you're really pushing it, yep. you can just see the difference in your body language. So, I think it's got to be get something arm pump? like that. Christian was I, saying arm pump, I, like it looks like he has. Yeah, arm and pump. That, and that's the comfort level. Because I, I know what it's like when you're riding with arm pump. Yeah, you're just, you just can't move. You're like you, this. You can't turn. Yeah. You can't jump. You got it a few yeah. years ago, bad. Like yeah. uh, I, I've I've gotten it. I mean, I usually don't deal with arm pump, but when I do, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like like I said, like for me, comfort level thing. Yep. And that's the other well, byproduct of not being comfortable is fucking arm pump and. And then you get arm pump and you ride, yep. you don't ride aggressively. So you can see it in the body language. So, yeah, I would say when he's getting like yep. that, feeling like that, wouldn't be surprised if he's getting arm pump. And then there's nothing you can really yeah, do. Yeah, you're, once you're that done happens. from there. Yeah, and then the races that that doesn't happen, look what he he's does. Gone. So, yeah. um, I think even he's, this weekend in the first race or first race, was he charged up? I think no, he charged up the third. One. Last one. No, no, no. Last one he was great. The first one this week, he charged up. He and then charged, back. and yeah. then, dude, it was backwards from there. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. what? What's going on? Like, I mean, literally I, in the middle of a gangbang, he's changing speeds. I honestly did the same thing. I think in the first race this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's some, something yeah. similar. But it's hard, even for somebody like me. I look at him and I'm like, dude, you're Eli Tomac. Like, I it happened to me, but like it shouldn't <laughs> happen to you. <laughs> like in the first minute, yeah. I caught yeah. up and I caught like a few good guys and was riding really good, and then road tight arm pump and you know we're six seven minutes into it and i'm riding like a goon the rest of the race so um but for somebody like him it's like dude you're supposed to win like that shouldn't happen yeah, to you right but i think it i think it does yeah so uh christian you've been in tomac's position not as a 450 title winner but as a 250 guy that wants to win races and should win races and be a guy and you've had some failures at that some successes as well yeah. what's that like i think when you expect so much out of yourself yep. it's when it can go bad it's like you can either go one way with it, and it can go good, yep. and and then other ways. But if you're sitting on the line and you're like, I got to win this. It's just so many people are expecting you to dominate, yep. and it just like, it turns opposite. <laughs> so I don't know why it does that, but yeah. it's just, that's just the human God, nature. It's got to be hard to, to deal with. That's what, you got to worry about that at Hangtown <laughs> I don't got to worry about anything. <laughs> yeah, like you got to worry about that at Hangtown Apollo. Ain't no winning over here. <laughs> well, whatever. 10, so 10. I'm just going to go ride. I, I need my fucking hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a hot tub out of Genova. Yeah, wait. Remember, I was, you were talking up there with Pookie. Yeah. At Oakland, I think it was, on track talk. Yeah. We were, you were talking to Tony. We were all sitting there talking. 
What's the latest? Dude, it, it is this this fucking hot tub thing has been up and down, bro. Like I don't know where I stand. I met a I met a bullfrog guy in Seattle. Went well. He exchanged he, he gave me his business card. He asked you me just for, say you met a hot bullfrog guy? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I met a hot bullfrog guy. <laughs> that what you just said? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. oh a hot, hot tub bullfrog guy. Oh, okay. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so uh, he was hot though, yeah. Right. Um but uh so I was like, Hey Genova, should I contact this guy? Mike's like, I got this. And I'm like, the next week, I'm like, Mike, what's the status? He's like, I don't know. We're, I, I, I think we can work. So, I, I don't know what's going on, bro. This has been a season. I want a hot tub, too. This has been a season long fucking hot tub thing. I don't know if I'm ever going to get hot it. in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> going to make me sweat. Ow! Ow! Um, all right. Okay. So back to Roxon. Do you want him to win? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's so close. I, I love Kenny. He's like, yeah. yeah. Riding we all last, do, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's a good guy, and then I've been riding with him more the last yeah. probably a couple years, and, man, he worked so hard, and and to come back yeah. from what he's come back the last uh -huh. couple injuries, yeah. I, he was so good before the first right. injury. It's like, yeah. it's tough, but I, I think he'll get back there. I mean, it just takes time. Right. I think if he hadn't had that second injury last year, he would be back there from that first bad one, but... Uh -huh. um, yeah, uh, I, I want him to win. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. X Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. Uh, we got questions for all of us here at the table. Uh, X Brown Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. How's your X Brands, Chiz? They're great. You have been an X Brand rider for clear, many years. Clear as ever. Fantastic. And no dog hair nowadays. Oh, oh, here wow. we go. Here we go. Had to throw it in there, <laughs> didn't you? X Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com, the choice of champions everywhere. X Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. It's the X Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Hey, uh, Kenny Watson's just something to say for you about the dog hair comment. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, Pulp19 is, is the code to save. Uh, Pulp Show 19? Pulp19? Why are you asking me, bro? I don't know, bro. Unbelievable. Pulp Mx19. Pulp Mx19? I think so. Okay. Uh, X Brand Goggles, EKS Brand, Choice Champions ever. Ricky Brabeck? Ricky Braid. Gary Sutherland. Gary Sutherland wears X-Brand. That's right. Alex Ray wears X-Brand. Do you think when Alex is going upside down, <laughs> just about to say do you think that, the vision is there. clear? I bet it's still clear. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you Are you familiar with him, Christian? No idea. No. Who oh. the fuck is that yeah, guy? Yeah, your, your cord is jacked up. Look down. Keep following you. Dear? Oh. Rick? <laughs> Follow your line. You're going to cut cord, this out, right? Maybe Brittany needs to cut this maybe, one out. No, we're going to keep going. Hit it. Yeah. Am I good? Oh, there you go. Oh, you're back. Try not to touch anything. You raise the radio, bros. <laughs> okay, so uh, these questions submitted by Corey Moser. <laughs> Chiz loves the drops. I love it. Chiz loves the drops. <laughs> the DV drop right there was just perfect. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so 30 seconds on the clock. X Brown goggles submitted by Corey Moser. Rapid fire. Here we go. Let's do this, Marks. Right. And should we ask Brittany that one? Yeah. Okay. It's oh, in here. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Shit. Mm -hmm. We'll even save it for last. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Kiefer. Yeah. Who or what's to blame for the awkward AC crash? Uh, uh, cross jumping, I guess. I would assume someone crossed over and he was in his line. He probably didn't know he was behind him, and that's why I tried to grab him in midair and say, hey, I'm here. Just letting you know. <laughs> Let you know. Right. Hey, yeah. I'm here. Tapping his back. Hi, I'm right back here. <laughs> Is that Carly Rae Jepsen's song? What? Hello. Carly? I just oh. met you. <laughs> I don't even know who that was. Oh, yeah. She's Canadian. Okay. Right. Amazing. Uh, Christian, Steve blames your father-in-law for you staying in the 250 class. If you had a 450 offer, would you take it? Yes. If it was for the right team. Don't. If it was for the right don't. team don't. and the sun and the moon were aligned and it was a full factory bike, I'd take it. 
I don't blame your father-in-law. I blame all of you, all of those two fifty guys. So not just no, the goal is to be in a four fifty class. Thanks. Doesn't seem like it. it Doesn't seem it like is. it. Nope. What's it, what do you want to do? Could have fooled me. Let me ask you this, Kyle. Oh, here we go. You <laughs> just walked in a shit We're busy. Let's Let get back to this. Can we just keep going, rolling along? 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. This is already I was going to say, I thought he's done pretty well in the 450 before. Fuck off. 30 seconds. All right. We going? Yeah. Because right. <laughs> I, I already know Chiz would side with me, so it doesn't matter. Everyone oh, knows yeah. Chiz would side with me. Who's better, McElrath <laughs> or Joey Savacci? Last year. Like, and their 250 career. Yeah, just, just who, who's a better rider? I feel like Shane. No, oh, yep. what do you know? Rick. <laughs> Last year. Rick. That's what I said. <laughs> Why can't Shane do what Joey does this year? Yeah, I mean, Next year. Joey's. Ask him the question that you really need to ask him. If you had an opportunity and said, yo, a team coming to say, back it down, your back's jacked up, it's all good. Just sit the na- sit it out. We have, we have a ride Just for you next four year. Just miss four out of nine. Miss four out of nine races. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I would do that, too. We got 200K for you. Yeah, no problem. Would, yep. Would, Thank you. I you know what? Thank God it. Neil Armstrong didn't say that about going to the moon. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to go. No guarantees. I'm not going to the moon. I'm out. We went to the moon? Thank God that's Neil Armstrong didn't say that. Say, that's, that's a conspiracy. A conspiracy. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God the fucking guy who invented penicillin didn't say, you know what? Too fucking hard. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Thank God for these people in the world that actually strive to be great. Thank uh, your, you. Your apples to apples Thank comparisons you. are awesome, by Thank the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Christian's, Christian's <laughs> Poor Shane. <laughs> He's the nicest hey, guy. He's the greatest uh, guy ever. I will say, I know you. we have some, a little bit different opinions, but I feel like the 250 class thing, like they can't make it one class. It needs to be two. That limit jobs, which is the... Yeah, Not we don't need less jobs, it, right? right? So keep it like that, but let anybody race it unless you've won a championship. And you've been I'm fine with it. Like, if you want to make it wide like, open, I'm fine with that, like, but don't do what we have right now. Well, like, Shane should be able to just keep racing, and then it's like, well, hey, I think I'm going to just stay in the 250 class. You, there shouldn't be a pointing out. Like, if you win a championship, maybe have a year to defend it, and then you got to move up. But other than right. that, you can race as right. long as you want. Yeah. Martin, stay in the 250 class. Right, do whatever you, you want. want. Christian, me, whoever, like... If yeah. you win a 250 championship, maybe defend it, then move up. Other than that, the both classes are open. Right. It's just what it should be. They're professional classes, right? Professional racing. Yeah. Get yeah. paid to do it. Yeah. I agree, but it's not like that. And so let's yeah. strive to be great. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a long story, though. The Rick thing. I'm not going to get into it. But just, oh, my yeah. God. I think, I think we feel like good, we're though. Outside of an Even if joke. you don't know what the fuck it is, it's still awesome. It's so funny. I'm laughing. I think we pulled all the tear offs in one swipe. Yeah. We'll, we'll pull one more. Steve. Thanks, Brian Goggles. What should A Ray and Seven Deuce Deuce be trying to learn from Chiz? Mm. Fucking just be Chiz. Like, don't have the ups and downs they have. Just be right. Chiz and be calm. When you need a start, you get it. When you're racing against riders that don't have no experience, you, you're smarter. You don't freak out on the first laps. You let race come to you. You do the, all the jumps consistently, and that's it. Do they need to drink the chiz juice? Drink the chiz okay. juice. You know, we were going to do this. So the Team Hep is basically Team Pulp, right? Outside of Fly Gear, they basically should be Team Pulp. They're just, much, yeah. they're just our guys, right? So we were going to make up this championship belt, and... Every whoever wins on the team at the beginning this of the year better still be happening. It's not. Your oh husband ruined God. it. Oh, we were gonna make hell. a belt with Pulpamex and the guy that beat the number one rider on the hip team was gonna get the belt every week. And they were gonna theoretically pass it off week to week. Right, but that's not happening. But this fucking guy <laughs> just dominates the other two guys. I mean as, as they 
Have they beat you once? Seattle. Like when oh, I yeah. crashed on the start. Okay, so yeah. Right. So there we go. Yeah. So I canceled the order on the belt. <laughs> I ain't paying. Hey, I think at Seattle, like, you lost the fucking belt or what? Yeah, I've I ain't been paying for the belt. I ain't paying three hundred dollars for no belt. For, I'm getting the, vi- no, the you're belt. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm done. Walk. Blame your teammates. They suck. So all right. Oh. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> He's joking. Listening. I'm joking. All right. Chiz, what has been the best bike you've raced during your career? Ooh, Ooh good one. I know this answer. That's, well. that's a hard one. Let's yeah, see. probably Sam Manuel. But I will say, I feel like I was kind of. Not too Canada. young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Phil has some good stories about Canon Day. <laughs> I feel like I was too young to like really young and inexperienced yeah. to really like reap the real benefits of what it was. Where like now I feel like if I had that opportunity now, it would be so much better mm-hmm. just with my experience and like I didn't even know how to test back then, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, that probably was the best. Thirty seconds. Stop right. talking rules here it's not known nobody probably even knows what the bike it was they're like san manuel oh yeah yeah, 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 what, yeah, what, yeah. what was it at, at altitude it hung a left <laughs> at altitude but other than that it seemed fine <laughs> it couldn't stop it. couldn't stop and hung a left hey yes all right next next question Brittany, which rider is considered the current hottest commodity or catch i mean obviously chiz what does that mean it's, like, it's moser that- Moser, that's the dumbest question ever. Like I'm who's the ba- best bachelor racer, oh. right? Is that what it means? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Like eligible rider? Yeah. yeah. She is smarter than the rest of us, apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, obviously I'm going to say my husband. I don't know. Are you giving me 30 seconds? Everyone's married. 19 seconds. Yeah. I don't know. Um, everyone's married. Bro, bro, we got kids. She doesn't waffle, pay attention waffle, waffle, waffle. Sexton doesn't look like okay, he's married. Hold on. Sexton has a chick. Oh, he does? Yeah. Not married though. Doesn't yeah, count. My level. Married, 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 married. Yeah, you know what? Married, married, married. This is the stupidest question ever. Right. Every single it's person. Over. Is it's over. It's over. It's done. It's over. Rick. Rick. <laughs> Can I just tell <laughs> you? Just Can I defend myself? Cooper Webb, engaged chick. Marvin married. All. They're all fucking married. Yep. Everyone on this list I know. has a chick. The 90s Goodbye. Home life. Bang, bang everything left and right. <laughs> that's right. Home life. <laughs> yep. All I right. can't find one person on this list that's not with a chick. So I need a new question. Okay. All right. We'll get to them. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh great. Kiefer, yeah. uh, can Tomac be fixed, and who can fix Tomac? Yes, DV. <laughs> Bold. Thank you. I'd like to hey, see how that goes. Just, Drop the mic. This year was with DV. Yep. Just saying. Christian, how has Connor Fields helped you, and what does a mental coach actually do? Uh, I wouldn't say Connor's a mental coach. He's more of like someone that uh, guides me in the right way. Um, I've been I've helped got helped by a mental coach. Also. This is gonna take longer than thirty seconds, right. so turn that thing off. Um <laughs> he's he, the biggest thing is he's like, What's your plan on race day? And if you ask any racer, they're gonna be like, Uh, I wanna win. But that's not a plan. You gotta have a plan of what you want to happen, what could happen. Fail what, the plan, plan to fail. Okay. Oh, yeah, sounds like I'm talking to my But that's my biggest girls. thing is this <laughs> plan. Thirty seconds, let's go. Listen to this. It's good. I am. I am. That's why I put the. I turn it off. No, the phone dropped. All right. No, I turn it off. Plan what you want to happen, and that's the biggest thing of what I learned, and I'm still learning. So, boom. I can't wait for you on a 450 outdoors. God, your style, your smoothness, like just adapts. Just fucking his legs are. He's losing his legs, and he's soaking it up. I know. Wait, are you on 450 outdoors? It's insane to watch. It's great. I'm not. Oh. 
I said, what they this? want me to. What are you doing this summer? He is retired from outdoors, he told me. And now, now uh, he's pulling some shit with I don't know well, yet, for real. Oh, I, I talked to somebody. I like I how Chiz, too. I like how Chiz is no. grinder. Like, don't have a ride? I'll jump in the motorhome, Gare Bear. Yeah, we're going that's to, what we're I'm going saying. To so I like that's it. what I've always done. No, I, it's great. I like it. But he showed up one year at Supercross. I, I don't want to get into it. That it means he loves duct dirt tape, bikes. Duct tape, duct tape helmet. I knew it. I knew it. Duct tape fucking visor. Stock exhaust? Stock bars? Stock bike, Fuck it. One one different tooth on a sprocket, and then you rode the main, <laughs> and you got a Rock River ride or whatever it was. Uh, it was not, it, yeah. Rock River much. took the bike to the track okay. for me, and then, and then I got Moto Concepts. Okay, that's it. All so right. before this, he said I'm super yeah, only. But he's I'm retiring he's, he, from outdoors. He's just he like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm a racer. I race. That's what I do. Yeah, no, he's not. He'll be, he'll be fucking there. Hang down. Whatever right. the person I know. He's I know. there. I know. I promise you, it's gonna happen. I have no plans for outdoors. Just chizzing along. Just chiz, 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 chiz. Yeah, chiz, chiz. All over. Yeah. Whatever, chiz. Okay. Steve. Yep. Pookie is looking even more fire than usual. Truth. Are you at all? Excuse me. Are you at all concerned? And have you got her on a tight leash? One hundred percent. And no, I do not. Pookie is looking good. I told her that as soon as I walked in. Yeah, the she's you know. fucking smoking. She is a fucking basement. smoke show right now. Yep. You know. Basement. Basement. Okay. You and I are basement husbands. We're so basement. 100%. And Mosier, the only person on this whole mother effing list is maybe Justin Bogle. Everyone else no has chicks or Bogle? There's, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know his personal okay. life. I yeah. just know he sounds like Chiz. But well, other than that, remember when, he, remember when we did the Bogle versus Chiz yeah. contest? <laughs> that was good. That was fun. It was good. Although it was really obvious to me. Like, I got them all right. Of course. Yeah, because cause I, I know you too well. Tell, right, but it's pretty similar for people who don't. All right, uh, Chiz, what is something your teammates do that makes you cringe? <laughs> what don't they do? exist? <laughs> <laughs> what don't they do? Yeah. Their eating habits. What's their eating habits oh. like? Day of rice. It's all foods every weekend. All foods. Yes, I was just about to say. Yeah. Literally, I think this weekend we were there since Thursday because we had some. Sponsor stuff to do. Yep. They had Whole Foods breakfast, lunch, dinner every day. We were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> well, these are eating well. Hold on. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Can't yeah. hate on that. And um, I met DeAndre Hopkins at the one, and I was yeah. bummed I didn't go there. That is cool. I was gonna go eat lunch with him, and yeah. I was like, eh, I'm not going. Right. DeAndre Hopkins was there. Um, twenty nine point eight. So Good what, job. Yeah. Uh, did you see Nick Way's Instagram story? Seven Two Seuss has a muffler he brought on the plane. I didn't see it. He had a muffler. He had to tell TSA like, I'm, I'm not gonna kill anybody with this thing. It's not a bomb. Like. <laughs> I saw he that. Got, that Nick good. saw it in the yeah. overhead compartment. Yeah. That's got to be Adams. <laughs> That's got to be Adams. <laughs> it all is right. literally something with him all the time. Yeah. That's oh. entertaining. Right. It's yeah. very entertaining. All right. Brittany. Yes. F. Mary Kill. There we go. Oh, I fucking love this game. Chiz, go. A. Ray, 7 Deuce Deuce. <laughs> Fuck Chiz. Mary A. Ray. No. Oh. <laughs> Mary oh. 7 Deuce Deuce. Mary 7 Deuce Deuce. No, no, no. Wait, I've said it wrong. No, really. 7 Deuce Deuce. Is like the funniest person to be around. Totally marry him. Sorry, Ray, you're fucking out like shop. Oh, Clip. sorry, Clip. Clippy, Clippy. Poor Ray. Oh, you know how I didn't even say marry my husband. I said fuck him. <laughs> we all noticed. Oh yeah, we all right noticed. Away, yeah, we didn't notice that. Cool. I, I didn't notice that. I noticed. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna bang one of them. All right. Yeah. So that's that's it. <laughs> you're getting married though. She's so just getting married. No yeah. banging. Yeah. No oh. bang me you. on the side. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, bang okay. you. Yeah. Married to the funny one. A Ray's gotta go. A Ray's oh, a fucking. Christian looks very confused. What about J Bone? J Bone will be left without a dad. I don't need to take care of J Bone. I've got enough shit on my plate. By Where does J-Bone go? Poor J-Bone. With his chick? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kiefer. Yeah. How would Anderson fit into the, the bake, this Baker's factory dynamic no. had he not gotten hurt? Oh, just in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you think Webb and Muscan are hitting each other? It would be so much worse if J.A. was in the mix. Oh. 
He would T-bone. He's savage. A- NFG? NFG. Yeah. All right. 18 seconds. Christian, when you watch a race, who are the riders you spend the most time following? Um, gosh, this one's hard. Now that Timmy's retired, I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to say that. Uh, Cooper and Adam. 14.5. Good job. Steve, who do you think is a better sexpert, Kiefer or Britt? Mm. Oh, I mean, I don't really know Brex, Britt's, Britt's sex pert advice, but she'll be good. Yeah, but Kiefer, I mean, he fucking studies this. I didn't like, Kiefer lost a little bit of credibility with the bury it deep comment. No, you just bury it deep. You, no, I'm, crotchal I'm, region. That's no, not that kind of bury it deep. Oh, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay, like, okay. the guy cheated on his chick. Yeah. And Kiefer was like, you do not let that out. You bury that oh, deep. Oh, shit. I'm not commenting. Let's not. You don't fucking bury that. I mean, See? I but he's not married. Oh, well, then. It's a chick. He went somewhere and made a mistake. He knew he fucked up. But how long has he been with this chick? It's like somebody's going to marry? Six months. Oh, it wasn't bury six that months, fucking was it? shit in the grave. I know details, bro. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but your wife, like, no. Yeah, wife, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're out. No, don't fuck right. with that. That's fucked up. Chiz, have you ever had to confront anyone for sliding into Brit's DMs? Mm, good question. He gets pissed about my dick pics. I don't pics. think I ever have, have I? No, you You get dick pics? Yeah, yeah but she gross. has, and I give her crap. But, like, no, not one good dick. Like, whoever, if you're out there and you sent me a dick, like, <laughs> your dick's gross. Don't send that shit around. It feels like an appetizing look going, but, like, look at this, Chiz. Yeah. Never. Like, nasty. She, nasty. She showed nasty. me a few. Like, I'm just like, look at this. It's fucking well, disgusting. Before we get too far, the she next did. question is, oh, okay. the last one for, for, for Brittany, is there such thing as a classy dick pic? Mm. Yeah, 100%. I ask Chick just for a dick pic every weekend when he's gone. Serious? I only get him 50% of the time. I don't give I, do hey, get a, I, don't, I do get him sometimes. I don't Hold give on. him all the time. I can't, I <laughs> God can't damn it. Why are we talking about this later when I can talk about it? But he can take a classy move, one. Like, there's on. a good looking one. Okay, bye. You do it? Yeah, he does it some of the time. Is I it can't get to her all the time. Is it semi? Yeah, is it hard? Flaccid? No, hey, easy, easy, I, easy. That's later. That's hey, later. That's gotta, later. I'm gonna. That's a Let's tease. Talk about later. That later. That's later. Mm-hmm. That's that's later. Right. Um, I got Gare Bear in the room with me half the time. <laughs> X brand goggles. <laughs> Choice of champions everywhere. X brand goggles. If you don't wear X brand, you won't win. It's that simple. So uh, please choose X brand. <laughs> You'll be wearing X brand at the first two no, rounds. Yes, you will. It's a team sponsor. You have to. It's a team sponsor. Patch. Nope. Patch. Nope. Um. All right, uh, btosports.com, tweet it, Travis segment, let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. btosports.com, use the code PulpMX when you call there, uh, tell them PulpMX sent you, um, or um, put it in the notes section and they'll, uh, they'll save you money on anything btosports.com has, uh, has in stock, uh, bike, mountain bike stuff. Mm. Big mountain bike hour today. God. Uh, taser life. How many listeners did you lose? How many did you gain in that hour? I lost a lot. I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> Suck it, everybody. I put out I put out so many hours of content. You, you do put out. You idiots can can deal with an hour right. of me talking to... Uh, honestly, Jeff Steber's a mountain bike legend. And, like, it, and if you're a moto enthusiast, it crosses over. It's, yeah, it's, it's fine. Insane. Christian Craig was in studio. I mean, he's a current racer talking right. about tasers. Right. He, he, he makes it all relevant. That was fun. Christian's more he's geeky over bicyclists I think I am right I so am. I'm similar with bicyclist bodies when I go go to a race I've been to a race like Colorado had a race a tour yeah. and I would just geek out on their legs for like five minutes <laughs> the calves yeah like, um, calves. so anyways btosports.com bike body parts 
Uh, Pulp Max save, um, save code. Oh, I'm fucking dealing with this. Hold on. Save the code. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Rick. Rick. <laughs> okay. Uh, big announcement, by the way. Chris Kiefer is uh, riding the first two nationals at Paula and Hangtown. And Keyword I am, riding. And I am team manager at the MCR Bullfrog Spas Honda team. God, it's going to be awesome. It's fucking going to be good. It's going to be a good time. Yep. It'll be fun. We can't yell at each other, though. I'm not going to yell at you unless you do shitty. Well, there might be a high possibility of that, so. Are we in shape? I'm in shape. Well, we, I'm not. We, this is a team. Well. Well, you're involved. We're not We're not there yet. I'm not going to say we are in shape, but we're not there yet. But, yeah, but we're, you'll, we'll you'll we got a base. Can you go out with him? Can you, can you go out See, with him? See, that's what I was asking. You're going to go down there and test and make sure no, he's got Heather, a good base? No, Heather's, he's out. Heather's our testing uh, you make facility. Sure the forks look good in the corner. Yeah, Heather, Heather is the uh, the testing uh, ah, facilitator. She's so practice. She's in charge of practice. Stuff. Practice mechanic. <laughs> um, I, I am just up here making the big decisions. So, um, absolutely. So. Big dig energy, always. Okay, Quiet down. Later. <laughs> okay, uh, speaking of Jake Weimer, by the way, coming in next week, Jake Weimer and, and Nicole Weimer is coming in, and Nicole Weimer has saved her DMs. God, that's awesome. And she'll be reading them on the air. Amazing. This was our segment we that's wanted to be been trying segment. to do forever. And I'll be listening. Yes, it'll be fantastic. So, all right, these questions are submitted at the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Uh, the guy in the corner over there goes through them, picks the best ones, and uh, they're for all of us or any of us, and uh, let's do this, Marks. All right, this one's from Marks is Awesome. Oh, shocker. I'm just Amazing. kidding. Shocker. From Todd Dahl, with MXGP testing a new goggle rule where a rider cannot circulate the track more than one lap without goggles, will we see this in the U.S.? Maybe not this year, but next year. I saw this. Did you see this? Uh-uh. Yeah, new rule, MXGP. You got, they're testing it. They're going to put it in full effect next year, but if you, you cannot ride more than one lap without pulling in for goggles. Hmm. How do we feel about that? Yeah, really? This makes sense. It's safety, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean if, if it's for everyone, then they it's make, fair. They make front and back uh, chest protectors mandatory yeah. in MXGP. Yeah, you know? I guess they already do that. Yep. I feel like that's a bigger deal than the goggle thing. Yeah. I guess some people don't like the restriction right. of a chest protector. Yeah. So. Are you chesty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or under. Over back and front? A hard one, yeah, yeah. front and back. Atlas Brace also. Christian? AtlasBrace.com. Oh, yeah. I got one. <laughs> okay. AtlasBrace.com. We got one Pulp Mix graphics right there, Chiz. You can take that home. I like it. Yep. Amazing. All right. From Nathan Preeb, Kiefer, are there disadvantages to running tubeless on the track? Same question for an 18-inch rim. Tubeless? Moose? Yeah. A moose, maybe? I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Because uh, there are tubeless motorcycle tires. I don't think they work that good. Advantage for me, like when I ride with a moose, when we do some testing, I like the dead feeling of a moose in the rear. And it kind of makes the the rear end feel a little. I have I have a little bit more traction, and I have a little less movement in the rear. Tube has a little bit more of a springy feel, um, but it depends on the moose as well. Sometimes you get really hard mooses, and it makes your shock feel real harsh. So uh, there's a couple of mooses that work really good, and there's a couple that are really bad. So it just depends what you get. What do you like to think about mooses, Chiz? I think it depends for me too. Like everything Keeper yeah. just said is right. I feel like your shock setting maybe needs to could be changed a little bit like you said the the dead feeling of like yep. the moose might need to have a little more right. open rebound or just turn clickers stuff like that so yeah but christian it's nice to not get a flat tire i actually went back to back with one last week um on friday and i liked the two feeling too like i felt like it was lighter yeah but you can't run it outdoors i know yeah like that. I, but i felt like my rear end like i could steer better with it and it felt way lighter in the rear but way lighter yeah it felt lighter yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. With, I like the two better, too. Right. But if it's somewhere where you need the 
Yeah, moose. most of the time we're running moose, right. so we just get used to that. Yeah. Right, and if you're running outdoors and you have a moose, you're not pivoting as quick. Yeah. You know, so you have more faster straights, so maybe not as noticeable. All right. From Tanner Hall, Christian, Steve once asked on the show why you have an agent since your father-in-law owns the team. Yeah. Is, is this so you have you don't have to negotiate with your father-in-law, or is there a different reason? Yeah, how's that going to go? No, it's for when I move up to the 450 class. There you go. I ain't never going to I have an agent so. to help me with that <laughs> instead of my father-in-law trying to help me with that. He can't right. do that. Well, that ain't going to happen. So. Why? I, no one's ever going to move up ever again. <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> this one's from Alex You should Ray. go 450s. You should. Oh, fuck. Your style, everything about it, four fifty. Dude, it's hard though. Like, where, yeah. like, where's he gonna go? Not to you know he... what was hard going to the fucking moon, Chiz. But Neil Armstrong did it. <laughs> we don't know that's apples right. to apples. Good times. <laughs> that was hard. But I mean, he's good enough to race. You know what's hard? Building the fucking Golden Gate Bridge. But they did it. <laughs> but who are they gonna kick out for him? What's next? What are you gonna say next? Please, we need one more. You know what's hard? <laughs> no, never mind. Come I'm on. just saying. I'm just saying. Like, like, like save you know. that one for in like yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. thank you. Uh, from Alex Ray, <laughs> keepers oh, yes. disgusted in me. I'm just like, wow. From what? Wait, I already Alex know. I, from Alex I Ray. already know this one, and I don't know the answer. Go well, we're gonna read it anyway. Go ahead. Kyle, who are you saving in a burning building? Me or Adam Entknap? Uh-huh. Or J or J Bone? My answer is gonna be J Bone. <laughs> J Bone was thrown in after. You're saving J Bone. Yeah. Yeah. J Bone's a dog. Yeah, oh, okay. he can't help yeah, himself. Yeah, not J Bone from G. He can't help like, himself. Right. Those two guys can. So, what's Justin Hill doing out there? By the way, does anybody know? What's Josh Hill doing? <laughs> he's making some sick videos. Yeah, he he's going to Hawaii, I think. Doing some quads. He's going I think, to Hawaii he, I think he's jumping to the moon like Neil Armstrong. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I would, I would follow this, but he's too big of a douchebag for me. I cannot yeah. get over the fact how what a douchebag move he did to me. So I can't. Is physically, he go, is he going to Hawaii? I think so. so. I can't physically like check anything out. I just I'll, I'll throw up on my phone, <laughs> so I can't do it. Oh, you're a monster party thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's douchebag move. All right. From Jeremy Finley, Kiefer Fox Shock has electronic adjustable suspension for snowmobile shocks. Do you see that technology making it onto factory bikes? Mm. Possibly someday. Okay. Not not in the near future. Like imagine coming out of a turn right before a set of whoops. And just hitting a button and like stiffening up your, slowing down your rebound and stiffening up your compression. Now, if you forget to hit it, but that's it's going to be in the other setting. What about in the battle and you just get stuffed and? No, I know. Yeah, and, yeah, and you forget and you hit the whoops like normally, and your shock's got another yeah. setting in it. Or if you have right? someone running it for you, like all right, he's coming in the yeah. loop, boom. Yeah, there you go. Stiffer. <laughs> all right, that Bluetooth. Looked good. That looked yeah. good. <laughs> right, right. I got a Bluetooth shock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Scotch speaker. <laughs> From Jill. Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to give away a Scotch thing. Fuck, I forgot. Unbelievable. Uh, contest at Pulp Boom bottle? Show. Something. All right. Uh, contest at com. everybody. You wanted something from Skosh. Thanks to those guys from Skosh for coming on board. Dude, they make cool shit. Pulp. Hold on. Here we go. You're good with the codes tonight, aren't you? Rick? <laughs> <laughs> They're new, bro. Pulp 25 at checkout to save 25%. Skosh.com. Pulp 25 at checkout. Thanks to those guys. Contest at pulpmuckshow.com or give away something from Skosh. All right. Thank you. Carry on. From GL's Junk Thoughts, Christian and Chiz, will you guys be starting a podcast when your time comes to retire? <laughs> and Kiefer, what's your favorite non-Pulp Empire podcast? No no podcast for me. You're out. Yeah, can't do it. Mm-hmm. Never say never, but I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. Chiz uh, can't even put an office chair in his house. He ain't fucking buying equipment to start a podcast. So, not. I went to Chiz's house five, six years ago. There was a stand in the office for the chair. It's come a long way. I decided There's to... a desk and a stand. That he sat on. It yeah, works. He's, if that if I did not live there and I yeah. didn't tell him 
Right. They're ridiculous. There'd be nothing 100%. in the house. 100%. There would be nothing in the house. He will walk around and be like, why do we need this decoration? I'm like, because it's a fucking home. Right. Keep walking. Ugh. It was like $36. Like, yeah. what is your problem? I know. Keep I'd walking. I'd rather have the $36. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. Uh, uh, favorite podcasts, The Forward. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Well. From Kurt. Steve, who finishes better in outdoors, Covington or Lawrence? Oh, that's a good question, right? I don't really know much about the Lawrence. Yeah, I don't really he got that much. third in the GPs yeah. a couple years ago. Um, or yeah, ah, that's, what do you think? You got to race them. You can't. They're really asking answer. you, Steve. I know, but what do you, you're smarter than me. What do you think? Hunter's riding good right now. Yeah, but he hasn't raced in a long time. Right. So, does Covington's god awful Supercross season affect him going into outdoors? I like think just it does. Just, for just a couple says rounds. yes. Yeah. Just says yes. Okay. I've already I, at like Indy or something. I was talking to somebody on press day about it, and I'm like. I almost feel like the team should like sit him and let him just get ready for yeah, outdoors. Yeah, hundred percent. But in the long run, I can see like, okay, well, if he's going to be riding for them, like he's got to figure out how to ride supercross. I can't so, believe he's as bad as he is. So to he be needs, honest. so he needs to use right. these races to learn. But yeah. he also could be like getting a jump start on the outdoors yeah. and like maybe yeah. win outdoors. They think how many guys, so, the amateurs, that have been riding outdoors and they come in at Hangtown and they kill and it because good. they've been riding outdoors yeah. and all you jerky's been yeah. riding supercross. So I agree. So that. just and, start riding outdoors. TC and the other thing, yeah. like I said, is his confidence getting beat down every week in Supercross. Yeah. Even if he tells himself, "Yeah, it's Supercross, I'll smoke these guys outdoors," it's got it's hard you, at, right? a, at a certain point because maybe, he's not getting tenth in the main, yeah. right. which is fine. Right. To get tenth yeah. is fine. Yeah, he's not qualifying. So you're fine with sitting him though. I am, and I don't. <laughs> well, I, don't I mean, what for? <laughs> right. Yeah, for his first year over well, here from Man on the Moon, Europe? fucking okay. building bridges and shit. That's fine. Sit him. I don't know him apples that. to apples here, everybody. <laughs> I don't know him that well. He seems he's a cool kid. He seems like he's a great guy. I've talked to him a little sure. bit. He's a nice guy. I'm yeah. sure he's a good rider. He'll figure Supercross out. But yeah. man, I feel like he should be getting ready for All outdoors. Right. All right. From Fender Bender, Chiz, if Team Puerto Rico asked you to go to uh, MX Nations at Aston, would you go? I've been before. Well, yeah, but would you go again? Yeah. Okay. I mean, tired from so outdoors. so when I went, I looked at it like I mean I wish I could, but especially I'm 31, like. I'm probably never going to go for Team USA. You thought USA. it was cool. It didn't go well, but you still thought it was no, cool. No, but I mean, I'm never going to go for Team USA. You lost USA. your suspension, right? At some yeah, point. it was a disaster. Right. But. He had like six hours to leave. Yeah, on yeah, I know. Ex-Brown goggles, though. Yeah. But the guys that are like, oh, why would you do it? Well, if I'm never going to get the opportunity to really race for USA and I could go race for them, mm-hmm. if it's within the rules, I want to go race Chiz for them. Chiz is a why not kind of guy. Yeah. No, I'm Holy telling you, bro. Why they don't, not? They don't make Holy. racers like that anymore. Imagine Chiz and Jeb together. What, what they you? could do. <laughs> Just, Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Yeah. No, Chiz is Chiz, man. He races. He's a racer. I know. He ain't fucking sitting at home if he can point it's out. Awesome. While There's waiting. like a now 99.9% he he chance he'll be like 40 when he retires. Yeah. 40. He's right. 31 now. Right. I'm just like That's awesome. Know. I love that shit. You know what? Shane should just ride the 450 class, these races, and then back down. Rick? Whatever. Yeah. All right. Next question. From Dr. Papa. <laughs> Steven Christian, how do secret injuries leak out to the world? Example, Tomac admitted back injury months after, but we all heard reports when it happened. His crash was likely witnessed by very few people in his circle. So who's the snitch? And who? Do, how does this news oh, get well, out? I mean, you know, the, the team manager knows, the mechanic knows, the, you know, the sponsors know. Yeah, it gets out. It's not, yeah, not a, not a big deal. So. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm not big on keeping the secret stuff when yeah. you're, when you're dealing with an injury. Just. You know who's a great source of stuff in the in the in the industry? You. Yeah, but you know, but you know where I get it from? <laughs> I get it from like gear guys. Really? Yeah, gear guys. Hey, yeah. 
this guy's not racing. Don't bring a set of gear or mm. whatever. Or, hey, this guy yeah. is on the team. You need to make him some gear. Mm. Oh, yeah. they do have the inside team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gear guys are good. Yeah. So. Sneaky. Yeah. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. Yes, Phil. <laughs> I'm uh, going to Calgary, by the way. I'm going to the first round in Canada. Are you? I'm skipping Lakewood. So I'll be, I'll be, cool I'll be in Calgary. Yeah. That's a cool one to yeah. get to. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll see Phil. Chiz will probably be there, too, wherever he can be. Did you check your phone, Jason? Okay. Anything else? From Rick. <laughs> Steve's off the cuff over there. From Pulp Mix Fantasy Support Group. <laughs> is Paravinos okay after this weekend's fantasy run, or is it still touch and go? Uh, I don't know. He's been in Europe for two weeks. I think he's, oh. dr- I think he's drinking away his, his, his sorrows. We've been texting back and forth. He's loving it. Yeah. He's loving yeah. it. Nobody bit. loves the GPs like right. Parabinos and Hurlings. Yeah. Honestly, if he could just jerk off all over Hurlings, he'd and be Hurlings happy. was there. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, God. yeah. Yeah. He would love to, like, Sounds just, gay. yeah, he fucking, but what he doesn't understand is I go over there a lot. Mm-hmm. All those jerk-offs think our series is awesome. They really? think our tracks are awesome. They do. It's just grass is greener. Hmm. Oh, fucking Red Bud. I've seen it on TV. It is so good. Who's that? Who's that? Any Euro. Any Euro. They okay. all love it. The, the media guys, the teams, the mechanics, they love American racing. And when you come over here, everyone goes, ah, look how great that is. Like, you know, I will say their track pep is better. Our track pep in America needs to change. Yeah. It's just all you, the same. Right. If you watch Valken's Horde, you can go anywhere. Yeah, we saw how slippery that place looked. Yeah, but at least you can move. Yeah, yeah that was. You that can was set up cool. passes and right. think you're not like, okay, I'm in this rut for the next, you know, yeah. 500 feet. Right. Whatever. I just, what are we doing? Why are we prep our tracks like that? Same tire, same ruts, yeah. same, same fucking rice holes and wood chips and yeah. water. And lime. Yeah. yeah. Too soon? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> From Scott Carter. Steve, I heard on another podcast that if Marv doesn't stay at KTM, he will more than likely be at JGR next year. <laughs> Have you heard anything about this? No. He's fucking guys. No. No. That's lame. He's, he's not going anywhere. He's staying at Red Bull KTM. From Gus Keeter, the Zacco train is back on the tracks. Does he win a moto this summer or maybe an overall? Mm. What do you think? I think he can win a moto. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think he can win a moto. Sure. Cheers. I agree. Right. Yeah. Craig? Yeah. Okay. He's a past champion, right? And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he won an overall. Right. Uh, this one is from Marks is Awesome. Steve, have you tried CBD on your elbow to help with your pitch speed? Here we go. <laughs> what? Here we go with this shit. You don't believe in it? No. Yeah, you tried it? Uh, can I just... Can I, can, just, can I can, give you my can, theory? Can, can, can I just tell you something? Yes, after my theory. Okay. My theory is there's so many fucking CBDs out there. This is suspect to me. One guy jumps on it. Uh, marijuana, cream. Kak, kak, kak. Rub this shit on you. You're good. And then... 20 other motherfuckers start doing it. That seems like bullshit. It's bullshit. I tried it. It doesn't do nothing. It's soothing. It's like putting Ben Gay on your fucking elbow. That's bullshit. Okay, go ahead. I agree. Have you tried it? Yeah. Just just like a muscle rub on there. Yeah. Okay. I got some stuff from Chad Reed. Okay. CBD stuff. Yeah. I, I got the, 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 the Ben Gay shit. And I, I'm with you. I'm like, it's Ben Gay with CBD in it. Big yeah. deal. Like, I don't get yeah. that. So I tried that. Whatever. No big deal. I have been taking CBD two times a day. On behind my tongue, yeah, the which, drops. I, which I fuck the, up. I, I get it all over my mouth and shit drops. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I used to. I have a bad right knee. I got an MRI done last summer. Structurally, it's fine, but there is knee pain in the knee. Okay. And now that I'm an animal mountain biker, it's increased. My pain has gone down in my knee since I've been CBD. Hundred percent. I used to have a sharp shooting pain in my knee. It's not placebo. I swear to God, it's gone. The, the, now the it's knee. It's gone. 
the pain is gone. The knee is weak. Like I have something going on with the with the with the knee. Like because if I bend it for a long time, yeah, you told I, me about that when you started riding. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the pain, the sh- the the, <laughs> mm-hmm. the fucking knife, stabbing, are, stabbing, not there anymore. Wow. J- take that as it is. That it's gone. Hmm. This, but it's not fixing the structural issue that's going on with my knee. But it, it, so is, I, I have it the, is taking the pain away. I have the drops. I have the cream. Yeah. I, I have the pills. I haven't took those because okay. I'm scared right. of that shit. Uh, like the drops, time you took Viagra. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it did that. Yeah, I guess yeah. And maybe okay, it's I'm just, just different for everybody. I'm, yeah, I think it is. And I think I'm telling you my pain has gone away. Okay. So, but now having said that, it does not fix the structural weakness I have in my knee. Right. So I'm going to rebuild. Hell no. Yeah. Right. right. From Chad, what are things to eat before you go out for your motos? I struggle to find things that don't make me want to puke on a hot day. Like Osborne? It doesn't matter. He pukes anywhere. He pukes everywhere. Right? Yeah. I think uh, I do a smoothie because that settles in your stomach better. When you eat like solid foods, I feel like that sits and does not want to settle. So smoothie, just like a, no mixed fo- berry with yep. protein, almond milk, just like almost like full-on food smoothie. So. Yeah, stuff that's eat. what I do in between motos. Easy. What do. about before though? Before you, yeah, solid foods. Oh, okay. Yeah, breakfast. I mean, you only can eat really breakfast. Yeah, but with enough time before, not like yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. eat it and go moto twenty right. minutes later. But okay. yeah, I think just during easy, digestible food. I still, I mean, he, Christian has kids. I still have baby food. The pouches, yeah, that works too. Like what? Yeah, they they baby yeah. food. Like the little pouch, pouches, they got like. We're not eating baby food at home. I'm out. Hey, yeah. Dude, it's good between motos. I'm for real. Really? It tastes like, like yeah. shit, though. No, it's, it's like good. It tastes good. Dude, like a pouch of the little fruit. pouches. It'll be like apple, spinach, pear, something like that, and just huh. squeeze in your mouth. Dad life, bro. Wow. I I bring them all the time. No track. Huh. What about you? What's Keith gonna eat? I eat like so. I'm I like oranges and things like that. I'm I'm like him. I eat something for breakfast, and then I'm pretty good. Like I don't really need yeah. anything. But just to maintain, uh, like a pack of tuna, like those little squeeze packs of tuna, I'll do that. Or just like a, I'll have like a shake, like a protein shake. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Okay. All right. Uh, that's it for questions. Uh, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis Segment. At Pulp MX Show is the code to save. Uh, we have a guy from Australia. Kendall, you think you can fix my knee? About the uh, it sounds very similar to what mine used to do, Steve. Okay. So, yes, I'm, I know a little bit. Um, I've got... A syndrome called condomalacia patella. Jesus. Okay. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Basically, what that means is that all the cartilage inside it is gone. Um, and yeah, I was I was in the military in my younger youth, and I had a bit of a training accident, and I popped my leg out, and that's what caused the patella to rub on the femur and the tip and the fib. Quite painful. The most hardest thing in the world to treat. Well. Wouldn't wouldn't my MRI be able to tell me that I had no cartilage? Yeah, because yes. they they didn't say that. They said, "Hey, you got some small tears in your ACL and blah blah blah," but everything else is pretty normal. Oh, good. Well, you're lucky. Yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't <laughs> say that. So, all right. Thanks, Kendall. Oh, thanks for the call. All right. Have a good night. Thank you. Appreciate it. I think our listeners trying to help me out. Uh, before we go, to Kiefer after dark, I have a question for each one of you. You're gonna leave. You're gonna go yeah. Home? After this, okay. I gotta pin it home. Yeah. Before after dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This weekend, Nashville. Last chance for Marv, 17 down. Like, is this it? Does he – never mind uh, winning the race. He, if Webb beats him, is it over? Beats him this weekend? Yeah. I thought it was done this last weekend that, in Houston. The three points, the 17. I is, thought that was enough to stamp it. Yep. Mentally. 
Yep. Not just like just because of the points cap. Uh-huh. Yep. But I think Cooper has it. I mean, what four rounds left? Four rounds. Yeah. Yep. I think Cooper holds it. All right, Jiz. Is this have to? Is this a make or break weekend? I think it depends on how Marv rebounds this weekend. If he comes out and just smokes everybody and wins, yeah. All it yeah. takes is a little mistake from Webb in one of the four rounds. Mm-hmm. Not to mention they're all outside stadiums. Might have mud, so I think it's still open. But with that said, I think Cooper pretty much has told everyone, yeah. "I'm not going anywhere." Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Webb's good. He's done. Yeah. He's he's got it. He's got it. Yep. So even if Marv beats him this weekend, whatever, it's it's still. Yeah, I don't think I don't see him having a, a bad day. If, third. If if Webb puts a point or two on him and makes this thing 18, 19, 20, pretty over. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, too, if Marvin's winning this next round and Coop's behind him, I don't think. Coop doesn't settle. Yeah. He wants to win still. Yeah. You, but, oh, but you think after all this weekend, Coop will do some more funny stuff? I think he'll try to make the move for yeah. sure. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty smart, like his racecraft and stuff. He's pretty like, he. I don't think he's gonna make a move that's gonna like take him out too. Yeah. Like he'll like attack when he can and he'll mm-hmm. make it happen. Like that's how he's been. How do you feel but, about Bristol? Bristol, Tennessee. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they have a NASCAR race. Yeah. Just the, <laughs> the commentating was about Bristol the whole fucking night. <laughs> quiet down. <laughs> uh, just quiet down. All right. Um, okay. Uh, well, Christian Craig, uh, thank you for coming in, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for coming up. I'm doing a mountain bike ride. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was for having me. really good. Uh, it's too bad you're going back racing because I'd say come back up, but you're going to be slightly busy. <laughs> That's all right. So, That's better, though. I need to go back yeah. to racing. I'm yeah. too bored. Yeah, you do, right? <laughs> um, absolutely. And I can't wait to see you on the track, and, and probably at some point right. I'll be tweeting, look at Craig, look at Craig. Look, he doesn't even look like he's trying. I'll be telling Aiden, look at Craig, look yeah. at Craig. Right. <laughs> Watch his feet. Watch right. his feet. Right, right. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for coming up. Good luck with your with the last two supercrosses, we think, and out, yeah. and two fifty outdoors for everybody. Yep, two fifty outdoors. The plan. Right. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming up, Geico Hondas, Christian Craig, everybody. Uh, so thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, and uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank. Uh, uh, Tony Lessy for coming on, and John Eric Burleson, Jeff Steber, all coming on. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, Brittany Chisholm, Kyle, Chris for thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. This is where we wrap down the show, because if you have little ones, where this is the wrap down before we go into some... The wrap down. I like that. Should I go to bed then, too? Yes. Cheers. Yeah, you might want to just leave Brittany <laughs> and Kyle <laughs> and, and, and Kiefer alone. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. Oh, let's do, this, let's do the sponsor again. Ask, ask them. Them, too? Yeah. Yeah. Her? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. First thing that comes to your mind. All right? Okay. Oh boy, yeah. BTOsports.com. JT for some reason. I don't know why. That's, that's a fine. That's fine. JT. Good answer. Okay. Yep. Uh, not no. You just one one oh. at a time. Okay. Uh, fly racing. <laughs> JT. Race tech suspension and engines. Chiz back in the day. Vortex racing. Me when I used that a few years ago. Okay. Roost MX. Oh, I don't know. Loretta Lynn's like out of the beer tent. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll There's go. There's a Roost MX like whole thing out there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with anything. It's yeah. Oh, okay. For Vertex Pistons. First thing. Bye. Vertex Pistons. Pistons. Good one. <laughs> oh, X brand goggles. Yes, A Ray, you. Right. All that. EVS, EVS Sports. Me, bro. Brad, EVS. Michelin Starcross 5. I don't know what that is. That's the first thing I thought. Sorry. Tires. Oh, no, you don't whisper it. You say it out loud. <laughs> tires, okay. guys. I'm thinking about tires. Uh, firepower, batteries, and chains. I don't use them. You should. Wait, you don't need a battery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Maxima USA. <laughs> Oil. 
Good job. Pro filter. Air filter. FMF. Pipes. Little D kind of is what came to my yeah, head. Yeah, that's really. fine. Whatever yeah. comes to mind. Right, Atlas yeah. neck brace. The best. Oh. Works connection. Oh, I know that you're sponsored by them. They, they, hey, they contributed to Team Chiz. They gave them like five grand or something when you did it on your own. No, Maybe I, not that much, no, but no. sure. They contributed. They uh, helped. That's fine. That's fine. We'll go with that. Keep going. Uh, guts racing. Best seats. Best couch. Sit on while you're riding. Uh, get data. Shit. Get Dan Truman. Get Dan Truman. Dan Truman. Uh, OGO Power Sports. They just hooked me up with some bags. Oh, hey, sweet. Good yeah. bags. Guys. Good bags. Good yes. Bags. Guts. Uh, wait, I said guts racing. Uh, WUSA. Good wheels. Eagle Grit. Also sponsored Chiz on Team Chiz. W, you mean? Yeah. 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 Eagle Grit. Why'd you get quiet? Can you speak up a little bit? Okay, sorry. Hi. Okay, yeah. Uh, Eagle Grit. Don't know. (laughs) Daniel Blair. His hand cleaner. Daniel Blair's great commentating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. LA Honda World. Free trucks, bro. Not for us. (laughs) Chiz is driving like an 80 year old fucking truck. Well, that's that's all Chiz wants, anyways. (laughs) Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Go there if you want a job. Yeah. <laughs> Ride engineering. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do they do? Links. 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 Yeah, good job. Intense bicycles. I wish they'd sponsor me. Oh. Yeah, Chiz has been... Taser's hold on, good. hold on real quick. Taser's Chiz fun. is riding James. You know, you want to talk about Stu. He's riding his old bike from like circa 2009. Seven. Is, 2007. Okay, sorry. 2007. Chiz is still riding that road. It's awesome. Just letting you guys know. Nothing wrong with it. I, I know. It. Gets the job done. And what? Kiefer, uh, Kiefer, Kiefer uh, James just said, here, take my bike? Or you took it from him? No, no this it. was prior to James like really training because he used to yeah. just ride. Right. <laughs> and it's the, it's way too, it's my size, not his yeah, size. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. So that's the show. We're going to go in after dark. But if you have little ones or you, you're offended by sort of edgy topics, just uh, sign off now. Yes, thank good. you for listening. Thank Bye, Chiz. Appreciate thank you. it. Um, I'm going to bed. Thanks, sure. Marks. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, thank everybody. You, and, uh, and good night. I wonder if Gare Bear is still listening. Shit. Gare Bear, get out of here. And Dad, you too. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Kiefer After Dark. I We've, forgot uh, we had an intro. Yeah, That's we got awesome. an intro last time. Uh, Kiefer After Dark. So please, if you have little ones or you're offended, uh, just turn the radio off now, and uh, we will um, uh, uh, we will understand. So don't worry about that, and don't complain. What the fuck are you doing? Don't send emails complaining or anything else, okay? Because you've been warned. So these questions are emailed to us, uh, basically. Um, the day of. <laughs> and Brittany Chisholm and Kyle, Kyle, Chris Kiefer. And Kyle Chisholm will not help out. And uh, Chris Kiefer will help try to help you guys out. Yeah. So. Kyle Chisholm will have sweaty back this entire segment. Right. He's I'm nervous. Put the mic a little bit like that. Okay. All right. I'm no. Ner- there you go. Okay. So, all right. This is, from, uh, this is from Sincerely Time Off the Bike. Okay. We, won't, we don't do names because okay. you know, some cool. of the questions aren't great. So, all right. Here we go. Kiefer uh, and Brittany. I'm having serious bike issues. Bike is cold. I get it. I got it. This bike and I first started motoring down six years ago, but I decided to make this bike my this make this bike my life for about two and about two and a half years ago. So he married the bike. Mm -hmm. He likes it. I'm still relatively young, twenty eight years old, and I have the urge to ride quite often. Mm -hmm. For the most part, everything is great except for the riding. Mm -hmm. More specifically, the amount of riding. I've tried everything. Priming the bike, no luck. Jumping on and sending it, no luck. I've even suggested ordering aftermarket parts and gadgets. Still no excitement from the bike. The worst part is when I do get to ride the bike, it's just not very good. 
The mm. bike either bogs out, doesn't like my seat position or body English during motos, or revs out of nowhere, encouraging me to finish my moto early. I'm starting to think my bike doesn't like being rode. Mm. For what it's worth, I spend a lot of time with my bike. It's great, just no riding. We go everywhere and do everything together, even if I don't get to unload it from the truck and spin a few laps when we get to our destination. Help me out, Kiefer. I just want to ride consistently. I don't feel like I'm asking for much. I know you preach that communication is key, mm-hmm. so how do I bring it up? Or worse, what if it doesn't help? I love this bike, Kiefer, but one or two motos a month is killing me at 28 years old. Mm. Okay, I'm going to give a guy a point of view, and then we can... Yeah, I love that. Go for it. Yep. Yes, communication is key. There is a way to bring it up to your wife or lady or the bike and say, I love you very much. I love being with you. I think me and you being together, this is what I need in our relationship. What is it that I can do for you so we can have this time together more? And it's up to her to give you that information. And then it's up to you to deliver it that way. That's going to get you to go riding more. That's what it... That's what it needs to happen. Second thing, it sounds real stupid, but make sure your hygiene is good. Your breath doesn't yeah. stink. You didn't come off the track and got salty nuts or anything. No one wants that shit. So no. make sure your shit's all dialed. Make sure everything on your end is good because maybe she's not telling you something that will embarrass you. So there is a way to get what you need, but you have to ask your wife nicely what she needs. I'm the type of guy, I mean, I got to make sure Heather's good. That's the only way I function. If Heather's not good, I'm out. It doesn't do nothing for me. Like, she has to have a certain way, has to be a certain time. I'm fine with it. She's down whenever, but I know what works. Yeah, his answer was actually gold. I'm actually really surprised. That was pretty oh, much he spends it. a lot of time with this stuff. He okay, a lot, okay. A lot well, of That's right. Yeah, I second all of that. I don't think you should get a new bike yet. I definitely think your bike should be putting out more revenue. You can't more. get a new bike if but, you're married, dude. Yeah, but... Yeah, he said two and a half years ago. He okay. made a bike for life. Yeah, but so... And it, if it's a problem and she... I understand. I have friends that don't get any puss. What do you mean big. by any? None. Dude, that guy pretty much doesn't. He just said one or two a month. Yeah, okay. Well, this is... I have no guys less than that. Okay. Oh, and that's a problem. That's a, de- that's a marriage break. In the fine print, when you say I do, there's none of this shit, right? You don't hear about this kind yeah. of stuff. Man owes a woman certain things. A woman owes a man a certain thing. Yeah, that, 50. that has to work. If it doesn't, man or woman cheats, marriage fucked. Yeah. I feel, though, like when Pookie sometimes is just throwing me a bone. Yeah. I feel like sometimes she's just throwing I'm me a bone. I'm out if that happens. Yeah, I know. I'm out, too. I don't want that. I'm, I'm out. But you're saying that she should throw a bone, too. Well, if you're only getting it once or twice a month. Then you take it. You take yeah, the yeah, bone. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> but if you're getting a pity yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'm out. He says, uh, for what it's worth, I spend a lot of time with my bike. It's great. We would go everywhere and do everything together, even if I don't get to unload it from the truck and spin a few laps when we get to our destination. So he's saying that he so has he, fun with her yeah. and has a great time right. until the sex part comes up. I don't. Yeah. It seems like they don't oh, connect. Oh, is, is Here we go. Yeah. They don't connect on that level. So they go out and do a lot of other fun things like friends would do, but on a sexual level, they but don't But if he doesn't communicate that to her, Thank then... You. If he doesn't say, hey, that's what I need as your husband, Mm -hmm. and he also isn't giving her, like, what she needs, like, Mm -hmm. you can't just give her zero attention and be like, hey, I want to fuck. There's got to be 50-50 things happening It sounds to me like he sounds like a good husband as far as taking it places, spending time with his bike. He loves his bike. Like, he sounds like like not a guy that's being a douchebag. No, I agree. I agree. Listen, some women just don't like sex. But you should have known that before you... 
Thank you. Yeah. Married the bike. I don't think that should have changed. And if it did, then it's on the woman. Right. Yeah. right? So you need to yeah. exhaust every avenue. Every avenue. So if you do decide I'm bouncing, you can feel good about your decision. Okay. Yeah, Maybe give your bike a little more attention. Be um be up front. Just be like I need to I that's something I need as a as a I don't want our marriage ruined. I need pussy. Or and no offense if you're listening cuz you probably are, but like Maybe like just straight up ask her like maybe he isn't that great or something. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe he he ask, needs to do something differently for her. Ask her, am I good? What am I doing wrong? Right. I just, like to know what I'm no, doing wrong. No, same. You gotta like just. If if Heather says, uh, yeah, you're not doing it right. Good. Tell me what I need to do. I like right. to know. Right. Yeah, I'll let next, you give the chance to fix next, it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Next just question. Like, this okay. guy would like to be anonymous. Uh, also, uh, beaches and Kiefer. My lady and I ride in all types of positions, but she can only hit the power band in the missionary. Any mm. tips on getting her power band in different positions? Mm. You want to start out? This is good for you. <laughs> it's she not good for the, me because... She hits the power band. <laughs> all around? All around. I thought you weren't in the conversation. He's back in. I, I don't think... What, hey, for um, me, honestly, what does it matter? Like, okay, so I get that... So like, then she only get hits her the, off first and then move. Well, yeah, kind of. Like, I don't know. Well, he wants to experience... I get it as a man. You want to be able... To, and this is going to be a... A weird term. You want to be able to conquer your lady in okay. many in no, many fine. forms. Cool that. I like right? that. I like that. But you can do it all sorts of positions and then finish a missionary and be done. But exactly. he wants to make her feel that good in other positions, and he can't get it. Okay. All right. So you got to find the any spot. Tips? And 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 hey, that's that's the that's a woman. Okay. There's so many nooks and crannies <laughs> of a woman. A woman. <laughs> There's the anatomy of a woman is blows my mind, dude. I don't know what your guys. I've been with girls before I was with Heather. Every single vagina I was with was different. <laughs> no, no, it's no, no, not no, the no, same. No, no. It's none of them the same. Mm-hmm. So there's different spots and areas and things that work. So be oh. blessed that your wiener and your vagina yeah, you fit like together that? and works all different areas. Thank all you. True. All right. Uh, anything else? No. I mean, I feel like you just need to just you need to just get her off that way and then go change positions, bro. And then right. you. Get off your way. It's, yeah. not, that it's not that bad okay. life. It's not that bad of life. We, that's not a serious problem. Okay. Love uh, you go, bro. Concerned friend says, uh, Kiefer, I'm in need of some advice. And Brittany, of course. Okay. Uh, I have a good friend that is a current Clydesdale class rider. A bigger gentleman. Okay. He is the best dude in the world. Mm-hmm. Just a bit shy. Really shy. Our collective group of friends is at a crossroads. Our friend is coming up on a scary movie title. 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> My question is how much intervention is needed? We have discussed some ways to improve his game. No luck. I believe peer pressure is good. Sometimes you just don't know what you're missing. Nevada offers a few options to get my friend in the race. (laughs) It does. He would say he is not interested in that sort of interaction. I say if you touch one magic box, you want to touch them all. (laughs) It's a fact. My buddy is definitely into the ladies. He just can't can't close the deal. Should I book some tickets to Nevada and tell him we are going to a race and then drop him off at the ranch? If not that, how do we take pussy off a pedestal that tall? Mm. Please advise. I was going to say, are you so, 100% so, sure your friend swings that way? Maybe he just doesn't want to tell you that he is into dudes. He says it not. He says okay, it. well then or drop s- him off at the ranch. Or right standards on. are just like way too high. Well, I maybe. think he's probably insecure about his weight, right? He probably is embarrassed. One, he hasn't had sex. Two, he's overweight. His buddies are probably all ripped and shredded, and he's probably the guy that doesn't look the greatest. Yeah, that's so he, me with the, all you guys. Yeah. Well, anyway, I feel... I'm trying to go on the taser all the time, bro. You're good. I think me. you're looking good, you're bro. Right. Thank you. Just being honest. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I've never... 
I have a lot of friends that have got massage parlors and did that shit. I've never done that. I never paid for pussy. I never did that I never, I'm just I never, not into I never, it. I don't I never, think I, you should pay for pussy. I yeah. never did a whack shack. I never did anything like that. Yeah, I'm just not into it. What's right. a whack shack? Like the like a massage, a massage parlor? thing. Yeah. yeah. You definitely probably have. So I don't oh, think yeah. you should. <laughs> I, you definitely probably have. Don't <laughs> trick them and, 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 and get a chick and then hire it and then like act like she's interested because that's fucked up. Right. So no. don't do that. He just needs to find a chick on his level. There's a girl that would have sex with him. There's a girl that would thing. have sex with anyone. How many really? fucking dating sites are there? Yeah, like maybe like he's not gonna get. And I'm not trying to be cocky. But he's not gonna get me, but he's gonna get his chick. Like there's somebody for everybody. Yeah. Or this guy's a, just closetly gay, and you're you guys are dumb. And anyways, just do your own thing. Don't try to get this guy. Pussy. So don't even just, worry about it. Yeah, I think just <laughs> worry about your. But own I pussy. understand the friendship. Like I have friends, and we, me and Travis, we think one of our friends is a virgin. Really. Yeah, but we haven't really confronted him with him. We would want to help him with that if that was the case, but he doesn't talk about it, so we'd back off. You know? I have a friend, That's, too, that I think could be gay. I don't care. I want a gay friend. Gay. I wish I had a gay friend. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't know. That guy that they're writing about, he'd be like, oh, he's into ladies. Just because he says he's into ladies right. or he pretends he's into ladies doesn't mean he's into ladies. Right. That's what I mean. Does the friend want to get him laid as much as that guy right. wants to right. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He says he is in the ladies and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Worry about your own pussy. Right. Right. He's going to find someone. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next question, anonymous again. Uh, hey, guys, I have an after dark scenario for you. I like to remain anonymous. Uh, my ex-girlfriend and I were together over two years. We've been through a lot these last two years. She stuck by me through several bad injuries and always had my back. In the beginning, I didn't know how serious our relationship would become, and I still in contact with a couple other females. Mm. She found out, and it caused a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. From that moment on, uh, I was on the straight and narrow, severely regretting my poor decisions. Right. I was always faithful and loyal, though, and never had any bad intentions. Still, she never trusted me again. See, I'm already not down with that. Like, why yeah. can't you have chick friends? Like, why can't you text Hold a chick? Hold on. Finished it out. Is it done? Okay, all right. No, well, she ain't texting chicks. I feel like I could text but a chick. But you could have a, ch a chick friend. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, get the races if you, yeah. like, whatever. Right. Okay, all right. Finish it, out. Finish it out. I gotta, I gotta get okay, it. Okay, sorry, go. Over the last two years, we had a fair amount of arguments about me still racing and riding and spending time during the week in the garage getting ready for the weekend. I always pumped her up and was very vocal about how much I love her and how much I enjoy being with her. I really thought she was the one. I saw a future with her. I wanted to marry and have kids with her. Her home life isn't that great, and she lived an hour away, so I moved her in with me for the last six months. I always trusted her, even though she never trusted me. I thought we had worked through our issues. She enjoyed going out with friends, but soon I soon realized she was mean and jealous drunk. She's also very insecure. Brittany? This is um, never going to work. I'm actually the... Officer. One night I came home from work to find her passed out drunk and had a weird feeling. I had only gone through her phone once before in the whole two years, even though she constantly went through mine. I went through her phone that night. I found her calling, FaceTiming, and texting her ex about how much she missed him. She was also giving her number out very easily and telling other dudes to text her and being flirty. I broke up with her and kicked her out the next day. Amen. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. It's been about two months. Okay. I constantly think about her every day. Yeah. We have an extremely minimal contact trying to not talk to each other. Yep. I've ridden a couple new bikes already, yep. and the experience was extremely subpar. Yep, I get it. Riding my old bike was the best of any bike mm -hmm. in my entire life. There I miss that bike, and I still love her as much as I did two years ago. She wants me back, and it's very vocal that she's waiting for me. My friends do not like her. All my friends and family are aware of the situation to the fullest. My self-pride won't let me get back together with her. What should I do? Swallow my pride and follow my heart. Ride dirt bikes and try to forget about her and move on. Wait for a chick with a better future and a career and more stable mental health. I need some help. That's easy. What's your uh, answer? That's complex easy. for me. It's complex it, for me, but I know easy. my answer. Go, what's your answer? Just because you, your sex is good with her. Right. And maybe it's good with the in. couple other ones that you've had so far. Mm -hmm. She isn't 
the, a good person to be in a relationship with if that's what the right. things that she's that done. Right, that chick's got to love herself. So she's kicked she to the curb. Keep trying the other fish out in the sea until you find the right one, and there you go. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Steve, too. As a man, I've been in his situation. I've had such good pussy, and I've been, like, thinking about it. I'm not with the chick, and you've been with other girls. You're like, I'm never getting that, that connection, pheromone, like, because there's different types, like the best sex and there's the best feeling, but there's all different kinds of yeah. shit. So he's thinking about that was the best I've had. I'm done. She says she's changing. You know, uh, if she changes, say, I believe in giving people second chances. So if she's really legit and says she's sorry and she proves that to you before you get all in again, then maybe try it again. That's my suggestion. But as a man, I, I dated Heather. And then I had sex with Heather. I don't. I didn't decide if I wanted to be with Heather until I had sex. Because if the sex was shit and her vagina was shit, I'm out. That mm-hmm. sounds fucked up, but I'm out. No, you it's a big be. part of your relationship. It should be. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah, not like the guy 100%. a couple people ago. So I think that's what kind of little bit he's thinking about. Like, hey, oh shit, if I go with another girl, she might yeah. be cool all up here, but our sex is trash. But I think it's just going to be a judgment call then, like no. of what... It's got to be done. Yeah. You, I I'm think, sorry. Only because if she doesn't trust you, she's never. Girls are fucking crazy. Every girl you know, me, Pookie, every motherfucking girl you know is a little bit crazy. I promise you. And if she doesn't trust you, forget it. Forever, she's not going to trust you. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, if she's checking yeah. your phone so and shit, that's, that's, like, that's no, out. You, you you're never going to be happy. It's yeah. going to be clipped. I don't care if the pussy's good. Yeah. There's better pussy. Yeah. There's good that's, pussy. That's why I said she's out. Yeah. Just yeah. keep trying some no. more until yeah. you f- there's somebody and, else. And, and it didn't. Yeah. He doesn't say his age, because we all been through this. At least I have. I had girls that checked my phone. I went in the shower. Who's this? And I texted chicks. I I did all that shit. But there comes a point in time in your life. You're like, I'm I'm just exhausted. I'm over. I just want. I'm good. Almost. Yeah. One pussy. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is from Jason. Does Brittany have any track watering skills? If so, how did she learn them? There you go. Now we're talking. Is this like oh? Yeah. <laughs> it took me a minute. Yeah, doesn't need them. Do you no, no, any? no. You you understand? No, you're what? not putting picking up what they're putting down. I I can. Okay. I okay. don't oh. often. Yeah. But I've does Chiz like that? Yes or no? Mm, I think. Do you do you do you do you want that? The track is no. Uh, not to right. Be the like, track is always water. Like right. Yeah. Enough. But but, but but this is. It's but like, do the sprinklers ever come on? Come on when you're riding. Sometimes. I mean, it's a little bit overwatered. Right, right. The first no, right. but sprinklers. No, I mean, do I like that sprinklers? Yeah. Do you like the sprinklers coming on while you're while you're riding? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so you ride. know how to get. You know how to turn the sprinkler listen, system on. Listen, yes. it's hot in Florida sometimes. You yeah. gotta you, ride right there. You don't know how to yeah. turn Heather's on necessarily, right? Oh no, I do. Oh, you do? Oh yeah. Oh. I'm not. But an ex- Chance I'm knows not how an to turn on the sprinklers. Not the expert, but he's done it. He but Heather it. found out. We found out. She didn't have that skill. Yeah, we I found learned, that out. I learned. Yes. Oh yeah, we practiced skill. that yeah. before. All right. Mm-hmm. This is from uh, Michael uh, Kiefer. Thank you for reading my question. I could appreciate any advice and YouTube. No problem. Uh, he, I'm currently 24. I was riding the same bike for the last six years. Wow. It was almost the perfect bike, but I always felt like Nick Way. Get <laughs> adjusted all the time. The setup was always a little off. <laughs> Got it. Chiz knows exactly what I'm talking about, right? Uh, at the start of the year, the almost perfect bike and I went our separate ways, and I tried riding a new bike. This bike was the best-looking bike I've ever seen. It made my old bike look like a lime scooter. <laughs> so fucked up. Everything was going great during the siding <laughs> lap, but as soon as the gate dropped, my helmet went soft, and I had to pull over, mm. scoring a DNF. Dude, this is... I know I did this. make sure the bike... 
I did make sure the bike to push the bike over the finish line, though. I did make sure to push the bike mm -hmm. over the finish line. Got it. But I was not invited back to ride that bike again. Yeah. Okay. But you probably didn't. Act, uh, no, oh God, I'm since mean. then, since then, the old bike and I had a back for one time only race, mm -hmm. and everything worked perfect. Probably my best race ever on that bike. I did a huge whip over the finish line. Mm -hmm. Now things are slowly starting up with the new with another new bike. And I during our first race last night, the same thing happened. Yeah. Great sight lap. Mm -hmm. But as soon as the gate dropped, I had to pull off with a DNF. Yeah. This new bike is very forgiving and even still wants to try the race again. Mm -hmm. I have no intention of trying to ride my old bike again, but I need to know how to not DNF with other bikes <laughs> yeah. due to helmet malfunctions. If you give any advice, that would be appreciated. Okay. Awesome question. I like his. Yeah, I like, I like everything. I awesome question. Yep. As a man, we put a lot of pressure, at least for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself, especially if I, I haven't been with a extremely hot women i'm not a very good looking man okay besides heather i'm saying before heather okay so when i was with a hot chick i was so overwhelmed i couldn't fucking believe it i'm like i want to have sex with this this hot chick mm -hmm. and i put so much pressure on myself i just went limp because i was fucking overthinking everything right so then i'm trying to do the fake chow. I'm doing all the shit trying to get oh, my shit. Oh, fake chow, yeah. Fake chow yeah, to trying to, chow, yeah. trying to yep. beat it off without her knowing. Yep. And of course, you know, if it doesn't happen, mine usually always came back, but I can understand what he's saying. Like, Dude, this guy could only moto with his old chick. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So, so I still think he still thinks about his old chick and he's so comfortable with her that he's not overthinking that. Now he's with new women, overthinking it, and maybe slightly thinking about his old chick that is fucking with his head. And I'm telling you right now, our brains are connected to our dicks, and if we overthink shit, it's done. At least for me. He's, he's right. Shit, he's right. He's over. Whatever Christian Craig just fucking said about when you got too much pressure, yep, yeah, he can't perform. I mean, we don't have this issue. Never had this issue. But and also but, for me too, I feel like if like. The thought of having sex with other women is awesome, right? We're married. We're like, yeah, oh, yeah getting pussy. Yeah. But I feel like but if I was in that, that. <laughs> I feel like it was, I was in that position, I couldn't do it because my, my brain wouldn't be into it, you know? Yeah, his brain's with the other chick for sure. He's right. Keep it right. So you so have- this, What does this guy do? The fucking solution If the, if, is, if the current chick yeah. is accepting- to his problem. Yep. She says he said she is. To me, that's relaxing. I'm like, okay, she's not going to judge me. She doesn't think right. I'm a limp dick. His fuck. other his other hot chick though rejected him for another. Ride. Yeah, well, clip her. Right. She, well, if she's a he bitch. He still got that one to the finish line, but probably yeah, not. Probably she not. Probably just, and just be and be honest, dude. You know it. Yeah. Are you out here? Are you out here? Danny Stu. See you, man. Yeah. See you, Danny Stu. Thank you for coming out for the dirt bike ride or the mountain bike ride. Uh, Red Bull Moto Spy, available where? On the internet. Okay. <laughs> On right. the internet. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Danny Stu, everybody. So, if if the new chick is accepting, then that should calm you down. And then just relax. And then be 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 honest with her. Again, be vocal and be like, look, honestly, I'm nervous. Like, you're so hot. Like, that's fucking with my dick. And she'll be like, no, it's okay. It's relaxed. And, and have fun with it. Like, I think that'll relax What if you dude. just dump a bunch of lube on you? Nah, okay. I'm not into that. All right, so, yeah. It, yeah, to me, like, if Heather ever had to the point where I have to fucking throw some shit on to lube her up, something's wrong. No, I meant lube for you. I, it, like, it's the same thing. On it. If Heather's dry for sexual reason, something's wrong. If I don't get hard, something's wrong. Okay. At least in our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Keeper's pretty good at this. But have you not had... You fooled around with other people with Heather? Have you not? 
I believe you've told when us. I, before you we were married, before I, you were married. Yeah, we had. Like, so, did you have any issues with that? Uh, no, because Heather was there. Yeah, but I mean, but I never got to do anything. Oh, I never actually got the the act of it. You're not getting any answers out of us. Looks look another way. <laughs> I'm not admitting this shit. They're not admitting this. Shit. No, but I'm just they, saying. They probably when Heather and I first started motor, dating, she had friends that come Ew, over. No, we, we're not like that. She'd come over, had friends. It was fun. Ha ha, yeah, yay! Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. The, but I never fucked any other chicks. But you never had any problems with that. No, right. no, no, no. Right. But if Heather was there, I'm comfortable. I'm good. Right. Okay. All right. Next question. Okay. Uh, this is from Alex Ray. The guy says Alex Ray. It is not from Alex. It's not Alex Ray. But that's awesome. I love my dog J Bone. No, Kiefer. I'm gonna start by saying I have a I have a big boar 701 husky. <laughs> Which I have about nine inches of travel before I yes. bottom him out and nice. do a ball slapper. Nice. Jealous. I'm jealous, too. Come on, bro. All right. Dude, with, you're pretty good. With that said, I've been dating this girl for three months now. She's drop-dead gorgeous work spike with many mods done to her. She, many mods. She lets me pound out long motos whenever I want. Her track is like Washougal on the perfect morning. Track looks lonely with lots of traction and perfect curves, but underneath we know it's wet and slippery. <laughs> So fucking perfect. The Who problem, is this the problem, poet? the problem I'm having is during my long motos, I'm continually bottoming out my nine inch of suspension, and sometimes I get a little too quick on the throttle in the deep rut, and it excites her, which causes her rear end to break loose, and she expels a foul odor from the exhaust. Oh, God! I could possibly understand this if I was doing mud motos, but I'm not. I'm on the front track, which is in pristine condition. Right. This is happening almost every moto. This lately has been resulting in a lot of DNFs as I lose focus and can't finish. What can I do to fix this? <laughs> oh, my God. What can God. I do to fix this? Any... You can't fix it. No. I'm out. Be... Is it made up? Is that a made up letter? It has We're to out. be. I'm out. We're there's, out. There's no chick farting when you're buried nine <laughs> inches deep. No one's doing that shit. Brittany? You might queef, but you ain't busting out your ass. I mean, Brittany, are you just letting it go? Or? I'm just no, fuck yeah. no. That girl either, Dirty. either this is made up or she's needs she has she's, fucking she's, IBS she's or something. Right, right, she's just yeah, problem. something's wrong right, with her. Right. And you're out. Like that's nasty. If Heather fuck. farted, I'm out, and I would not fuck her for a long time. Really? Yeah, for a long time. She knows this. Yeah. If she did some shit like that, I'm out. You can't do that, dude. No, you can't. Yeah. No, this is wrong. It's either made up or she, you got to find a new dirt bike. Dude, I don't like... If Heather shits, <laughs> I'm out, dude. Like, I go somewhere else. I don't want nothing to do with shit at all. But you've done mud motos with Heather. Yeah, but I'm scared when I went in, too. I'm scared. Yeah, okay. I did it for the sake of doing it. No, you okay. got to be cool with mud motos. I'm cool with it. I'm cool, but it's not my go-to. Okay, got it. All right, Yeah. last one. Okay. Uh, this one gets deep. Yeah, like no, no, not like deep nine, like the other guy. No, no. Uh, <laughs> hey, Kiefer, I'm a 21-year-old male who has struggled with communicating and connecting with women my whole life. To give a little bit of background as to why uh, I struggle with these skills, my parents had an ugly divorce as a young teen, causing my mom to cheat on my dad and leave with a boyfriend to England. Huh. Jeez. The connection with my mother was completely severed, and I kind of door-slammed my own mom out of my life after that and put the focus on riding dirt bikes. Fast forward to 21 years later, now my goals of racing professionally have, for the most part, diminished as a result of eight concussions over the last seven years. Wow. Six months ago, my mom took her own life, oh. and since oh then God. I've been trying to understand my place in this world, and I've been on a journey of self-discovery, and I've learned a lot more about myself. Most women view me as very polite and a nice guy. Mm -hmm. But as a result, I always get used to, I get used as emotional support. Mm -hmm. There are several women who I am friends with who I have gone on many dinner dates, quote-unquote, movie dates, quote-unquote, but it always seems one-sided and never turns into anything. Right. What can I do to better myself and start getting the love I put out back, along with making deeper and more meaningful connections with women, even as friends? Thank you guys for all you for for all you do, not only with After Dark, but Pulp MX and Kiefer Tested as well. 
Look, you're you're young for one, and you're gonna yeah. you're gonna find those dumb bitches right now because that's what they want. They want the the cool jock cocksucker fuckers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna go through some shit for a few years, but you're gonna find a nice chick mm-hmm. because you're a good dude, and that's yeah. what you'll attract. Yeah. If you fall in the trap of these chicks that I just want you as a friend, and you're the doormat. You can't have that, you know. Find girlfriends that you can hang out with, have a good time with, and let and who knows that could blossom into a relationship, and it could be even stronger because they know who you are. Don't change who you are. Sounds like a good guy for some bitch. Just accept you. You're gonna find a good one. Just be yourself. It's gonna take a while, dude. Young twenty. When I was in my early twenties, it's bad. It's gnarly. Yeah. And I can't imagine yeah. now. It's probably way worse yeah. now because shit, yeah. all the dating and all the shit. And I couldn't find a chick forever when I was like 21, 22. Right. And I was like, what is, am I just never going to get a girlfriend ever? Like I was riding moto and playing hockey and like not. like I was, I like, was the guy. I was the friend kid. I yeah. was like, oh, Kiefer's so nice. He's such a good dude. Yeah. But hey, do you want to go up? No, I'm not interested. <laughs> basement husband. Yeah, basement. Yeah. Right. So he's just going to have to go through it and suck it I mean, up for Chiz a bit. was a fucking amateur phenom, so no problem with him. Oh, you know, I literally did not ever even go to the track and like. Chiz came around and I was like, Chiz was fucking the man in amateurs. Who this guy is? And then, hey, honestly though, like if I was twenty-one, twenty-two, whatever, I wouldn't know what to do. I feel like either because like I've never really had to. We've been together so long. Right. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I have been in that position, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. But I was. I was. I was a single kid. Nice. I was always been pretty nice to girls. So I was raised to respect women and be nice. And that didn't work back then. I don't think it works now for the most part. I think mm-hmm. you, you get lucky and find nice girls, mm-hmm. but I don't know, I want to say all girls, but I think women in general now, young women, they want cool. They want, what can you do for me? They kind of want an asshole too. Right. right. They want you to be an asshole. Yeah. They, it's, it's, it's so gamey. Like yeah. there's so much games to it. You got to be like nice, but like, like a little, little bit of a dick. Of like a Chiz was a little bit of a dick. I'll admit it. Back you know in the I mean? day, 16 year old Chiz was a little dickish. Be nice, respectful, but like, Little bit of like little sarcasm. Not, yeah. If you're like over, like overly nice all the time, yeah. that's when they view you as like friend zone. Now I can now you can be my doormat because I can just right l- like lay everything on you. Where it's like you're a little like give them a little bit of a attitude. Be, be nice, but back. but don't be up their ass either. Yeah, like yeah. be cool if they ask you something. Be nice, but do only what you want to do. Don't yeah. just I feel like come running when they say. Just be yourself, like yeah. you said. Yeah. I feel like um uh for the most part, like in, in 2019 with Tinder and all that, you'd meet tons of chicks well, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like you just I, meet anybody. Like but maybe chicks. he doesn't want to do that. That's what he's trying to say. And okay. Maybe he doesn't want to find that type of yeah. chick. Yeah. Like. Okay. So listen, first of all, bro, sorry about your mom and your stuff and all that. It's, it's not a good deal for sure. But hopefully you can understand that. Listen, I'm only 28. I'm not much older than you, but 21 is young and 21 year old girls are so fucking stupid right now. Honestly, they are like, I'm, I'm yeah. serious. And, Hopefully, you don't just don't put a lot of pressure on it, on trying to find, like, the one right now. Like, you need to just find some girls that you can bang down until you find the one. Right. That's what I'm talking nice, about. That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, seriously, if you're being too nice, you're going to get friend zone. But you should be a nice, respectful guy. And like Kiefer said, like, the right one is going to come along. But, like, I feel like you're going to... If you put a ton of pressure on, like, I got to find somebody, got to find somebody, you start getting desperate, yeah. you're not going to end up with the right person, number one, or number two, you're going to end up like 40-year-old virgin dude, because you're putting so much pressure on trying to find, like, the one girl. So, like, if girls want to go on dinner dates, sweet, go on dinner dates. Mm-hmm. But 
You gotta. I, I just. I grew up so much between early twenties. Absolutely. Till twenty eight. Absolutely. I, I, Different I, person. I was a dick, yeah. kinda. I was just banging chicks. Right, and I, I, and I remember I, so many, <laughs> so much pussy. I'm not. I don't remember the guy I was in early twenties. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So you're gonna change. You're gonna evolve. Hopefully you. You know, like, no matter what happened, like, your mom loves you, all's well. Like, don't put that shit into your, like, your later life or your marriage or anything like that. Don't, like, prejudge chicks by that. Just keep being yourself, and you're going to find the right chick and some good pussy. Love is a gnarly thing because when it's good, it's the best thing in the world, and this is all you know. Mm -hmm. And then when it goes to shit, everything's, nothing is good. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, you can't find one glimmer of sunlight anywhere when you get rejected or anything. So you got to know you're going to go through some ups and downs in your early 20s. You're going to find a chick. It's going to be good. And something's going to happen. You're going to break up. Just know the roller coaster is going to happen for a bit until you find the one. And another good reason is when you bang other women for a little bit, if you're into that, you'll be better. You'll be better when you find the one that you want to be with. And you'll be good at it. Yeah. She's pretty yeah. good at it. And he was banging checks in the back of James's Hummer when he was like yeah, 14. And if you're so. Yeah, and if you're bareback, and be careful, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so there's that. But you're going to find her, so just, just just keep yeah, keep on keeping on. And don't, right. don't change you for these chicks these days in 2019 that are 21 years old. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's all we got for Keep right, the Dark. Good. Pretty good session, good right? Pretty good. That was pretty good. good. I was ex- I was expecting like way more raunchy stuff. They they get, they raunchy. get raunchy. That okay, this okay. one was more serious, right? Yeah. Uh, they well, do. They have gotten raunchy before, and Kiefer has gone deep. Yeah. Into. I like those two. Yeah. Kiefer's yeah. my kind of people. Then. Yeah. We're, we yeah. can be friends. Yeah. Simpatico. Cool. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Chiz, for coming by. Yeah. Appreciate it, Brittany. Thank you. Of course. Thanks uh, for if, having me. If we have time, we might do something on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Like a yeah. podcast or something? Right? I'm along for the ride for a yeah, few yeah, days. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wednesday night. Well, you, you could ditch her if she's got her shampoo thing going on. Yeah. Come on over and we can hang out. Yeah. Just trying to, just trying to make money, bro. Let's golf. Right. What? Me and you golf. I might, I might golf with you. <sighs> Chiz golf. loves to golf. Hey, I you, know. You probably smoke me. No, I would not. For real. No, I'm why? I I don't. I can't even tell you the last time I played. He's got a golf hat on What's right now, guys. What's wrong with you? Let me paint a visual. I never get to play. He's real busy. Dad life. Uh, yeah. Kiefer, thank you. Thank You're you. coming up in a couple weeks, I guess, right? After Denver? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Charles Castle will be in with you, too, okay. by the way. so um, Denver live show, you will be there? I will be there. Heather Vegas and live show, you and Heather will be, be there. there. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. So that'll be a lot of fun. Marks, you're coming to the Vegas live show? Hell yeah. I suppose okay. I am, yeah. Yep. Uh, thanks, Marks, for all your work tonight. I thanks, Marks. I did good. Very good job in the corner over there. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. putting the shows on YouTube, by the way. That's been a hit. People have been liking that. Yep. So, uh, we're going to put the After Dark session up, too. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes, yep. absolutely. Okay. Uh, Send me a link to that when it comes. Tony we'll Lessie, Kyle Chisholm, Brittany Chisholm, John Eric Burleson, Jeff Steber, uh, Christian Craig, all in studio. Uh, thanks, you people, for calling. Sorry, the people on hold. We didn't get to you. It's been a guy there for an hour 52. My bad. Uh, we got to roll on. Uh, Nashville coming up this weekend. Very exciting. Lots to talk about. And uh, yeah, man, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to our guests. Thank to you, Jerkies, for listening. And we will see you. Team manager. Next week. Gee. Swing your cock. And- <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, 
You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.